Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. It is the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing coming at you. It's Monday, February 6th, 601 Pacific, and we are live on the air. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. PulpMechShow.com. Listen live on the app. Listen live on PulpMechShow.com. Get it on iTunes. Get it on Stitcher uh, the next day. And as always, thank you, everybody. We really appreciate it. Great show tonight. Marvin Muscan is coming on uh, to talk about his Oakland Supercross and uh, much more. A nice start to the year for Marv, although not great at Oakland form. Uh, Justin Hill will be on. Great for Justin Hill. Three wins in a row. Monster Energy Pro Circuit Rider has ripped it off, and he has the points lead now. And Geico Honda's Jimmy D, Jimmy Dakotas, will be on. Uh, Jimmy D tied a career best uh, with his fourth place, and he will be on to talk about that. Almost third. All over McElrath at the end for third. So we'll have Jimmy D on and the Ripper and t- talk every- everything about what's going on with him. Uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, KTMPartsExpress.com, Works Connection, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, Guts Racing, Get Data, and Ride Engineering all on board with us tonight. Ride Engineering is back on the show. The official clamps of Alex Ray. Yeah, get them. Get them while they're hot. Uh, a special deal for people who want to shop at Ride Engineering. We'll get you that code here in a little bit. And we thank everybody, all of our partners, and all of you guys for using our partners. Sponsored deals on PulpMechShow.com has all the codes and everything else. And uh, so please check that out. And we thank those guys for supporting us. Also, if you want to get... Some podcast previews and some other goodies here and there. Go to Patreon and uh, help us out. Uh, we got a new server tonight. Uh, things not free and getting co-hosts in here and things like that. And paying Travis's exorbitant fees. Things like that. Uh, so go on to Patreon. We, we try to help you out. We give you a little sneak preview of podcasts and shows and maybe a t-shirt, maybe some, some tickets here and there if we can. And uh, the PulpMex app with the update. Grab the update. You will not be able to listen live if you, unless you grab this update. And a new update is coming soon for that thing. Uh, you can get listen live on TuneIn probably starting next week uh, when we get the stream changed over. And, again, if you're going through Amazon, go to PulpMex.com. There is an Amazon banner. And if uh, you click on that, and then it takes you to Amazon, and then when you make your purchases of the lube or whatever it is, the, the sex swings, then we get a small piece of that to, uh, to keep this show going. And uh, speaking of going, i got two co-hosts in the studio. Very excited. Uh, it should be a good time tonight. First up, from Atlas Brace, uh, former Canadian national number six, Canadian arena cross champion, uh, all-around uh, great guy, loves journey, Ryan, the new Flockhart. What's up, Noof? Hey, man. Thanks for uh, having me. Atlas Brace, atlasbrace.com. Yeah. Go How's check things it going? Out. How's things going at Atlas? <clears throat> Business has been good. It's been uh, it's been a solid year and uh, keep growing new products, new changes to the braces and stuff. So, uh, can't complain. I'm still here. You uh you lost a rider. We'll talk about that this weekend. You lost the guy. Yeah. The 377. Kind of. Yeah. 
Well, lost him from Supercross. Lost him from Supercross, right. yes. Um, and we'll talk more a little bit about that when we come on. Uh, also from uh, MXVice.com, uh, covers the GPs inside and out. Real good site. Go and check it out. They're, they've been in America for over a month now checking everything out. These guys are, I write a weekly column for them. Uh, it's Lewis Phillips from MX Vice. What's up, Lewis? Thanks for having me. Now, okay, there's four people in this room. Only one American. Just yep. saying. Just saying. It's an international invasion. What's up, American? Hi. You feel outnumbered? I do a little bit, yes. Feel a little like... Yeah. Um, it's all right. That, I, I feel good. I got I got Trump on my side and... and... All three of us should get out. <laughs> uh, that's Travis Marks, everybody. The Dune Goon. Hello. What's up, Marks? What's going on? How are you? Hell New yeah. server tonight? New server tonight, Trying to yep. fix streaming issues we have live? Yeah. Uh, seems so far so good, so hopefully it keeps it up. We'll see. So yeah, if anybody... raining yellows on hold, everything's normal right now. Yeah, everything is right. Right. Um, yep. Uh, also, Facebook Live on RacerX Illustrated on Facebook. Yep. What's up, everyone? <laughs> Facebook Live. Steve did his hair. What's happening? I did. Pookie told me I had to. <laughs> it's three weeks in, and she said you look like an like a greaseball idiot. So, yeah, you look nice. Thank you. You're, you're very. Thank welcome. you. It's for you, Facebook people. So. Um, no guy in the chat room. Lewis is not the D bag from MX Large. No, no, definitely not. different D bag. <laughs> Completely different. <laughs> Lewis Phillips uh, from England. Uh, you've been here the whole Supercross series. Yeah. You, you're going home uh, next Monday. Yeah. Um, and what's that been like? How, how you been enjoying your oh, stay? Yeah, awesome. I'd be here full time if I could, but GPs are calling, so we got to go back. But no. Awesome. Dude, the site's going well, right? James, uh, the owner of the site, really putting some resources into it. Uh, you and your little band of, uh, of, of cronies there, you guys do a good job. You kill it. Yeah. FIM website of the year, Noof. I love MX Vice. They're big supporters of Atlas Brace. Yeah. Do great work for us. How did you get MX website of the year? I'm not really sure. Like, it was a bit of a surprise, to be fair, but no, it's a great deal. And, yeah, Didn't you guys get in trouble well. from, from Ustream at some point? Uh, because of you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Shocker. Shocker. Why is it always me? Hey. <laughs> I'm just being honest, bro. I'm keeping it real. I guess. I mean. Um, uh, so, anyway. So, yeah. MX Vice. GPs are coming up. Caroli won a big international. Yep. Kind of on his home track. Ish, a little, a and little bit. And the field was a bit um, shallower than it was the week before. But okay. still means something. Geyser was there. Fever was there. Yep, Van Horbeek. Yep, yep. So yeah, definitely gonna, means something. We're going to dive into GP talk a little more because I want to talk to you about Hurlings yep. is now MX1. Thank Christ. <laughs> Thank God. Finally. Yeah. I think you had something he, to do with that. He, he can take all those empty MX2 wins and flush them down the toilet. Hey, I'm all-time <laughs> champion. Nobody cares, bro. Everybody gets moved out of the class. Anybody who's fast, reaches the age limit, gets out of the class. Did he reach the age limit, or no, did he, he just he went on his own? Right, he had another year, right? He could yeah. have. They could've... kind of made a new rule for him to get out, saying about uh, you can only defend a title so, oh, many, so times. many times. Was, yeah, a bit of a weird deal, but it was time. He's up. It was time to go, for sure. It was. It was time to go two years ago. <laughs> Although, to be fair, two years of bad injuries. Yeah. So him racing last year in MX2, I was actually okay with that. Yeah. Because of two years of injury, I think he would have gone before had that not happened. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, yeah, you can yeah. kind of understand it, yeah, but Yeah, a little bit. So I want to pick your brain about the GPs yeah, and what's cool. coming up. I want to talk a little bit about media coverage, yep. differences. We started getting press conferences here, yep. and I'm not happy. I don't like them. No, they're um, awful. Yeah, and so we'll talk a little bit about that and everything else. Uh, uh, but Oakland Supercross coming up, uh, lots of that talk. Jason Thomas will be on. And also uh, Marvin Muscan is coming right up on the Red Bull KTM rider. He's on the East Coast, so Marvin wanted to get on as soon as possible. Will you, Lewis, please keep the, keep the Marvin GP questions to a minimum of three? Uh, yeah, we'll try. Okay, all right. So, lots of talk. 
from last week, Noof, about Eli Tomac. Great Glendale. Smashed everybody. Oh, by the way, speaking of smashing. <laughs> last week's co-host. Damn. Grant Langston. Like, I don't know how you guys feel about following up on that. It's So here's the deal. So okay. I... Like, I was all stoked to come, and I'm looking forward to it. I need to redeem myself after I felt my performance last year was not, like, up to par, maybe, for my standards. And I'm thinking, Great I'm, all radio. I'm all confident coming in. Yeah. And then I start getting these texts on Monday night, like, Grant Langston is unbelievable right now. Yeah. He is killing it. Yeah. You, How are you going to live up to this? Why are you going? <laughs> and even today, we're sitting here listening to the voicemails, and I'm like, I might as well just leave. Uh, I, I don't know if I can live up to it. And if, you know GL pretty well. I know him really well. He's a good well. friend of yours. I, and I, he just, I don't know. Lewis, it's going to be a tough act to follow. It's We're going to have to do something crazy or something. I yeah. don't know. You know what? We'll It'd be awesome at some point you guys are arguing about which series is better, America or, or the GPs, and one of you slugs the other one. <laughs> That'd be about the that, only, might, that might work. That'd yeah. be the only thing that could topple. Yeah. Like, it's uh, good for Facebook Live. For GL. Because yeah. he was on fire last week. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you have one-liners like that, I don't think. I have anything like that. Remember, people, when the pulpy voting comes out, remember GL's appearance here in January. You yeah, know, like, remember good. that. So uh, he was great. So we thank GL. We got to try to get him up, I guess, back up. I guess every week, according to all your fans <laughs> and listeners. Like, I'm just still. There was some point where I'm like, he's going to say something really bad and lose yeah. himself a job or, or get me lost, lose a sponsor. <laughs> like, you know. You were nervous. Pookie. A little bit. Pookie mixed them a Red Bull vodka, and she said it was gnarly strong. And he was like, hey, a more? A little more. More vodka? And she's just like, like that could kill a guy. <laughs> I could kill a man. She's like shaking, pouring it because she's thinking there's no way this right. guy can drink that. Right. No problem for GL. So, hey, experience. Anyways, well, you know what? Hey, try your best, both of you. Just, just try your best. See totally. What right. So, okay, back to Oakland. Uh, rainy, shitty, terrible track. Actually, new... A little bit like San Fran when you raced it in 06 when Millsaps won? Or Not 06? quite that bad. That was uh, you, that was six. Yeah. I mean, that was a real bad one, 06. Worse, I guess. Huh? Like, yeah, like yeah, full yeah. like puddles yeah, right. and you're mud right. and was, yeah. no jumping triples. Yeah, and that was Anaheim like that. 05. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, just like that. I thought the track, though, like honestly, it turned out pretty damn good. I mean, it was soft. It was technical. It reminded me a lot of old school Supercross where guys weren't scrubbing triples. Yeah. They were like literally going off them and looked like they were holding on for dear life a lot of the time, front end highs. So it was kind of cool. It showed a different aspect of the whole of the whole, you know, series where, you know, throw in different stuff and different conditions. And I mean, a lot of tracks have been soft this year, but this was extreme. You were taking off in ruts, landing in ruts, Guys going left to right a lot, so yeah. uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. A ton of mistakes, Lewis, by guys. Like just, yeah. I think the series needed it though. Like after Roxon's injury and all of that, we kind of need things to shake it up, mm-hmm. and it did do that. Yeah. Like if the conditions weren't like that, I don't know if Tomac would have caught Dungey, and I don't know if certain things would have played out the same way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so we asked about Tomac last week. Like, is he fixed? Is he better? I was saying I think so. I said I don't know if he's going to win in uh, Oakland, but. I think he'll give Dunge a run, if nothing else, and, man, he's better. No, for sure. I mean, dry track, I mean, the track was dry, but take the ruts out of the equation with uh, Tomac's start last weekend, mm-hmm. that would have been a stretch to catch Dunge. I mean, he had a big gap, but like I said, there was a point, you know, you could was making up like a second, second and a half when there would be a mistake throughout the race, and it was hard to get your flow back as, you know, you're going. It almost took a whole lap for that guy to get back in the flow, so... uh 
I thought it was good, and we'll see this weekend. It's going to be no, not a whole lot of ruts this weekend. I think Dallas is known known yeah. for yeah. you know a little bit slicker, yeah. harder yeah. pack surface. So if Tomac doesn't do that three four, do you think he catches Dunge? I mean, it's hard to say, yeah. but it was fast, like really yeah. fast. And I think he did it when it counted. Yeah. Um, he didn't jump it a few times. He went three, I guess you could call it three again and didn't do the four, but mm-hmm. four was good. And it seemed like that set the whole momentum for the whole, the whole lap. When he nailed that, that four perfect out, yeah. that lap was almost perfect. I still think one of the coolest parts of the thing, uh, Lewis, was when he got Coop and Coop went around and did the three, four by Tomac again. I was like, oh man, like that is so... That's racing right there where Coop's like, I got to pull the trigger on this. He'd been doing it in practice and stuff, but I love that part of the racing. Yeah, and we needed that. I feel like the uh, track designers are having a couple of good weeks here. I mean, conditions yeah, are helping. Yeah, yeah. But, and it's a bit of a statement for Webb, too. Yeah. Like it makes you kind of believe that there's something there. Yeah. Tomac and Webb, after the first two rounds, were like, what the hell? Panic button. Um, you know, what should we do? Blah, blah, blah. Fixed, right? They're <laughs> fixed. Seems Tom- that way. Tomac went to some spring forks with some clamps and a different link, and they changed some sag around, but, you know, I have a hard time thinking it was just bike. Not the same dudes that we saw this weekend at Anaheim 1. No. I was like, no. Something has drastically changed no. in a couple weeks. Yeah. So, that was pretty good. That's pretty impressive. So, I mean, yeah, um, uh, nerd guy over there in the corner, he said that Tomac was faster in every section of the track, not just the section segment. Not just the segment with the with the three four, but fourth fastest lap time though. Yeah, but coming through the pack. Yeah, I coming guess. through the pack exactly so, I right. Guess overall. So, um, yeah, it should be interesting to see if your if your KTM and Dunge, when do you get worried? I mean, you're not worried yet, that's for sure. But right. I feel points. that that was a win in Dungey's back pocket, that one. I mean, the lead that he had, he had the start. kind of looked like he struggled all day. But, I mean, he kind of got out to the lead, and I thought, oh, this is, I mean, Tomac didn't really make a whole lot of action on the first lap or two. And then he just started chipping away, and then he went by him fairly easy. Mm-hmm. You have to be pissed coming back. to Like, that one slipped away. I don't know. What do you think, Lewis? I don't know if we can ignore... Um how Tomac performed in the heat and even practice. Yeah. Like the semis saved him and he even admitted that. Yeah. So say he rode around in the heat in fourth and went straight to the main. Like yeah. What happens then? Does he start sixth and right, stay right, there? Right, right, right. Like, semi was yeah, good like more, for him. Like more track time. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. What if that had not happened, then he might not have won and then we're looking at this series completely different and saying another Dungey win Yeah. and maybe there isn't anything there. So Yeah. Yeah, no, no, well, English guy bringing the heat early, Noof. Yes. Uh, I mean, almost with a better point than you, kind of. Kind of, but I don't know. It's only early. Just let <laughs> me get warm up here. here. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, bringing uh, bring our next, our first guest of the night on the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing, uh, brought to you by Vortex Racing, the same sprockets that Cooper Webb and Chad Reed use, and the Babbitt's Cowie team uses the bars and the sprockets. If you email Jake at VortexRacing.com, he'll give you a killer deal on bars, on sprockets, uh, on, on, on some chains, brake lines, t- tie downs, that kind of stuff. VortexRacing.com. They have a ton of uh, great products, and uh, they're pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night uh former world champion 250 supercross champion uh started the year this off pretty good and uh coming off oakland marvin muskan what's up marv hey no, not much no thanks for having me yeah thank you for coming on i appreciate it. i texted you last week no reply from you i was very worried i didn't know if if anderson had told you that i was you know a douchebag and you weren't coming on anymore I was worried, but <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I just, uh, I know, I, I did saw your text, but uh, no, obviously, uh, 
kind of forgot. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no worries. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, so, the good news, bad news for you from Oakland. Well, the bad news for you is that you didn't do that well. But once you got up from the crash, Marv, you put in some fast laps. You were moving forward, which I guess that's the part that you look at and go, okay, like I, I'm happy with that. Uh, obviously not. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, after four rounds, being third in the points right now, it's 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 pretty pretty amazing. I mean, uh, for my second year, I mean, I've, I've been I've been doing really well. Obviously, Phoenix was uh, pretty disappointing for me, but uh, I was really looking forward to rebound uh, in Auckland, and uh, it was my type of track, you know, like rugged and soft and technical, and mm-hmm. uh, um, messed up on the start uh, once again, just like Phoenix and. Uh, I was pretty far back, but on the first two laps, uh, I made some good passes, and mm-hmm. and I passed Tomac, and and then I went uh, in the sand, and I was on the right side, and unfortunately, uh, Vince Freeze was uh, was in the in the, in the top uh, the top five, I would say, and yeah, uh, yep. and I don't know, and he messed up that that really tough sections, and he and he, I mean, obviously rolled the the, the dragons back, and I, and he he went on onto my line, so I couldn't do that, and then. All the other guys they they passed me back, so I lost a bunch of play uh, spot again, and then and then I passed back it again, and then mm-hmm. I I did a little a small tip over and I crashed and and Baggett, uh yeah I guess he was right right behind me and he couldn't avoid yeah. me and he hit he hit my arm pretty hard and and from that it was tough. Yeah, um, yeah, it was definitely you were seventeenth I think when you got up or something. So you know you fought hard to come back on a tough track, man. God, that track! I, yeah, that looked that looked like no fun, Marv. No fun at all. Um, no, I mean, like the whoops were really, really hard packed dirt, but the rest it was like really, really soft. So, mm-hmm. um, but I love those kind of tracks. I mean, it's really technical, and I yep. was I was really excited for the main event, and and as soon as I went down, and I mean, it was <laughs> it was really tough mentally because. When you know you can do really well, and I was able to make some really good passes, and mm-hmm. and I was and I was riding like excited, you know what I mean, like and happy. I was like, let's do this, you know. I was in a good rhythm, and right. and to and and to fall like that, it's I was like, no way, you know. And <laughs> and then my arm hurt really bad at, at the at the point when I crashed, and and I tried to get back up, and. And it was pretty hard at the beginning. Like, like uh, my muscle was uh, like actually like numb for a little bit, and they got better oh, and better. And, wow. and then I was able to I was able to to ride, but mentally it was um, it was tough. And I was uh, I could see Dungey uh, not too far behind me. Like, and I was like, there's no way he's gonna lap me. So <laughs> I, I got some good laps, and I, I actually came back ninth and saved some points, but. It's really disappointing, you know, for to to do that. But we're looking for better better starts and and some good battles and mm-hmm. no mistakes, and and we'll be good. Um, yeah. What happened off the start at Glendale? I didn't get a chance to talk to you, but oh my God, Marv, what happened? Yeah. Well, I know, and I, you know, I mean, if you don't get the jump, and I see yep. you, you kind of. I think I lean against uh, Malcolm, and we kind of touch it oh, okay. with yep. the handlebar and. And I shut off the, the gas, okay. and, and obviously when everybody's <laughs> wide open, you know, I was like right. on the back, and then you're trying to to get into the inside line and try to, you know, make mm-hmm. some passes. But yeah, I was pretty far back, and same thing in uh, in Auckland actually. Mm-hmm. So 
We'll see. Maybe try a different uh, gate pick, you know, different line, and uh, maybe not avoid the inside or something. We'll see you next weekend. Right. Uh, Marvin Muscant on the uh, Pulp Mech Show brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, 702-586-PULP. If you've got a question for Moving Marv, uh, give us a call, and uh, he can answer it. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a – but overall, Marv, uh, last two races aren't what you want to be, but you've ridden well. Um, at times, are you happy with your season so far? You've got some podiums. Uh, you've been, a, for the most part, a front runner. You've been happy with the start through five rounds. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you the the first uh, three rounds, I mean, I've been on the podium and mm-hmm. and Dungey too. So it was great for the team. It was uh, we're doing really good. And then we went to Phoenix, and we actually made a lot of testing before that. And okay. and but it didn't work out for that type of track. Uh, I feel like our test tracks are definitely a lot. I mean, like smaller than what we had in phoenix and our test tracks are more like this weekend or anaheim's track you sure. know what i mean like more yeah. more technical and right and dude that track that track in phoenix was super fast and long long straightaways and and, and rhythm section and it was really high speed uh track so especially the whoops and we were just a little bit off with the with the settings and and i couldn't do more you know so i was struggling for the for the 20 minute main event and I tried to fight hard, but it was, you know, difficult when you're not feeling comfortable with, with, with the bike. But we tried to learn, and but definitely uh, still third in points. I know it's getting really tight with mm-hmm. uh, the guys behind me, but we're still, you know, uh, in the top three right now. So yeah. we're looking for better better results. So it's been really good so far. I mean, when you see my my season last year, you know, how, how I struggled and stuff, we made some big, big progress. So it's good. Hey, Marv, it's Ryan from Atlas Brace here in studio. I had a question. I felt like this weekend it was one of those tracks where, you know, you made it right out of the heat, which was which was awesome. That's normally what you want to do. But I feel like a semi-ride might have actually helped because the track was getting so beat and kind of seeing where the where the ruts were. Do you, did you ever think of that afterwards? Like it might have been a little bit more valuable to get a few more laps, or was it like I want to do the least amount as possible tonight? Well, I mean, you you're looking forward to get a a good gate pick, but that's yes. that's a good point uh, to 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 see that and uh, and yeah, Eli and even uh, Ryan were able to to do more laps. Um, it, it it might be a you know a good thing, um, but at the same time, no one wants to go to the semi and wants to qualify no. right away. <laughs> totally. so, but in 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 those conditions, it, it might be a good thing, but. But I mean to to go out there and to you know you know what I mean and knowing before the the heat race I'm like okay I'm not going to qualify it's it's kind of tough you know mm, what yeah. I mean like yeah, yeah. to go out there and not try to qualify it's uh, it's it's hard but when uh, when it happens just like Tomac he was not able to qualify he went down that mm-hmm. that's maybe a good thing and and physically everybody is uh, you know strong so. Mm-hmm couple extra laps doesn't matter doesn't much, hurt, yeah. but uh it's it's more the feeling with with the track that's right marv yeah. did you ever jump the three four in practice or any time that that i didn't see did you try it did you, you obviously knew about it and everything did you uh did you try it N- no never i was uh, actually only uh going double and uh mm-hmm. i was just you know trying to get inside and, and be really quick and right. to do that triple you had to open up the turn mm-hmm. quite a bit but I think in the main event it was uh, you, you kind of like lose some time on the big uh, left hander, big sweeper, but yep. but at the end going quad and and missing all the ruts, it yeah. was definitely really good. 
Yeah, exactly. You're jumping, you're taking off and landing where everybody's kind of missing. Exactly. So yes. uh, it, it, it went pretty well. A uh, question for you from, uh, from Andrew. Andrew, welcome to the show. What's your question for Marvin Muscan? Hey, uh, how's it going, guys? Good. What's up, man? Hey, um, no, I was just wondering, like, uh, the track, it seemed like out there is getting uh, pretty ridiculously gnarly. I was just wondering, do you think maybe the track crews going in and grooming a bit more than I, uh, than they do at all? What do you think, Marv? More grooming needed? How, how? What do you think? For the for the next rounds, you mean, or especially for Auckland? No. Just like if it's like you guys see the tracks getting too gnarly, or if it's like maybe a couple riders come in and be like, hey, you know, that's getting a bit ridiculous, or something like that. Because like I don't know, it seemed like. After the after the start, that left-hand turn where, like, Austin Forkner chased that jump and went down, mm-hmm. it seemed like a lot of the 250 guys were having trouble getting over that because of, uh, of the ruts and everything. Yeah, I mean, um, the, the, I mean, when you have an open stadium and, and you're getting the dirt in and, and you do the, 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 the track, I, I think... I think the crew they 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 do the track like like always, but you always have different dirt, and then and then they rain a little bit. So they were trying to you know, make it you know decent, but mm-hmm. with the rats and and the softness of the the track, it made it actually really difficult. And I don't think that mm-hmm. rhythm was that bad, but it was that I could jump on and jump off, and 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 it was super tacky. So as soon as you come up short or something or you and then you 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 hit the frame on the ground or stuff like that it mm-hmm. it would obviously uh you know react different than on hardback so um i don't think the track was dangerous or anything it, just the dirt made it really really uh, challenging and and difficult um now we're going on the more on the east coast with the the stadium with the roof so it won't be a an issue with mud or, or softness of the track, I think. So, yeah, yeah, it should be should be uh, all right. Thanks, thanks, but, Andrew. I mean, all right, yeah. thank thanks. you guys. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good from here on out. It's been it's been tough for you guys, man. Like tracks have just been it's been so wet. Even Glendale. Yeah, it, but you know what? It's been it's been tough, but uh, but I, I don't think many guys expected to be that dry. You know, like mm-hmm. and I and Sue. Yeah, we had so much rain on Friday. It was ridiculous and. And then when they uncovered the track and and I mean it was like dry in some areas, so right. it was pretty amazing. And I I really didn't expect uh, to to ride in those conditions. And and this weekend it was definitely originally like soft dirt and and yep. with more rain it made it even more. So did you um do you, is there a race that you look forward to, Marv, on the circuit now that you've been doing it for a number of years? Is there a city or a stadium or anything that you look forward to? On the on the series, um, not um, not really like one race, yep. but more like East Coast uh, dirt, I would say. Okay, yeah, yeah. But other than that, I mean, I was looking forward to Oakland because I knew it was going to be like soft dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, maybe Dallas before I would not be so pumped about it because it used to be super super yeah. hard and, and dry but yep. since uh since 15 i think when i raced my last show on 250 that they, they got new like more like orange mm-hmm. soft dirt so it's been good so uh i'm excited for east coast um yeah it's gonna be interesting to see football stadiums too always offer different tracks you know we saw it in glendale yeah. so um 
Exactly. Hey, you've got a new member of the Baker's Factory, uh, Zach Osborne, who, uh, who's been on the show quite a bit. Uh, how's Zach been fitting in? How's that going? Well, um, yeah, uh, Zach, you know, I never really get a chance, you know, like to, to get friends or close to him before. Mm-hmm. And we had, uh, we had obviously a lot of battles together and especially one time in, uh, in, uh, Hangtown when, when I tried to get on the inside of him and I got a bad kicker and, and oh. I couldn't stop and I just hit him and we went off the track. So <laughs> yeah. it was pretty bad. I felt terrible. And, and mm-hmm. since that, it's been, uh, you know, laughing about this, right, but yeah, right. I mean, we, we got, we got to um, to spend some time together in Florida, and we get along really well. And it's and it's funny when you don't know people until you know you get to spend time with them, and and you realize that hey, you know, he's cool. So right. I think we have this. We had the same reaction to to each other, and it's been really well. And uh, I mean, I think me and him are really uh, respectful to each other, and we train together. Obviously, it's easier when you're not racing against yeah, the guy, but. For sure. But uh, but anyway, um, anyway, it's uh, it's good, and Zach is a good guy, and uh, we have a good group, you know, Ryan, Jason, and, and Zach and mm-hmm. me. How's Frankie? I haven't talked to Frankie much this year. How's Frankie he's, doing? Yeah, I mean, you haven't seen uh, him this week because uh, weekend because he was uh, he stayed home because uh, his wife is uh, gonna have a second baby. So oh, okay. um, we are we are waiting for that. So he stayed home uh, just in case and. Uh, but uh, yeah, I had, uh, had Matt as a mechanic for the weekend, and he's been with us, you know, at practice okay. and during the races. So you know, everything was fine. And Frankie, I think, is excited for that, but excited also to get back to racing. Right, right. Try to get some wins. Hey, I've never really asked you this, I don't think, before, but when you're all done, are you going to stay in America uh, full time? Are you? Do you foresee yourself moving back uh, to France at all? I mean, or? I love, I love, I love the country for sure. And um, but uh, when you stop racing, it's definitely a different uh, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're not going to the track or training every day, so it's gonna be it's gonna be different. And I don't think we're gonna come back to to France full time. Um, I mean, me and Matilda are doing really well here in America. Mm-hmm. We have friends, and uh, that's a, definitely a tough question. And uh, we'll see when the time comes. But uh, see what happens. Be nice to spend some time here for sure, with like time off. A yeah, bit. yeah, right. Well, cool. Hey, Mar, thanks for the time tonight. Uh, congrats on the good start to the season and the podiums and everything else. And I got a feeling uh, with a start here in the next few weeks. Um, we could see you easily back on there and, and maybe even the top step yep. this year. Uh, I think you're one of the guys that we think can win a race this year, and we look forward to that. Thanks for your time tonight, man. Yeah, yeah for sure. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, obviously with the start, you know, I do, all I want also is to battle with those guys. Yep. Battle for podiums, too. You know, it's mm-hmm. a bit frustrating when you're on the back, but, uh, you know, everybody's uh, doing really well and, and training really hard. So Sure. It's interesting, it's exciting, and we will try our best, uh, you know, like every weekend. Has Villeman, uh chimed in on how to, on, on your starts lately? Has he told you what to do? Because that's what Villeman likes to do. Uh, no, he didn't. Um, <laughs> he but uh, he I'm sure he, he thought about it. And uh, <laughs> now that we haven't talked to each other, you know, he's okay. uh, he does uh, he does a little bit of what he does, um, you know, on Lubig. Uh, yep. Same yep. As your um, as your website. So. Yep. Yep. Sometimes I'm reading it, and uh, yeah, he's telling some stuff about me. So, <laughs> <laughs> good but, old yeah, TV. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's not not in the bad way. No, no, I understand yeah. what he wants to, but you know, sometimes I I, I try to to you know to think about it, but it's it, it's easy, you know, to 
mm-hmm. to say it, but it's uh, you know when you're on the on the bike, it's difficult. Oh but, yeah, uh, we'll try our best, and uh, yeah, we'll see. Absolutely. Well, thanks for your time tonight, Marv. Thank you, bud. All right. All Thank right. you, guys. Thanks. Have a good night. Marvin Muscan, Red Bull KTM, brought to you by Vortex Racing, vortexracing.com. Email Jake at Vortex Racing uh, to get a deal on the same bars and sprockets that uh, uh, Babbitt's Kawasaki uses and then also uh, uh, sprockets that Cooper Webb and Chad Reed uses. Cooper Webb, very good this weekend. Chad Reed, yeah. not so much. No. Speaking of Marv and KTM, ktmpartsexpress.com, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. Over 40 years' experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is their specialty. Pulp MX code saves you 15% on uh, genuine KTM replacement parts, power power parts, power wear clothing, everything that KTMPartsExpress.com uses. Pulp MX is the code. Manoof, you, you race a Cowie, so that doesn't really apply to you, but no. if you ever get a KTM, I'd be right there. KTMPartsExpress.com. Easy. Right. Um, and you I ship s- to Canada? Yeah, we'll ship anywhere. Okay, right. there you go. Facebook Live, everybody, on RacerX Online. Um, How's that going, Travis? Are we on Facebook Live? Yes, we are. So we can't swear or nothing? I, I would advise against it. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe we can swear. Maybe a little bit. We have a voicemail coming up later in this show. I'm going to tease this right now. <laughs> we have a voicemail from Brian Swink, two-time 125 Supercross champion. And Swink not is happy. not happy with David Villeman. No. So we're going to play that later on the show, everybody. We better go off Facebook Live, then. We probably go off Facebook Live. We're going off, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be off Facebook Live when when we play the Brian Swink. Do we get a teaser as to why? We're not sure why. (laughs) Oh, nobody gets that. That's unclear. (laughs) That's why it's getting played. Let's get to the bottom of this. So Swink uh, voicemail coming up on David Villeman. Getting back to uh, some Oakland talk, though, and I said that about Marv. He is a start away from being back on the box. For sure. You know, that's what's kind of nice about this series. And even maybe is is Dungey slipping into got to get a start guy or no? Well, I'm just three straight weeks for the semi yeah. for Dungey. Hasn't qualified that well. This week I saw him put a heater down across the line. I think he was seventh. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like, yeah, three weeks in a row semi this weekend. I believe that the semi was a good thing for the guys. Yeah, but, Marv didn't agree with you. No, not kind of. And I get what he said. I mean, yeah, yeah. why would you line up to Had go a strike against Noof and you know on the show? I don't know. It makes sense in my head. That's all. It matters. I agree. No, I think it was a valid point. Yeah, I mean, right, Lewis was a the valid. Dudes point. That went, right. The dudes that went one and two Races. were in the semis. Yeah, they rode the track when it was more torn up. Yeah, they groomed the faces of the triple, but the whoops were different. Like it deteriorated fast through the day. So yes, I get what Marv was saying. Yeah, you can't go. A guy at his level can't go line up for the heat race and say, yeah, I'm just going to finish fifth or sixth. I mean, Dunge yeah. didn't want to finish fifth. No, Don't get no. me wrong. Did, did he let Black Baggett pass? Is that what you're no. saying? No. <laughs> I mean, it didn't look like it to me, but I felt like the semi was good. But And then there you go. He, he, you know, he looked okay in the semi, yeah. comes out, nails a start, puts, to me. puts in heaters, and is gone. And I'm thinking if Eli wasn't crazy this weekend there was no way anybody was going to catch him i mean yeah i mean he put on a ride that nobody else yeah. even could ever do maybe is it a dick move for me to ask riders hey you didn't jump that jump i don't think so well no because there was guys jumping it i know consistently so, but you know these guys none of these guys want to admit that they didn't jump something yeah because they i mean you one have time, to jump one time it. i asked ferry to jump this jump that tyler evans was doing and he <laughs> threw his bike at me said you go do and it. said you do it yeah so uh, hey i've been there be before dick. yeah i've been there before right. i don't like jumping anything like unless well, I absolutely have, I do the bare how do you, minimum. How do you have all these arena cross wins if you don't like jumping things? Bare minimum. All right, you just you, have to do what you got to do. So Noah McConaughey debuted on a fifty-one fifty Yamaha. 
yeah. for, for, for... It looked really good. You beat Noah McConaughey this winter a few times. Yeah, this winter was less. Like I don't, I don't know if he listens. This this, this winter was a lot less. Last did winter, beat, did you beat him this winter? Yes. Okay. There did was you, a point where I was ahead of him in the points for a couple weekends in a row. And last year, did you beat him? Yes, many times. Okay. Many times. Dash for Cassius, last lap. So, gone. so you're looking at McConaughey's ninth. Yes. And thinking that could be you. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Does that not <laughs> it, like it's where it's racing, right? <laughs> so so angry. There is no way. <laughs> I was just sitting in the stands having a Bud Light, and I was like, so, you couldn't pay me five grand right now to go jump one of those triples. So McConaughey sucks is what you're saying. No, he it? wrote I'm, awesome. I'm joking. I'm he kidding. He wrote awesome. Um, so back to Dunge, though. Yes. Uh, Lewis, start with you. Is Dunge a guy that needs a start now? Is this where we're at with Dunge? He probably has been the last few weeks based on how the days have gone, but doesn't that just kind of show us how good he is? Like He's gone to the semis because yeah. he hasn't been feeling it. Yeah. And then gate drops for the main, he turns it around. So well, when it goes well. Cooper Webb and Marv didn't get starts in Glendale and didn't happen. Webb got a start this weekend, first ever podium, ran second for a while. Marv didn't get a start. Anderson hasn't gotten the starts, did this year, this week, finished fourth. Chad, no start, last week's start. Yeah. Well, I think that's are a we, different story, but. Are we at the series, are we at the point in the series where you got to get a good start? Well. I don't, I don't, I mean, yeah, of course you always want a good, well, you need course. a good start. I, I know, but. But my thing, my last thing I'm going to say on Dunge, San Diego. Oh, that's it. You can't talk about Dunge anymore. Never, not <laughs> okay. again. Rest right, of the time. Okay. Right. Those are the five and a half hours okay. that I left to go. I'm not talking about it again. <laughs> San Diego. Ultimatum. San Diego. Yeah. Dunge looked racy. He was racing. Like he was going for it. Uh-huh. He looked good. The last couple of weeks, just yeah. kind of float. And I don't, I mean, I saw him go half crazy at the press conference saying nobody put a crown on this yet and i never i don't have a crown well yeah no i know when but he, you looked re, you've looked really kind of mellow when and that's he, cool when you're he, still getting when seconds. he misunderstood the question yes went yeah. bananas and then fell uses that clip in the tv show yeah when he misunderstood the question he reacted wrongly yeah but everyone thinks that's awesome i don't understand that part of it by the way either i kind of thought were, it, were you there yeah, yeah. did you go to the press conference yeah when he asked the when when Cooksey, who's been in the show before, asked the question, did you not go? That's not what he asked. Oh yeah, completely. Right, uh, me took too. it the wrong way. Me too. I'm like, I'm like, time, time. <laughs> like that's not like you all look like morons. It was a valid point. Like everyone was saying it. Yes. Now Cooksey didn't phrase it right. It could have been changed, no doubt. It wasn't a great question. But I'm like, stop. Like you guys are not <laughs> understanding this, Chad and and Dunge. Yeah, restart. You know, and then Feld's like, ah, oh, the emotion. I've never. Yeah, they loved it. You know, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like if Dungey had had a Tomac start this weekend, where would he finish? Okay, uh, I don't think he beats Webb. I don't think he beats Tomac. I so does he yeah. get Anderson and Seeley? It would have been close, I think. Okay, all right. I mean, it was one of those tracks you had to have the, you had to have the pace right off the get go, and we saw even you know going back mm-hmm. to Marv. Yeah. Not a great start. Kind of got stuck in there a little bit with Baggett and Millsaps and made a mistake. Went down. And so is this? So yeah, you're right. You need a start. But not. We didn't used to know. We didn't used to need to start always. You know, the field wasn't maybe as deep. Yeah. So, um, so is this human dunge? Well, I think it's human Wait, you're slash. Ta- you're not talking about dunge anymore. Oh yeah, I forgot. Damn. Okay, this is no. <laughs> I think it's human slash conservative dunge. 
I mean, I hate to call him conservative because that's what everybody else says, but I have to think that when I watched him on the weekend. I mean, he looked really good on the first few laps, but then he just kind of, you know, fell into that pace of, you know, where he got a little bit sketchy and he'd shut it right down and then yeah. just get through the section and go. And then Tomac, I mean, Tomac went by him in the whoops, and I'm just like, and Tomac didn't have a good run through the whoops. No. He didn't jump the quad in uh, Glendale. He didn't do the 3-4 this week. Yeah. Lewis, are you going to go back to England and tell everybody that you're worried for Dunge? Mm, probably not. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's always been a guy who kind of does what he needs to and doesn't go beyond that and I think that's kind of what we've been seeing like it just turns out that what he's been doing these last few weeks has been good enough for podiums mm-hmm. which yeah. again that's, that's what he does. a yeah. championship yeah. winning yeah. Yeah. performance yeah look like we're not shitting on the dude for like like I'm not worried about him he's gonna win a lot <laughs> yeah. more yeah. races yeah. this year he's he's been as undungy like for three weeks in a row that I can remember there was 2015 the first two rounds first when two he was rounds. off yeah. but then he turned yeah. it around he got a yeah he got a yeah. fourth and a Third. Third, yeah. Yeah. So I mean the, the most impressive thing that I seen him do all weekend was get that start in the main. That saved him. Um Oh I would I would say the Anaheim two start. Semi short start straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow he pulls it. Yeah. No, you're right. So BTOsports.com and fly racing on the Pulpamex show. Uh hold on. show.com Lewis Phillips from Motocross Vice. Ryan, the new flock art from Atlas Brace. Um, so the Purcell-Wilson thing I want to get into a little bit, but the news is really Purcell is going to Canada, like uh, uh, Millsaps went last year. So the 377 is going to go to Canada, and um, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But for the gear I like cold call, I thought we'll talk maybe some Purcell in Canada with our buddy, yeah. Ryan Gall from GuaranteedMX.com. Yeah. You don't really know Galdi, but, no. but you can just – just pretend you know him. It will, he'll be pissed if you don't know him. Just pretend you know <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, just okay? be like, yeah, because he, he thinks he's a big wheel. Just say, oh, yeah, I've been on your website before, yeah, yeah, and then you'll be, you guys will be bros. Don't worry. So GearAlloy.com, uh, light truck and SUV market. They dominate it with style, sizes, and finishes for the enthusiast marketplace. Unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. GearAlloy.com, get your truck in gear. Supporter of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC team. Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, Jeep. Gear Alloy wheel set. There's a Gear Alloy wheel set for you. And this is the Gear Alloy cold call from uh, Guaranteed MX's Ryan Gall. Let's, uh, let's call him. What do you think he's doing, Niff? Laying on the couch snoring, probably, in his... Wife's yelling at him for snoring. Okay, all right. That's my guess. Ryan Gold, everybody. Gear I say there's a twenty percent chance of this happening. Gear alloy cold call. Gear alloy cold call. I feel like there's fifty fifty that he picks up. Hi, yes, it's Jagger home, please. Let's see if he answers the gear alloy cold call. Could be with a chick. Rich Galdi, not here. Leave a message and I'll get back to you ASAP. Thanks for calling. Have a good day. At the tone, please record your message. When you are finished recording, you may hang up or press pound for more options. I said there was only a 30% chance of this happening, and I was right. What a disappointment you are right now. Yeah, guaranteed MX, guaranteed to not pick up the phone. Like, when you're in this industry, you need to be picking up the phone. What if I had a hot tip about... What if you had a sponsorship opportunity? Yeah. yeah. This is your chance to go viral with yep. Guaranteed. Yep. Bye. But 
All right, everybody. Gear Rally Cold Call. All right, the next up, let's try again. Uh, Travis Preston's birthday today, former 125 Supercross champion. Okay. Uh, it was my wife's suggestion to call him because she's in love with him. But uh, I don't want to talk about that. But let's try. let's try Travis Preston, sometime former co-host. See if he's up. We'll wish him happy birthday. Gear Rally Cold Call. People. It's called the Gear Ally Cold Call. I feel like there's 50 50 that he picks up. Hi, yes, it's Jagger home, please. Hello? Is this Travis Preston? This is him. 125 Supercross champion? Yes, yes, yes. This is Steve Mathis from the Pulp MX show. You're on the Gear Alloy Cold Call. <laughs> Uh-oh. Listen, I didn't want to call you, but my wife wanted to because it's your birthday. Well, I figured you were calling me because I texted your wife. Oh. Pookie, come up here. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that until right now. Oh, yeah. yeah she's been texting me all day. Happy uh -oh. birthday. I miss you. You know, yeah, so. honestly, <laughs> what do you have that I don't besides, you know, good looks, you're tall, uh, a championship. You you know no, what, what you have an awesome radio show so I don't have that <laughs> you don't have that um, <laughs> hey do you know the new from Atlas Brace Ryan Lockhart I I do not okay he's in studio so oh awesome awesome how's it going man um I I gotta say though this is like I'm actually a little bit nervous right now because I used to love watching your interviews from was that like oh one yeah yeah oh one he, 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 he's tired of people telling him that. I know, but I had to say it. I know, no, I know. It's my only opportunity right, to talk right. to him or say no, yeah. say that. There, there you go. He likes your interviews, Preston. Classic. Yeah, well, I mean, it's 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 good to be known for something. So you know, definitely wasn't my riding or my style. <laughs> Come on, it, it oh. always seems to be my uh, podium uh, interviews. I, so. I'm going to guarantee. Okay, so also Lewis from MX Vice is in here. Uh, he's from England. MXVice.com. I don't know if you ever checked out their site, Preston. GP coverage. No. Oh, but, okay. But, okay. Okay, Lewis. What's your Travis Preston memory? Well, I'm young. Yep. But in 2007... Grabbing, Stu, at, grabbing Stu's helmet. No. Oh. I was at Anaheim 1, and I swear Travis went fourth there and then fourth for next week. Yes, he and did. And I was... Like, I took note of that. So awesome. that's my memory. That's your, that, you did do that, didn't you, not? Preston, right? 4-4 four, four, to start the... Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, that was uh, actually two, two of my best races. Yeah. Didn't you run down yeah. Ferry in one of them? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I pat, ran him down, passed quite quite easily, yeah, and uh, yeah. Pull, pulled away, and then also uh, almost had third, I think, at Anaheim one. I was on Chad at the last lap. That's so. You, you know who would have killed the whoops in Oakland this weekend? <laughs> Travis Preston. Travis Preston would have killed the whoops this weekend <laughs> in Oakland. Did I redeem yeah, myself that, a little bit? There you go. Um, yeah, that's one other thing I could do. That's tough it. track, huh? TP. Jeez. Yeah, well, I, you know, technically, I didn't even watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that. I like. How's everything at Yamaha going? For people who don't know, Travis it's, Preston works at Yamaha. So, how's everything going there? Yeah, it's good. We're uh, staying busy and uh, doing some testing, so it's good. You know, and then also the the weather out here has been amazing with all the rain. So yeah. The tracks have been ruddy and bumpy, and so it's yeah, it's awesome because the riding's you know yeah. different. Hey, can you take a photo and send me a photo of my old bench from Yamaha, the race shop there? No, I told you they 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 ripped that sucker out, <laughs> burned it. <laughs> yeah, so much oil in there. Um, <laughs> hey, I I was thinking it was going to be Lewis's memory was going to be when you were checking on James. 
in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was checking to see if he if, if he was okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That was, that was all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, so. you probably that's like, you know, there's this Salt Lake City where for RC went the fucking ape shit on me after the finish, right? Um, and that follows me around everywhere. People are like, oh yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube or whatever. That's probably that's for you. That's that moment, right? Hey man, I remember when you grabbed James's helmet. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's people always seem to remember the nice gestures in life. So <laughs> yeah, right. that was one of them. Yeah, yeah and, it uh, was. Yeah, it's good. Oh, that's awesome. Well, um, thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks for picking up. Appreciate it. Just want to check in. Wish you happy birthday. From okay. All- well, th- thank you. Thank you. All of us at, at Pulp and Mac Show. And then you're not mad about me texting Pookie, right? Um, well, no, I'm just going to smash your phone on the commercial break. <laughs> so, not at all. Not, not, not. Well, uh, it's better you than Kiefer. Kiefer seems to be texting yeah, you. Too. Yeah, that's true because, you know, that's right. Kiefer will probably try to send her photos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kiefer, yeah, exactly. Send you it. don't know what's going on with that. But it was Pookie's idea to call you because it was your birthday. So, um, oh, well. Yeah. I miss her. So when you so, come, when you coming up for the show? When I send her away, or, or let me know. Uh, no, no, I just, I, I just need to, um, you know, I have a, a real job, and it's, it's Monday through Friday, so. But don't you, don't you feel like with our listenership, you could tell Yamaha, hey, I gotta go give publicity to Yamaha and go and do this radio, internet radio show. You know, actually, uh, the guys in the testing department are such fans of the show. I could probably work something out. See, right, exactly. So. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's try to make that let's let's try to make that happen. Fuck yeah. you. Watson wants to just talk to you. Fuck you. It's Watson, your old team manager. <laughs> um. Um. I'll come up soon. Thank I'll you. Soon. Appreciate it. Thanks for picking up, TP. Happy birthday. Thank you. All right. See, see you later. Travis Preston, everybody. One twenty-five Supercross champion. That was cool. Yeah, after Galdi didn't let us down. Yeah, Preston was cooler than hey. Galdi though. <laughs> Even think? though I made such a lame comment and embarrassed myself right off the get go. Right now, Lewis is ahead of you. I mean, GL. Who is keeping track of this? We are. If I'm ahead, then I'll be keeping track. Too, yeah, but. we are. Racetech. Racetech.com. You know who uses Racetech suspension? The MCR team. Chisholm, right. Freeze, and Alessi. You are. Yeah, there you go. You saw me this weekend. I was walking up, and I couldn't even believe it. I, and what was happening? You were full broing down. With? There was handshakes with Mike Genova. Uh-huh. Uh, handshakes with Vince Freeze. Mm-hmm. And I was walking, and I was kind of... Brayton and I? Yeah, well, of, of course, course yeah, but you right. can't... Don't... Yeah. yeah. I, I thought something was going on. I thought maybe this was maybe your last race ever, and you were just saying <laughs> goodbye to everybody. <laughs> Farewell. Nice knowing you, even though you hate my guts right, and right, whatever, but... Right. That was, I, I kind of to- was listening. I didn't want to get too close. Right, right. I didn't want to get too close because I put a big rant a couple weeks ago on Facebook. Oh, you did? Freeze. <laughs> and I don't think he knows me, but right. I was trying to not make eye contact with anybody over uh-huh. there. Except Chisholm. And Brayton, of course. Yeah, Chisholm and Brayton. Right. But, and Michael Essie blocked me on Instagram. Oh, he did? I don't know why. I thought we were bros from... Remember I told you that story about Calgary, how he towed me around the track? The yeah, Nashville, yeah, and, yeah, uh, that's right. I don't know. I've never ever talked. I've always liked Mike, and I still do. So whatever. I mean, <laughs> I'm only blocked by one person in the world yeah. as of right now. Right. And uh, he's one of them. But, yeah, it was good on you. I'm happy that you went, were over there. And I was told I'm welcome anytime yeah. over there. Yeah. Did you find out what they're having for lunch? No, week? I need no. to. I was banned at one point. Yeah. Everyone was banned from coming on the show. Now I'm in. Vince thanked me for standing up for yeah. him. Which I said to him, well, he goes, Vince said, sometimes I feel like you've been, you've, you've hated stuff that I, that I did. And I'm like, well, sometimes you did stupid moves, Vince. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I did. So what did you make of that Anderson freeze thing, Lewis? 
uh, they probably overcooked it a bit, really. Yeah. Like, it was nothing. If it was any other rider, it would have been nothing. Yes. And obviously, Anderson. Do you think Free should have partied with those guys more? Probably. Yeah, thank you. Probably would have been a good time. <laughs> but what's kind of. Did Vince's, Vince Free's name get brought up already on the show? Earlier? Marv said? Oh, yeah, Marv, yeah. Yeah. Why is it always <laughs> he was racing? He pulled I the whole guess shot this I don't know. That that was my rant, and I guess maybe I'm just wrong. Anybody? Someone in the chat room says who are the fuck sticks in the studio? So it's Lewis Phillips from MX Vice and Ryan Lockhart from Atlas Brace. Yeah. So uh, what's their problem? I don't know. They want GL. Yes, I'm no GL. Oh, yeah, sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Marvin Muscan already on. Jimmy D and Justin Hill coming up here on the show. Jason Thomas as well. Uh, you know what? Let's just let's just do this. Randy Yellow, what's up? How are you, buddy? I'm very good. Uh, you know, after hanging out and uh, compliments uh, or uh, big thanks to Jared from Ride. 365, you know, eating catered food with my man Steve Mathis. I had a good weekend. Okay, but how does this work? Like, okay, we know you love James and Mookie, although you did say you like Cooper Webb a few weeks ago, but how do you get under under their truck and you're eating their catering and you're just hanging out with the team? Uh, Well, you know, no thanks to my man Roger, but uh, Jared knew of uh, Raining Yellow. You know me, I like to schmooze. And next thing you know, uh, he said, get out of the rain. And before you know it, he needed my help. And I'm installing a TV in the writer's lounge. So A TV? Wow. Yes. You Working are, on the rig. So. You installed a rider in the TV in the lounge. Uh, you installed a rider. <laughs> you installed a TV in the writer's lounge in a, on a Mookie, Mookie's team. Yes, absolutely. You know, and I was going to take credit if there was any good luck that happened due to me. But apparently, maybe I'm to blame. It's only in our sport could a guy like Moser just get in with Shorty and even vacation at his house, and Raining Yellow can get in and install a TV in Mookie Stewart's rig. <laughs> like, God bless our sport, but on yeah. the other hand, like, I can't see, like, Tom Brady, superfan, coming just, down on the field to, on the Super Bowl. Yeah, getting him a bottle you know, of water. Uh, right. oh, no yeah. offense, you know, I'm, I might have been doing more work than some of the other guys hanging in the pit. <laughs> whoa, so. whoa, whoa. I'm just, a... say, I'm just saying. No, Strong no, statement. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But uh, uh, on a side note, was I the only one who thought it, it was a misprint when I saw A.J. Catanzaro, the top qualifier? Second. He was second overall. Oh, second overall, okay. Yep. Is that still not? It was legit. I thought the same thing because he was first pick in the first heat, and that's how they do it. And I thought, there's no way. And then the guy goes and pulls a start and – Led the heat race for a short period of time, yeah, which was still good. Killing it until uh, yeah. the incident with Hanson. Um, and then another note with Tomac pulling the trigger on the, the triple quad. Did, what, I don't believe he was doing it until Coop did it next to him, right? No, he did it in practice. But I, but I mean, as far as the main event, like when he started hammering no, down, it was... I think he did it earlier. Really? Yeah, no, he did huh. do it earlier. I tweeted about it. Yeah, yeah, he was doing it earlier. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, last yeah. thing I'll say is uh, I know I can tell when Coop's going to have a good night. Things have been ha- kind of like I used to urinate myself with James. Right. right. Uh, uh, I get a severe case of blue balls, and it happened on Saturday night. So, Let me ask you this. Did you get any hint from the Ride 365 Mookie Stewart team that the number seven is coming back at all or when? Yeah, uh, truthfully, I didn't want to bug him too much about it, but – and, you know, they gave me the same answer as, uh, I don't know. But did you see the post about the, the helmets? 
Yes. That the guy who. Yes, so I did. Yes, that, I did. Yeah. That's all I've heard. That you know, I got more out of that than I did anyone else. So. Okay. All right. All right, Rainy Yellow. Good to see you this weekend. Right on. Take care, you guys. All right. See ya. Yep. yep. Under the rig, helping yep. out. He probably actually it would have been a good opportunity while he was like in the middle of installing that TV to say, "Hey, when's James coming back?" Might have been good. Racetech.com. We know Racetech uses uh, a suspension shop and knows all about suspension, including the MCR guys and Cody Gilmore. Cody Gilmore is also using the engine services. The Precision Engine Services are dyno, flow bench, and track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. Racetech Engine Services use the injuries, in, industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven, experienced team. Racetech.com. I toured this place before Anaheim won, and uh, they have some impressive equipment going on there on the engine side. And, of course, we know they do suspension very well. Pulp MX 17 is a discount at Racetech.com. Let's get to some emails of the week from our folks at Racetech. Use the code. Get your suspension service. Like, seriously. Okay, look, if you're like, I don't want to, I'm not as fast as Noof, and I don't want to, you know, race pro and get revalve. Okay, no problem. You don't need a revalve. Get a service. Get the oil changed. Get totally. the bushings changed. Just do that. All right. A couple of emails here. One from Luke. Steve-O, how long until Monster realizes Dirt Shark has jumped the shark? I don't think. <laughs> I think they love him. Yeah. I don't think there's a problem. Oh, he's been there for like a long time, right? Yeah. I don't know him, but. Is the situation basically being in the right place at the right time? Yeah. Yeah. It's called someone with zero talent meeting someone who doesn't know talent. And then they go, yeah. They, they both think each other's awesome. Yeah. That's how that works. Um, wouldn't Axel be a conflict of interest? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But no one cares at Monster. It confuses me that an outfit like Monster wouldn't have a really high-end creative department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what, Luke? It confuses most of us. Remember a few shows ago, I talked about a mound of coke. And Monster Energy Marketing Department? Yeah. I'll leave it at that. I don't like the Dirt Shark videos. I don't understand how people think it's great. I don't know what's going on there. But then again, I'm old. Perhaps a little stupid. So I don't get it. They get lots of views. That's for sure. Yeah, they do. All right. Next up from uh, Andrew. All right, bro. I'm getting sick of this. Every week I read the same damn interviews on RacerX Online that I heard in the press conference after the race. How about we start texting or calling these guys for some actual interviews? I am not aiming my frustration at you, but I am frustrated. Work is slow, so I rely on multiple new articles released every day from you guys. Oh, thanks. I'm glad that your work is slow and you're mad at us. <laughs> but with this new bullshit, my days are slow and boring. I have no new articles to read because on Monday, three of the four articles are the damned interviews that I already heard. You are well-liked in the pits, kind of. How about going around for some interviews instead of getting Starbucks? Their coffee sucks anyways. That was mean. Like I said before, my frustration is not aimed at you. Well, that tiny bit was. Either way, I want to see some better or new interviews or you will lose a reader and Pulp MX listener. I will also cancel my subscription and cringe every time I hear the name Racer X. I am not mad at you, but I want you to change it or else. That's a lot of pressure on you. <laughs> I mean, this, I this week I skipped the press conference. I went into the pits to go talk to guys. Yeah. These teams, Lewis, they, they don't want us to do interviews after the press conference. Yeah, it's a bit messy, isn't it? I think Anaheim 1 worked because you could do interviews at the same time as a press conference was going on. Uh-huh. And then since then, it's been awful. Like Eli Tomac after his win at Glendale, you know, he, he, yep. he talked for about two minutes at the stage and gone. 
Yeah, they did do um, press conferences in GPs, but they don't get in the way at all. So I don't know how we kind of make that happen here. Yeah. But yeah. it can work. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, there is a, there's definite information drain. Look, and it, I like how the guy says, text the riders, you know, call. They're not getting back to us, bro. Like, I've texted Dungey three weeks in a row to come on the show. Never got one reply. So either he doesn't like me or he doesn't want to do interviews. The KTM people have not been receptive to, to Marvin and Ryan doing interviews after the, the press conference. Yeah. They've told people to go away from the truck. So Honda, when Roxon was there, kind of the same deal. Tomac, we've been told, don't go back to the truck to do interviews. So that's all you're going to get. Yeah. Uh, whatever that guy's name was, you're going to get the Luke. press conference, the press conference interviews. Yeah, that's it. I don't think it's great for anybody, but if that's all they want to do, that's all they want to do. Myself, Lewis, I'll go talk to Mookie or Phil or Weimer or Chiz, Brayton, Tickle, Bogle, guys that want to talk to me. Yeah, I've me. done that a few times too. Like skip the press conference and gone straight to the pits, but it's just awkward in it because the people we want to talk to are. The people who did well and they deserve the coverage. But. Yeah, but for me, I'm like, hey, everybody, just watch the press conferences, I guess, and I won't talk to those guys. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, There's got to be a way to fix it, but it needs to be fixed yeah. like soon. Uh, Chad and I spoke a couple weeks ago when he mentioned the F1 corral that the top ten drivers have to go to this corral after the race mm. and be interviewed. Isn't that what this was supposed to be? Yeah, but it's not working out that way. They're not being able to get all the guys or because whatever. Because they are actually meant to have the top ten from each class, aren't they? Like all of them are meant to be in this room. But I don't know if I ever heard that part. They just really? said they said the top three and some guys. Okay, so what's happening? Only a few dudes are showing up. Yeah, yeah, they're getting the top three and then a couple of random guys. And I'm sure they're trying to get some more. Like I've been, Sean from Feld has asked me, and I'm like, everybody, you can like. Yeah, that's what you I, want. I will talk to anybody about their race, their yeah. main event race, no problem. And that's what you were doing before. You were going truck to yep. truck to truck to yeah. get whoever. Uh, yeah, not really welcome so much this year with the bigger teams. Yeah. You know, and J-Bone from JGR is casting me a couple weeks ago, where you guys been? What's been going on? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we've been in the press conference listening to a same can response, you know? Yeah. And Frustrating. Then, and then the guy from Feld, somebody from Feld says, Mathis, why don't you ask questions at the press conference? Which I don't. Why? Because they've already been asked? No. Tell me what you think about, we got to go to a commercial, but tell me what you think about this. Like, my response to him was, this is a competitive business. Yeah. I feel like I know things about these riders' bikes or the races that other people may not know, like MX Vice. Like, screw <laughs> MX Vice. Yeah. Screw Transworld. Screw Vital. Like the guys, but it's a competitive business. I don't want to give them information. Like, say I talk to a Cowie guys and I find out Eli changed the link. I don't want to say, hey, I heard you change your link. And then everybody knows. What did it do? Yeah, yeah. Then everybody I knows. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Lewis, how you I'll feel? do the same in GPs. I'll stand in the press conference room to the side of the table, say nothing, and then as soon as it finishes, grab the guys and pull them to one side. Right. Now, you know, Feld's like saying, well, Mathis, you know, you're, you're, you know you're, that's not right. And I'm, I'm like, sorry. Like, that's, I'm trying to get information that other people want to make myself more valuable to my listeners slash readers. You don't want to do other people's work for them, do you? Well, kind of. No, I don't. No, that's so, exactly it. Yeah, that is it. And I mean, Guy B and Anton were on the call with me when, when Feld asked me that, and I told them, I love Anton and Guy B, and I, yeah. uh, I don't want to give them information that I know. I feel like I know things that they don't, mm. whether my relationships or my experience on the circuit or as a mechanic or whatever, you know? So, I don't know. That's yeah, messy. Yeah, it's a messy deal. So this guy is going to be really mad when this keeps happening. Yeah, hopefully his work picks back up. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, whatever it is. that guy's going like, to, no. that was pretty detailed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a commercial break here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Lewis Phillips from MX Vice is in studio. You having fun so far? Yep. It's been great. Is this everything you dreamed of? Yep. I've listened since show one, so. Have you really? Yeah. Wow. I've even listened to the Rollable podcast. Really? Another yeah, check, when I was another like check mark for this guy. <laughs> like, should I just stay downstairs with Pookie? Great or? guy, Phillips. Great guy. An Atlas Brace, Ryan Lockhart. I need to formally apologize to you on the air. Why? For Grant Langston's <laughs> <laughs> speech. We'll get into that. That went sideways for me. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who collects money from Atlas Brace. Yeah. Well, well it was at the end of the night, so I... I love GL. <laughs> it's hard to get mad at GL. I love, I love All him. All right, we'll get more into that. We'll play Brian Swing's voicemail for David Villeman. Yes. Uh, Jason Thomas is coming up. Justin Hill, Jimmy D, lots more. Uh, stick around. We'll be right back after this commercial. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB, get your truck in gear. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 
17. You get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experience team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulpamex 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. I'm on a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800 440 3559 or visit vortexracing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. 
Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica JPS Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented ProLaunch Start device 
radiator saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, works connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild, whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride, hard, ride, fast, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. EK Chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong. The result is the 3D chain by EK. The first thing you will notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors, chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support.
back, everybody. Pump Back Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Now this new, this is music. I'm starting to enjoy that. Right? Yeah. You want to turn a good time? You want to turn it back up? Yeah, just for a minute. Okay. Have a sip of my beer. Everybody. Thanks to Marvin Muscan, Travis Preston, coming on. No thanks to Ryan Gold. No. One thing you cannot be guaranteed of <laughs> is a pickup. It's a pickup. Right. Lewis Phillips from MX Vice. FIM website of the year. Lewis Phillips. Kind of a big deal. What are the chances that Pulp MX gets website of the year? You might want to wait a while after the storm that you created last year, but... <laughs> Give it a couple of years. I did get the nine credentials for the USGP at Glen Helen one year. I'm surprised you get them now, but... I was told, you're not getting credentialed, don't make a big deal of this, and we'll credential you next year. I hung up and immediately blew it up all on Twitter. <laughs> and then got a credential next year? Yep, yeah. and then I, then I spent $300 on parking passes, two-day entrances, two-day pit passes, and stood at the entrance to the pit media, media tent and went, what's up? What's up? Hey, Anton, wait, what's up? What did you say to get cut? I don't know. Who knows? But I don't know. Whatever. FIM website of the year, motocrossvice.com. I'm a loose cannon, Noof. I'm starting to learn that. <laughs> starting to learn that. <laughs> Atlasbrace.com. The best neck brace out there. It's like you're not even wearing anything. It is. Yeah. Best brace. What do you need to know? Jason Thomas coming up here on the show. We got some phone calls. This guy's been on hold for a while. Is this Matt? Yeah. What's up, Matt? Thanks for holding for so long, buddy. Appreciate it. What's happening? Uh, I just had a question about Justin Huff. Bro, he saved fantasy. my fantasy team. Saved my fantasy <laughs> I team. We got but out. I he was he was uh, he was tenth in the heat, and then someone crashed on the last lap, and he rolled right in there. It's great. Anyways, what's up? Uh, well, I know his brother passed a couple years ago, and I heard that. He had a TLD ride, and I heard that Kiefer or Keith, Keith? Tyler Kiefer, yeah, was gonna, Tyler, like, Tyler like Keith. let him. He was gonna like let him, um, like have that ride, and if he ever wanted to come back, it was there. And he raced the GP, but now he's with that IBC uh, Corp team with Rhino. Like, was that true? Was there any truth to that? Or mm, I haven't heard. No. So was that like the MXGP race at Glen Helen, just a one-time thing with TLD? I guess it was, yeah. That's... I don't know much about the guy, but I was surprised to see him on the weekend in Oakland. I kind of saw something that he was racing it. I thought for sure that he was going to be on a TLD KTM, and he wasn't. So I was kind of shocked, yeah. too, but nobody seemed to know. I asked a, a few other guys, and nobody yeah. seemed to really know what the deal was. It was a bit random. I agree. I didn't hear much either about it. Yeah. 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 Good. Good. I don't know, Matt. We'll try to get to the bottom. Let me text Keith tomorrow or something and try to find out about it a little more. So. Yeah, please, because I'm, I'm curious. Because I thought he was going to be on the KTM, too, if he yeah. ever went pro again. So. All right. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. Right. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, next question from Ryan. Ryan, what's up? You want to talk about Eli Tomac? Yeah, um, I got a question. Are you surprised that he won again? Um, and do you think he'll continue to win? Because I always thought he was just kind of like a top five guy, and you know, I'm surprised to see him win two in a row. Bro, top five guy. Start. What are you talking about? A top five guy. He's awesome. He's a great rider. Um, well, after Glendale, uh, I thought he would be. I thought he was better. I thought he was fixed, quote unquote. 
And I, I mean, was I surprised to see him come from way back and catch Dunge and pass him? Sure. But I think he's a podium guy each and every weekend. You know, even with Rocks on there, he should be right there battling for podiums. So, no, I think he's good now, man. I, I, th- I think it's uh, if you're an Eli Tomac fan, I think you should be happy, and and, and he's fixed fi- figure things out. So, uh, that's my opinion. All right, um, all right thanks, man. Then, uh, oh. Go ahead. I got another question. If that's all right. Yeah. Um, what's up with Plessinger? I I figured he'd get a win by now. I mean, I, I thought if he'd get a start, he'd be up there, which he was. But I mean, I figured he'd get a get a win by now. I mean, I think that everybody thought he would have had a one uh, had a win by now. I mean, mm-hmm. he's had the speed, but have you not seen his starts? I mean, his starts have been terrible. Um, he gets this weekend was not bad, but it wasn't got, bad. Got but caught. then he yeah. got caught up. Yep. But you start yep. putting yourself in that eight, nine, ten, you know, range off the start. Shit's gonna happen, and uh, you know, I just. He just doesn't seem he's missing a little piece of the puzzle There's to me. Serious shit going on with those guys. Exactly. Yeah. And no. something's just missing and I don't see I mean, I don't I, he, see him winning this weekend either. He, I mean, he could. If he gets a start, he can win. Yeah. But he's not fast enough to rip through Hill and McElrath. No. You know, do you agree, Lewis? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh Ryan, do you ever go follow GPs? Do you go on motocrossvice.com? Uh I do not. Well, you should go to MX. MX, not, uh, MX, I, MX. I keep it the pop MX. That's about it. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you might want to stray away a little bit. Hey, no, <laughs> whatever, bro. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank you. By the way, popmx.com. A guy, Troy Benjamin, uh, that works for us and was in the studio about a month ago. He tells me on the show we don't promote popmx.com enough on the on this show. There's people that don't know popmx.com exists. They just know popmx show, and he swears that's the truth. So. And looking at my site stats, it probably is true. So go to pulpmex.com <laughs> and read the articles on there from Moser and Villeman and some good stuff. JT chimes in and, and Swisscore's got some great stuff. And yeah. Kiefer, no, Kiefer can't do it anymore. Dirt Rider <laughs> shut him down. But yeah, go there. Yeah. And then go to mxvice.com. You should maybe list it on your sponsor sheet. We send out a newsletter now. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, right. We yeah. send out a newsletter. Uh, speaking of newsletter, Fly Racing's got the, all the latest and greatest news out there of equipment that didn't really work out now jt what's up you say news or news news <laughs> i don't know um flyracing.com how's everything going buddy everything good uh not too bad yeah okay has, has the noof ever been to noops 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 and noops never heard of it sounds like You've a never good been time. newport newport beach noops no dirt shark lurks and noops. Cool never been working never lurked you should go work work a little bit yeah I have to be a cooler guy to do that, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Lewis from uh, MX Vice is in studio. Have you, have you met Have you met each other? Uh, no, don't okay. think so. All right, JT's in the press box a lot. But like Mookie said, he's I very... Met, uh, James, you should say James? hi to him once in a while, JT. I met James, James right? Yep. Yeah, James. James yep. 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 Yeah, you did say hi to Mookie. I asked Mookie about it. And he's, he said that you and him are... Uh, he's, you said hi. Really? Yeah. Wow. Good for you. Went out of my way. Made it happen. Mookie's on Facebook Live right now. Show me your boobs. I'm a man of the people. Show me your boobs. <laughs> what? Okay, sorry. Um, Who are you talking about to, a noob? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants no, to see my boobs? No. Um, all right, so we talked about Tomac a little bit, JT, but let me get your opinion. Um, you weren't exactly sure last week. You wanted to see more. I think you've seen enough, right? We're good? Yeah, I'm uh... – <laughs> I don't know that I'm all in because I still what? think Dungey wins his championship, but oh, okay. he's sick. right, wrong, or indifferent. However, he's going to do this series. Mm-hmm. He's good to go now. So 
it's uh, it's game on between those two. I, I still over twelve rounds. I'm still going to stick with Dungey with seventeen point. You know, head start. Pookie hair in my coffee. <laughs> That was like unreal what you just went through. I was like, is he having a stroke? It was, it was everywhere in my mouth. He was pulling it like it was like some of those big ribbons it's like or Chewbacca. Yeah. It's like I was kissing Chewbacca. Okay. Um all right, back to back to serious business. Um what's wrong with Dunchy, JT? What's wrong? Do we sound panic button? I don't think anything's wrong. Um I just think he's uh you know, he's not he's definitely not firing on all cylinders. You know he's not on the level that we've seen him before. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, we have most of February, all of March, and all of April, and then another week in May before this thing's all said and done. So mm-hmm. when you go back and look at his results, you know, he's gone 2 2 1 3 2. So to say what's wrong with him, eh, I don't know if I buy into that. But he's, he could be he can be better than he is right now. I'll give you that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Should be interesting this weekend. No rain. No. You know. Perfect dirt. Yeah. If, if he's yeah. not good right now, if, if people are thinking, you know, to to inspire you to say what's wrong with him, these guys are in serious trouble. If he, you know, if yeah. he gets right, you know. Yeah. Exactly. No, I'm half kidding. I, it's just three weeks in a row of riding a. A semi or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. So Yeah, well, that's a crazy – I think that's the craziest aspect of this whole deal is that he – everyone is kind of scratching their heads when you uh, when you talk about Ryan Dungey, kind of, you know, what's what's the deal, yet he's got a 17-point lead. That, yeah. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, all right, so Dean Wilson for Christophe Porcel swap on the uh, Rockstar Husky team. Um, this is – this is a good move for the Rockstar Husky guys. Dean got a season-best finish in uh, in Oakland, rode every race, by the way. Um, Lewis, I'll start with you. A little early to pull the plug on Porcel. I mean, we understand he had some problems, but... Maybe, but it's probably the best for everyone. Dean gets the ride he wanted. Porcel gets to move away from Supercross, which it seems like he wanted to do. Yeah, have you talked to him this year at all? Porcel? Yeah. No. Nobody really does. No. I got him last year a few times. Okay, but, yeah. And then, yeah, Rockstar get the type of results that they want from their second guy. So right. you've got to think everyone's happy. And Yeah, although I don't know I don't know if Porcel gets a pay cut. He might not be happy with so, that, but, but maybe not. Every interview I've read with Porcel, and there's not a lot of interviews with him out there, Atlas Braces, Christoph Porcel, yeah. um, he talks about how I've been hurt before, I've been injured, this isn't easy, I'm coming back, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Almost like he's a bit scared. Of racing. He put out a social media statement the other day, which kind of sounded like he was happy with the move, but then obviously he's going to put that yeah. on social, but yeah. right. like sounds like it's all good. Right. JT, what do you think? A little early for to pull the plug or, or I think, I think this is uh, the best move for everybody. Uh, I don't, I really don't think that, and we discussed all this. If you want it more in depth, uh, we discussed all this on our Rachel X online podcast today. Mm-hmm. You can find RachelXOnline.com. Um, but I, I think it's the best move for everybody. I think uh, I think Christoph has had enough of Supercross. I don't think he really wanted to be out there anymore. I don't think he wants to take the chances that high-level Supercross racing calls for. Mm-hmm. And for the team, you know, Christoph's kind of at the tail end of this deal. You know, he's been uh, racing in America for eight or nine years now. Um, and then he had, you know, he was racing in Europe years before that. So, um, I think with Dino, he's still young. You know, he's only had this. This was his uh, four, 13th or 14th 450 main event ever. Mm-hmm. So that's less than a full season in the 450 class. And, and we all know the, the struggles he's had. 
But for Husky, if they can get Dino in a good place, I mean, he has a, he has a really bright future. So they basically trade out a guy that, you know, Christoph was kind of done on his, his own account. I, I believe deep down he wants to be out of that scene and into something else. Dino gets a home and maybe a, a really strong future and maybe has a chance to, to kind of have a rebirth mm-hmm. on that team. And uh, everybody wins. So I, I think it's really going to work out the best long-term for everybody. Well, hold on, though. Atlas Brace and Fly Racing, he wears both of those. I would imagine, you know, without getting too into details, both of you guys' companies are going to say, hey, we need some money back because he's riding Canadian Nationals only, right? I mean, um, for, for Fly Racing, I think uh, what's best for Kristoff is what's best for us. Um, you know, we didn't go yeah. into the season thinking he was going to win a Supercross championship. Right. That's no fight against him. No, I just think I, that's, re- that's reality. Right. You know? um, so if he doesn't want to be out there, we don't want him to be out there either. Um, and I think he will do other things. I think he'll get involved in some other series and other disciplines that are, that are super important for us. So Supercross, we have lots of guys. You know, we're kind of all over the map. So if he mm-hmm. wants to go do – let's go do enduro cross or Canadian nationals or, you know, sprint enduros or any, anything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a huge market for us. Uh, so we're, you know, we're going to try to find ways to support him and whatever, uh, whatever makes him happy. New, if you're our Canadian moto expert, does he win? I mean, well, let me touch on the on the thing with oh, okay. Atlas Brace right, again. Yeah. I mean, we love that. We're stoked that we have Christoph. I mean, he has a great story. Two broken. Yeah. Guy who hurt his neck and chose to put on a broken Brace. necks. Yeah. And I mean, you have to really start wondering like i need to start thinking about safety and obviously he came to us this year and you know want to try out the product and he end up enjoying the product and wanting to wear it because he's thinking about safety more more so now and i mean his whole story that he has going on with him i mean even he's coming to canada yeah he's not doing supercross or motocross in the u.s which is obviously a big for us but we still are obviously wanting to be a part of his program just for the fact that he carries along a good story and he is still a high level guy mm-hmm. so does he win Canada? I mean, if the right guy shows up, it's pretty hard to bet against him. Right. But at the same time, we've seen other high-profile guys, minus Davey Millsaps, because he did dominate last year, yeah. uh, come to Canada, and you're wondering, what the hell? Right. Like, you know, yeah. you got these guys that are running them down at the end of the moto, but, I mean, if he's got the right program, you know, he's they're going to have a semi, they're going to have everything that he needs mm-hmm. to, to do well, and if it's a similar program to yeah. Davey last year, suspension guy like we don't have that kind of stuff in canada but if they bring that yeah i think he wins yeah yeah i talked to bobby hewitt uh on track walk this weekend he wasn't so pumped on me talking about purcell but that's okay um he said they're bringing a truck bringing the whole rig you know gonna go up there so that'll be good for the series to bring another rig in there and noof i think weimer might go Weimer might cool. go on uh, the OTSF Yamaha team. Yeah, I think that would be uh, – so, I heard that rumor, too. I think yeah. that would be good. I mean, there is a spot open there. Yep, Metcalf's um, out. Yep. Canada would be a good fit for him right now. Don't hate me for saying that, Jake, but uh, – Oh, jeez. Are you yeah. the guy that posted on his Instagram that <laughs> you were a fan, but it's painful it's to watch? Pain. No, I think – no. But he's been there before. He yeah. kind of knows the scene and stuff, and uh, I think that he could do some damage on the on the 450. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, let's get to Sam. He's been a hole for a while. Sam, what's up? You got a question for Lewis? Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of Lewis's site. Um, really? What about what about dot com? Do you like that site? It, uh, yeah, it's second on my tab list when I pull up my internet. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. What's up, jerks? But I'm a big fan of Kenda Docker. But I was always curious because no one's really given me a definitive answer. Of how much of a difference are the GP bikes from the AMA bikes? Like, what would Corolli's 
KTM compared to Dungy's KTM? Is there that big of a difference, or is it pretty similar to what they're getting? Well, I guess there might not be that much of a difference, but the difference is what you can do, right? Like with the restrictions yeah. you have here. I th- I think like it, it, for example the there's no there's no restrictions in GPs whatever you want to do so the KTM guys could be like hey sand track this weekend let's get the frame out that's a little bit longer a little bit more stable uh, everything else hey uh, quick quick faster track this weekend let's put on the supercross frame you from know the, things like that from the outside looking in KTM don't go as crazy in GPs as HRC mm-hmm. HRC are the ones who just roll out all the stops on their bikes do whatever they can. KTM, whether it's maybe behind the scenes a little bit, but you don't necessarily see as many trick parts on a KTM. Yeah, but you can do anything over there, Sam. Anything you want. There's no rules for bikes. So, do you, do you think that AMA uh, would ever adopt a rule similar to that? Sorry, JG. Uh, no, I don't. I don't see that happening. The manufacturers like it the way it is. You got to use production swing arm, production frame, production crankcases, tank. I think I use a production tank as long as it's not. You can if you can't use a works tank that's smaller than the production tank. So uh, I think those are the rules. So gotcha. Well, thanks guys. Appreciate it. All right, thank you, buddy. Thanks for on hold. Uh, JT, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say uh, I think some of that stuff has kind of come back a little bit. HRC is obviously pushing the envelope right now, but when I really saw the huge differences in the bikes was uh, say when the four stroke kind of started, like Stefan Evers' aluminum frame yeah. YZF. Yeah. You know, when a new bike comes out, when something revolutionary drops like that, if whatever the next evolution of dirt bikes is, that's when you see the huge differences because the, before it ever hits production, the factories are going to put that into their racing programs, and that's when you see huge changes. But for right now, the production bikes are so great, you're not seeing you know huge differences between uh, a production-based bike and a, and a, or a works-level you know level bike. We're going to give away a Fly Racing main event backpack on tonight's show. Thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. All you got to do is email contest at pulpamexshow.com and tell us what the magic word is in the commercial break, which will be this commercial break coming up because we didn't do it last commercial because I forgot. <laughs> so main event backpack from the folks at Fly Racing, courtesy of the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, Fly Racing official gear of Weston Pike, Trey Kennard, uh, Blake Baggett, Davey Millsaps, and many more. Adam Ectignap, main event guy. Adam Ectignap, JT. Killing it. What about this lit kid he's been doing? I told him, I'm like, I don't know, bro. Yeah, he uh, he's a, I mean, I, I am fully aware. Like, Chad Chad's super hardcore about his look, and yeah. he's done a great job no matter what brand he's wearing. Um, but Adam's just, just a man crush all over. Yeah, like just, right now. just jizzing all over the Reed's look. <laughs> he like, even had a, he had a song about him. Dude, yeah, just back it down, Seven Deuce Deuce. Like, who likes the, the all gray um, minor outfit that Chad had on? I loved it. Did you? Yeah, I did like it. But I don't know. I thought it was cool. Something different. Lewis, did you like that look? Uh, not really. I didn't hate it. I yeah, yeah no, no, it wasn't hideous, but... Yeah. It, so on Instagram at Pulpamax, people Adam's ending that does a lit kit award. Yeah. So, and then so Deuce Deuce tells me, bro, it's catching on, it's catching on, bro. And I'm like, okay, cool, right on this lit kit thing. He goes, yo, Bogle hit me up and said, when am I gonna get on there? And I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> so JT, I'm gonna give you no guesses as to who's in the lit kit award this week. <laughs> well, they are they are fellow rappers, dude. So you know they they stay true to the game. Okay, we need to set we need to set this up. We need to get a rider, just a random guy, to ask Seven Deuce Deuce when he can get in the Lit Kid Award. See what happens. And I guarantee you, yeah, 
he's nominated on Monday. Next week. Yeah. We need to do I have, this. I have something I want to talk about, and this is a little bit Uh-oh. off base Here we go. right now. Off topic. Did you watch any of this, uh, the lead-up to Supercross? And this rap, rapping subject got me on this tangent right now. Did you watch any of the lead-up or the pregame Supercross or Super Bowl stuff? I didn't watch any of it, no. I don't like any of that stuff. Did we I not? watched a lot of it. So I found some things that really were just mind-boggling. And I know they're struggling for content because this went on for you know weeks of just no kind of content at all, and they're just scraping the bottom of the barrel. But they had these these guys on Ti, you know, rapper, uh-huh. been in and out of jail for guns charges, and and not probably not the best human being that's ever you know walked okay. the earth. Yep. But they go to him for an expert pregame analysis, and they're getting like they're talking like deep into it, like defensive strategy and and three four versus four three, and and I'm like, this guy is a rapper, like he's been charged with like all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, what are you guys doing? So I know that's way off base right now, but that really, that really bugged me. I kind of grind my gears a little bit. The show just took a right-hand turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got five hours. No, I know. We're good. But, no, yeah, yeah. Listen, I appreciate whatever. What I, was yeah. thinking of, what I was thinking about this is could you imagine if Fro and Ralph brought in, like, I don't know, Ludacris or Uncle Luke or somebody and started talking about <laughs> suspension settings and raising and lowering the SAG and how that's going to affect Eli Tomac on yeah. the weekend? Yeah, yeah. Like what are you guys doing? Like, oh man, it just that's some of that stuff drives me nuts. I watched it for three minutes. I was working on the computer, we were watching it. They had a segment, Bill Belichick says his famous saying is do your job. So yep. then they had a segment with the words do your job in all sorts of different languages. And I'm like, okay, I'm out. I'm out. I don't care about Hebrew and Yiddish and whatever, do your job. Like that's the whole segment was other languages saying, do your job. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Th- that's what we're at. So, anyways. Anyway, so look for Justin Bogan, the Lit Kid Awards, on mon- tomorrow on Instagram. Well, we got to set the deuce deuce up for Yeah, us. we do, because he's not going to listen to the show. So, um, we'll pick a rider this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pick somebody. Okay. To just go up to him and be like, yeah. Ask him, yeah. Yeah. yeah when can on. I get a Lit Kit Award? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, anyways. Um, I think the biggest, the biggest struggle I have with that is that Adam wears everything we have. Like he, there's nothing we're gonna break out for him that he hasn't seen. Mm-hmm. So we're at a pretty big disadvantage. Like he's so familiar. Like I can't be like, hey, you seen this color? He's like, yeah, yeah, I got like four of them. Dang it! Like, right. Uh, right. Yeah, it's tough for us to win that. Right. Uh, absolutely. Uh, let's get some more phone calls. First up, uh, Paul. What's up, Paul? How are you? Hey guys, calling from the frozen tundra of North Dakota. Oh geez, um, that's where Pookie's from. Chris. <laughs> no way. Long time, long time listener, uh, first time caller. But I had a couple questions. First of all, your website's awesome. Uh, I just went to find a t-shirt. The t-shirts on the website suck. I went to Roost MX and got a sweet t-shirt. Go to Roost MX. Um, yeah, they carry Pulp Line. There's also a thing. There's a shop tab on pulpmx.com. We can send you out a shirt. So. Awesome. Yeah. Anyways, second question. Uh, I just got a 2017 KTM uh, local racer up here. Um, I'm kind of concerned about airports. I've had kick-ins in the past or whatever um but the seal uh favors actually work is it useful uh air force don't know how to manage them with the temperature difference up in north dakota we'll be racing in may it'll be yeah. cold and then throughout august it burns you know so just wondering no, uh, i don't I, you're that. gonna lose air no matter what bro with temperature change the seal savers aren't going to help you one way or another um you just gotta you just have to check those things you just really gotta check them uh every time you ride so a seal saver is negative for bikes because you don't see the pros running them what's that sorry are they bad for like sand getting? No, no, in no, there or no, no. I don't think so. No, I just don't think they help keep the air re- pressure 
regulated. That's you know? was, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. Sounds uh, good. Thanks all right. For your Thank you, man. Appreciate yep. it. Look, uh, the guy said pulpmix.com. Lewis. I think we're one all now, aren't we? Yeah, we're one all. Yeah. I uh, love the uh, I love those radio like talk show lingo stuff like. Oh yeah, uh, long time, first time, and uh, yeah. I'll, hang up and li- I'll hang up and listen. JT, uh, uh, mxvice.com got FIM website of the year despite me getting them in massive trouble earlier this year. Yeah, that was in Motocross Nations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went up on the yeah. podium and everything. Yeah, we were at the uh, we were at the hotel eating terrible hotel food during those awards. <laughs> yeah, every year, every year, Disney Nations Wheeler's like, "Hey, stick around for the awards." I'm like, "No, no, later, <laughs> bro, no." I don't even see Jeff Meyer up there. This is the first time we've gone because yeah. we knew we were winning something, so we kind of had to be there. Oh, they told you that? Yeah. <laughs> Award ceremonies are the best time. You gotta hang out. Every yeah. time I every time I get my uh, credential approved, that's a win. <laughs> that's a winning yeah, me, some sort of award. Me too, bro, for sure. <laughs> I don't. If I didn't have Coombs, kind of, you know, I'm Racer X. I don't know if I'm getting in. You know, I think that's a big thing where like Davey's like, hey, you know, this guy works for Racer X. Trust us. Yeah, and Fly, Fly's a series sponsor now, so I'm uh, I'm, sh- I'm getting shoehorned in there no matter what. Bro, you had a meeting with I did hour had a whole hour with Giuseppe. It was like, it was like a, I was like with Oprah, JT Giuseppe one on one. You should have brought me in. You should have said, "Hey, my buddy Steve Mathis, are you familiar with him?" Yeah, I think the meeting would have. I think there would have been security, and uh, I think the meeting would have taken a different tone. How about how about Giuseppe's bodyguard, Lewis? He's got a scorpion tattoo on his neck. I don't think I've seen him around recently. Got a That's scorpion, much. bro, on his That's neck. Like, like, dude, someone you do not want to mess with. <laughs> not with a scorpion. No, no, no. It's not like a flower or a butterfly. Yeah. Hey, he couldn't have been. He could not have been more candid and down to earth and normal. For you know, for yeah, something like kind of larger than life. He's kind of larger than life as far as his right. persona and Pete. You know, mm-hmm. he was so down to earth, and, yep. and I don't think he always necessarily makes the right decisions or I don't always agree, but right. I will say in, in person, he was really, really nice and, uh, and easygoing. And, and he was really, um, kind of enlightening as far as how he saw things and whether that's right or wrong, this is how he saw it. And he right. wanted to grow the sport and whatever. So, yeah. Uh, have you talked to him? I think he's, he's, he's definitely in it to make money. I don't think anybody would argue that, but yeah. I think he, he does have some, uh, some good intentions at heart too. Uh, no, I've never met Giuseppe, but we have quite a lot to do with his son, uh, David. But they're big fans of what we do and kind of pop, uh, pave even the way with, for e- us. Even with my writing in the columns? Even with that. But that was only a little bump in the road. Okay. We, we, we moved that out of the way quite quickly. Good, good. Uh, Jay, what's up? You got a question about the bear? Yeah, how's it going, guys? Good, man. What's up? What's happening? Uh, hey, first off, I wanted to tell JT, um, I bought my fly gear just solely because I listened to the uh, the Pulp Show and uh, kind of became a fan that way. So your show, man, it kind of paved the way for me to buy fly gear. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah, awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, second we, uh, off, the, uh, about Bowers, man, um, I know he's hurt now, but uh, before that, like as far as I know, he wasn't really killing it, you know? And I mean, I remember – I remember you had him on like right before you know right before the season started, and he was talking about he was ready to go. He was, mm-hmm. you know, he was in a better place and everything. And uh, I don't think we saw that, man. Do we have anything, any inside information on that or anything like that? No, we didn't see that. Some, I was, I was really off on the bear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, money. if he keeps, you know, if he doesn't yeah. throw that thing on the box or something like that, man, Brady is going to leave him for McElrath or something, you know. <laughs> I feel he's going to be back to arena cross here soon. I don't know. Um, I think so. 
Yeah, it cost me money. Yeah, I bet on him a few times. So, um, well, yeah. I was just wondering about that, man. I thought we were going to see better things out of him, but uh, hey, maybe next time, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. I think uh, I think that I, I don't know. I didn't expect that high expectations of coming in. Really? I, so, I honestly so when didn't. you were listening to me, you were like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, that? well, yeah. I don't really listen to you that much, okay, so yeah, I didn't yeah. really know that you were on the bandwagon. But oh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I just don't. I don't see it with him. Yeah. Arena Cross. That was your gig. That's where you made your money. Let's go back. All right, guys. Well, all thank right. you very much. Thanks, man. Have a good night. All right. Thank you. See that JT Fulton Mech Show selling fly gear. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we're that's what we're involved for. Uh, get so, uh, get 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 is on the show. The uh, the new get ECU, the RX one processor, this LC GPA processor or get ECU. It's extremely precise and works totally different compared to the common OE systems. Destroy the start. Get the whole shot. Get get. Reed Webb Wilson. Well, Wilson used to run it. Uh, Barsha Pike Weimer Nicoletti Bichelia, all on get. Uh, there's those little orange boxes you see in the front fender. Lewis. Everyone in Europe's got get just about. Pretty much everywhere. That's, yep. that's a big part of the GPS for sure. They're Italian company, and uh, seems like every team is. Yeah, you working. can't walk two minutes without bumping into the products. Yeah, no get racing. If you want a discount, email the show at pulpamex.com. Uh, use the, use the uh, contact form on there, and we will help you out. Get you hooked up with get, and uh, and uh, all right. So let's do. So, uh, hold on. I got. I got a question. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. Before we get away from Bowers, Noof, whenever Bowers was like in the championship contention two years ago, were you over him then too, or how did you feel about him then? Well, no, of course not, yeah. because he he was hot then. Like Shitting he came. On Bowers. He came in off Arena Cross. Everything was all good, and then. I mean, honestly, but when, when he was doing that, where you're like, nah, get back to. I actually was surprised. I was surprised that he could do that. I'm, I wasn't like a, a fan saying, oh, you should get out of there. You don't belong there. He did win a main event in Vegas that mm-hmm. year or whatever. Right. But yeah, the year I just think now, I mean, you know, he doesn't have the PC right anymore. You know, he's hurt right now. I mean, what's going to happen? He's going to come back in next year, you know, for Supercross next year and, you know, be a 10th no, place fair, guy. Fair enough, I would just. Yeah, no, no for I, sure. I, I agree with you. I was just wondering if it's been all along or just recently. Because I would actually agree with you. Going yeah. into this season, I thought he would have been better served to go back to Arena Cross and make yeah, make, make some good money. money. And that, and that's yeah. what I mean. I, I guess I I wonder, you know, go back to. I'm not saying he doesn't know Supercross. That's going to sound bad, but go back to something that you know you're making some money. You're out of your mind, dude. And you know what what you know, especially you know, kind of coming in maybe unprepared. I an outsider looking in, I figured he was going to be unprepared coming into Supi this year, anyways. All right. Yeah, I think uh, I think the equipment's equipment's a big part of that. I mean, put put somebody on a pro circuit bike and in that program and go through the whole well, process. But then McConaughey did. I mean, I'm not comparing him McConaughey. Well, here we and go. Him. McConaughey talk. Hey, he guy the guy has his career best. I mean, crashed five times in the whoops. I know, but that's and he rebounded from yeah, that. No, good that's job good. by him. Well, you know what though? If you want to talk about that, what JT? What you just touched on about the team and the pressure and the bike and everything? What about Chris Aldridge? Like literally just disappeared. You know. Well, I think it's the whole process too. It's not just here's your bike, go race. It's yeah. the whole off season and what they make you do. You know, you have to show up and you have to go ride with yep. those guys that are on your team that are great riders and they don't mess around. Like it's go time when it's time to go test and ride. Yep. So I think that's a big part of it is the preparation side. All right, X brand goggle tear off segment, let's do it. It's the X brand tear off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. 
X-Brand Gog is a choice of champions everywhere. Ben LeMay, Jay Sowen wearing X-Brand to dominate the Arena Cross Series. Kyle Chisholm, Fast Freddy Norn, Brock Tickler running X-Brand over here. EKSBrand.com. Use the code PulpMX17. Pulp Show 17 to save money at X-Brand Goggles. If you don't wear X-Brand, you're not going to win. It's that simple. It's that simple, everybody. Brand new goggle out. The reviews are in. It's fantastic. New for the new goggle. Yeah. Supporter of mine in 2012. You pulled whole shots with X-Brand? I did. I whole shot Matt Gerke. And have you whole shot anybody since the other brand you wear? No. Thank you. That's all I need to know. X-Brand Goggles, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Lewis, are you familiar with him? Never heard of it. Never heard of him either. Um, but these questions are for us four, JT and us three, um, in the studio here. The Englishman, the two Canadians, the American over there in the corner. Holding it down. Holding it down. These colors don't run. American on the phone as well. Um, 30 seconds to answer these, Lewis. Very, very strict rule. All right. Steve. In your interview with Vince, why didn't you ask him about partying with the cool kids in Murrieta? I totally should have, but he heard everything I had to say, so, you know. He... I love how, like, I'll leave it. I'll let it go. <laughs> For the first time in my life. <laughs> you let it go. I'll let it go. It's it's it's, it's two weeks old now. The, like, you know what I mean? Like, you were more shocked that he was, like, broing down with you a little bit. No. Because I don't care. Okay. Like, okay. No, it's like you cared when I came up because you ignored me. <laughs> Props to Vince for coming up to me yeah. and saying, hey, man, I thought you didn't like me. I thought you were just negative on me totally. all the time, but I, I see that you just call it like it is, and thank you. Yeah. Thank you, he said, for that. Yeah. You know, and JT and Wygant, who just shit on him over and over. Yeah. No, I actually, I said that that move wasn't all that bad. I, I was out front of that one. I didn't think it was that bad. So, anyways, I'm over at the MCR team. I'm welcome over there anytime. Race tech Until suspension. things go sideways again. <laughs> Until Michael Essie does another thing, and then I just go. <laughs> and then <laughs> and you bury him, and then it's on. <laughs> right. All right, next question. JT, compared with Oakland, with the Oakland track conditions, what's the most challenging Supercross track you raced? Most challenging track I raced? Uh, I would say that Seattle was always difficult. Because it was, it usually wasn't muddy, but it was soft like Oakland, like really ruddy and crappy, and just not, not all that much fun. Because you really had to take some chances that you didn't want to. Uh, and then I think Daytona, Daytona was all, back in the day races, which Mathis can remember. Uh, those tracks were brutal, and you had to be out there for like thirty-three minutes. Remember in Seattle so, when you just handled Red Dog? Yeah, when he was pondering retirement. Yep. 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 All right. Next question. Noof, who quote unquote owns the racing 101? You, Townley, Joey Lancaster, or Ping? <laughs> the famous 101. Well, I've been running it for a long time, and I think I've done pretty well with it. Funny story, though. This year, Canadian Arena Cross, the other series, there's two series, mm -hmm. there was three of us out there with number 101 in the main event. <laughs> Myself, Chris Blows, who actually shouldn't have been number 101. Yeah. And this French dude. And so Galdi and I get in this huge argument right before the program starts. He's like, you got to put an X on your bike. I'm like, fuck that. I'm putting an X on my bike. I've like, I run 101 everywhere. I'm 101 in Canada. Yes. In right. Canada. Yeah. Ping is 101 too. I won't take that away from him. Yeah. In Canada, I run the 101. And if I do any CMRC nationals this year, I will be 101. God, dude, it's very, 
Tear the thing off. <laughs> you you got you to gotta let it go, Nip. <laughs> I know. I'm angry. <laughs> Tear it off, he says. <laughs> 47 seconds. I'll let you go. I didn't ride the Canadian Nationals last year. I didn't want to run a, Canadian, a national like number. Like I didn't Hansen. want to run a national number. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're like Hanny. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis, why wasn't RV successful racing the GPs? That's a loaded question, Jesus. His, <laughs> him and his buddies do. They no, nah, it's simple. It's simple. Lack of preparation's one of it. There Probably underestimating the challenge of the tracks. And I've actually noticed it this year. Last year, a lot of GP riders were over here in California pre-season, and none of them are this year. So yeah, why is that? Like Bobrichet um, was over, and DeSalle, and Pelayan. DeSalle was over. Yeah. Uh, Brian Lyakov was over. I'm what? guessing it's just they kind of realise that you need to be on the similar sort of tracks. Okay. Because the world's apart, really. Right. Like, maybe not national tracks. Okay, 30 but, seconds. Yep. All right. <laughs> you take 2013 outdoor level Ryan Poto into that series, and I'm not saying he dominates. I'm not saying that I have a lot of respect for those guys, but it's a different Ryan Poto. that's not the same guy you would have seen. Well, I just, was, I just spent a day with him. He gave himself a huge disservice. I just spent a day with him, and I said to him, what happened in Europe? What did he say? Oh. Uh, have to wait till the story comes out. Yeah, wait till the story. A good one. Yeah, I'm going to tease it. Atlas you can see, you can see him. He was not the same. He wasn't the same person, and I don't blame him. That's yeah. a lot of work, yeah. and I think he was trying to get his money and trying to not piss off sponsors and do all that. But he was not the same guy. And anybody who wants to say he was and he just got smoked is they're just wrong. That's all there's to it. It's if he funny. had a stayed healthy, he was getting better for sure. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, but was he only... wasn't. He was nowhere near the same level. No, I, agree. I mean, the, the preparation, the diet, the I agree. all right, let's start. Right, we'll, that. We got. We got to move on. That's that's good. All right, next band goggles. Yeah, five hours. We're good. Five hours. We're good. Justin Hill's coming up, bro. Steve, how many times has Newf retired? Uh, honestly, seriously, four. I think we talk about eight, and we do all this, but <laughs> he actually, though, for people who wanted to know, like he came out in arena cross. He had a spotlight on him. He retired on the track. Tears. He cried. On the track. He said, it's my whole life. I got to give it up. This was the third time he retired. Because the other time, the first time was a knee injury that was pretty yeah. serious. He really jacked your knee up. You got infected. It was just disgusting. You maybe even, did they ever think about chopping your yeah, leg off? Yeah, it was close. Right. Yeah. So that was number one. Then there was a second one in there somewhere. And then the third one was the spotlight and the tears. And I think there was another one. <laughs> I was in a dark place when I did the tears, okay? <laughs> I mean, I had an infected knee. I thought it was fixed. I was struggling. I was getting my ass kicked on the weekends. Dude, you can't come out with a spotlight in tears. No, but I thought it was actually the end. I had so many surgeries on the knee. I said, there's no way this thing's ever going to be fixed. I'm going right. to have to deal with it the rest of my life. Yeah. I retire. Everybody's congratulations. You, you just quit. Congratulate. And in my small little career in my own bubble. Right. Go and get the knee fixed. I'm back to brand new. What am I going to do? I still love riding, so I come back again. And it created all well, this hype and negativity sometimes <laughs> and positivity, and I'm still going. So. I feel sorry for those people who are generally... I know. I, it was semi-embarrassing. <laughs> it's, it's semi-embarrassing. There we go. That's yeah. all we needed to get to. That's God. all we needed to do. Yeah. All right. Next question. It's semi-embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> you should get that on back of your pants. I know. <laughs> JT, why did you hide the fact that you own a street bike, and do you pull sick wheelies on that thing? Mm-hmm. Lots of people, JT, were shocked at your admission of a street bike. Uh, I don't feel like I was hiding it. I didn't know that it was a huge topic of conversation. I think you're being um, shady I've, with it a little bit. Yep, I do. I've ridden motorcycles my whole life. I've had uh, I had an R6. I've had a few different ones. So I don't I don't feel like it was that big of a deal. I've only had it. I've only, I haven't even had it a year. So. 
I work for a huge motorcycle distribution company. It's not a stretch for me to have a motorcycle. I don't feel. Thirty seconds. All right. What about the wheelies? No, we no wheelies. I'm no wheelies. I'm the biggest wuss ever because I'm scared of hitting, getting hit by a car. The people wanted to know. His body. Now they know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. Noof, have you ever raced while intoxicated? Uh, severely, severely hungover. So I don't know what you want to call that. Oh three, uh, Czech Republic, uh, first time uh, ever racing in Europe. Um, Matt, Casey Johnson, Michael Brandis. Uh, shocking that they. <laughs> we may or may have not went to a wedding in the hotel that we were staying at <laughs> after Friday night and had a lot of drinks and uh-huh. forgot that there was a race the next day. Right. So we'll leave it at that. All right. Blood alcohol limit may have been over the limit. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Lewis, who's an American rider you would like to see race the GPs and a GP rider you would like to see race in America? I think when Geyser comes over, it's going to be interesting because he's probably the only GP rider that has the actual potential to succeed. Actually, no, Prado. Prado would do well next year whenever. No. He will. No, it'll, maybe no, not immediately. No. It'll happen. You should call Coombs. You and him can start the Martin Prado fan club. It's going to happen. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. What's um, going on with Geyser right now? He's getting beat pretty badly so far in that Italian championship. No, it's, it's 30 seconds already. Yeah. Am I out? Yeah, you're out. Okay. We'll talk about GPs later, JT. I watched Prado. He's good, but Hurlings at that same age would have whooped his Did ass. Did you watch Prado on a Supercross track, though? No. I've seen him on a Supercross oh, track, and sudden, I feel like something's there. All of a sudden, the Spaniard, known for their Supercross <laughs> skills, are just, is just dominating it's not, the Maybe not win. Something says something there. He'll at least make a career. Oh, he's going to make the night show? All right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Next question. Steve, is there anyone in Moto that has more NFGs? Than Grant Langston. <laughs> um, Twitch. Yeah. I don't know if he counts as being in moto. I don't know Twitch that well. Uh, That's no not given for the people that don't know. Uh, Langston's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Mike Mason. Yeah, that's all freestyle guys, though. They used to be moto right. guys, though. What about Dirt Shark? I mean, Mason raced Arena Cross. I feel like Dirt Shark yeah. has NFGs. Yeah, but I don't think he, I mean, I guess he's moto. He doesn't even ride. Yeah. All right, next question. JT, which Super Bowl did you make the most money on, and which did you lose the most money on? Oh, I already know. Uh, I don't think I've ever made any money, and I think I've lost more money in all. Oh, Panthers were not good last year. You're very angry at Cam Newton, JT. You were angry at Cam Newton. Uh, it's it's been pretty much all bad. Yep. I think you won on my bet. I think you're. I gotta add them up, but I think you're up. I did. Yeah, on yours. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, yeah. it was just a tip of the iceberg. <laughs> you know in titanic they just see the edge and they're like oh no big deal and yeah. then it just rips the whole bottom of the ship out yeah yeah that was, uh, that was pretty your... much my super bowl uh, yeah. next question new who's the best mx or sx rider that has come from canada i mean steve would kill me if i didn't say the rollerball he for, is. for mx but best sx rider darcy yeah darcy yeah. land yeah. yeah. i mean po- you know was there First of all, he tried. That's yeah, he the number tried, one yeah. effort. Um, but even, yeah, I mean, he, he started doing Supercross at a young age, too. Like, yeah. he made, like, 250 main events, yeah. and he was, like, 11 sometimes. And, and The year Fasciati did them all with Richmond, he did pretty well. He did do good, yeah. yeah but only 06. Yeah. 06. Yeah. Um, but I would say Darcy, because he was the closest guy that actually fought for championship yeah. for SX. And then, yeah, you can't deny Rollerball for the... 
for the outdoor, even though Paciotti he was maybe... wasn't that. He, wasn't even on Darcy's level. He no. was close. I don't. I don't. No. I mean, he never like once was in a position where, oh my God, this guy could get a podium, right? Okay, JT? Thirty now. Right, yeah. Thirty. Lewis, last one: Is Hurling's a d bag or just misunderstood? Uh, misunderstood. He's actually well all right. He's always been proper all right to me. Doing interviews, never proper. denied anything. Proper. Proper. It's always been proper. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, definitely misunderstood. He's done some things with people though. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, when he was a kid. Moment. Right when he was a kid, he's done some stupid. But things. nowadays, yeah, yeah. I think he's yeah. fine. Yeah, change your stripes. Yeah, maybe in this case. Yeah, I've never spoken to him. No, you know what I well, did? I did speak to him one time at Bercy. I was we were leaning over the rail. Harry Nolte was there, and we were talking to somebody about something. Good, good explanation there. <laughs> somebody about something. Cool I made a joke about hurlings. I made a joke to him, and he went. Who are you, man? <laughs> and I'm like, nobody. Yeah. And then he walked away, you know? Yeah. But he didn't know me. Maybe he thought it was a bit of a dick joke, or I, maybe he thought I didn't know who he was. I don't know, but... Can't figure, out why, nobody, can't figure out why nobody likes me. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions ever. You know where X-Brand, you don't win. Pulp Show 17, everybody. Please check them out. JT, before we let you go, let's do the Truck Hero question of the day. Truck Hero is a supplier of premium vehicle accessories made in the USA to outfit light trucks and SUVs from bumper to bumper, comprised of worldwide brands, including Back Industries, Undercover, NFAB, Bedrug, Husky Liners. Lewis, you know the, all these companies. Of course. Yeah, I mean, they're big time. Well up on it. Yeah. Truck Hero is a name you can trust when it comes to the finest products for your truck, keep your SUV. Truck-Hero.com. This is real simple for you three jerkies in the studio. I want one rider each. This is question of the day. Yeah, truck Hero, question of the day. I want one rider each in each class that has disappointed you through five rounds. I know I didn't prep you guys on this, but one rider in each class that has disappointed you through five rounds for whatever reason. Noof. 450, I'll start with because it's the first one that comes yep. to my head. Reed. Thought he was going to be much better. No, JT's going to fight you. I know, and I'm sorry, but... Yep. That's just my opinion. Okay. Reed in the 450. 250. It's a tough one. So he probably Plessinger because he came in so hard. And Jeremy Martin. Right. Martin, I, I thought he, I picked him like the first two weekends in my Super Fantasy You're stuff. You're going to take two guys? What are we going to pick now? Well, I don't know. <laughs> a lot, noob. Sorry, bro. Truck Hero question of the day. You need to retire from this, this segment. <laughs> Let's get Don't a spotlight and yeah. some tears. I'm out. Let's get let's get it all going. Let's get some spotlight <laughs> on Noof. Um, JT, do it. Uh, Four fifty. I'm going to say Anderson. Yep. Uh, I think he's ridden well, but missing around due to the the freezy thing, and then his starts have just hurt him badly. He won a heat this weekend. That was good, but yeah, yeah, yeah he, yep. he's fine. He just I think he'll turn it around, but it hasn't been good through five rounds. Uh, and then um, 250. I was going to say J Mart. I think that's, that's fine. You, yeah, you can. You guys can double up on the answers. Uh, Lewis. Yeah. Uh, Anderson was my first thought, but then besides him, you'd probably go for Canard, wouldn't you? Like he hasn't been racing, but yeah, yeah. being out this early. Uh, and then 250s, uh, Hanson. Hanson. Really? Yeah. I can't. Well, I didn't expect much, but I don't feel like there's really been. Kind of got screwed anything. this weekend, though. I think he would have been better than he was this weekend. He gets screwed. Yeah. Like, top, around the top five, you'd kind of think he'd be like, yeah. in yeah, there. Hasn't, you? There hasn't yeah, yeah. been a... a there hasn't uh, been one like fast lap, one flash, anything. Yeah, yeah. I think he's... I don't know. Top five, man. You're talking about like 
like Forkner's barely getting in the top five. You know, I don't know. Like, I just think Candy's he's like 30 years old at this point. You know, I just think it's. Uh, he's actually 33. He's getting old. No, he's not 33. And yes, he is. No, I don't know. No, he's not. He's, 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 30, right he's 33. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Hey, he's 33. <laughs> another, another check for the noob. I know these guys that are older than me because I want to be the old guy in the class. But are you sure about that? He's 33. Doon Goon is figuring. He's got facts over there, Jay. I, I was going to Google it myself, but yeah. I know he's 33. Oh. Good God. Like close to 34, right? I don't right? think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Mark's just looked it up. He's, he turns 33 in a week. I apologize. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, okay. JT's hanging out. <laughs> told you. He called him thirty, you. and then I then we said thirty three. Right, oh, well, right. it's thirty two. Um, all right. Um, anyway. Anyway, let's yeah, get I to. I didn't. I didn't think Handy would be that good. I mean, he's not on factory level bikes, and those guys. I mean, you talk about the guys that are battling to get top fives. I mean, he's nothing against Handy, but there's some. Legit, I mean, Forkner was winning races last year, and he's barely getting top five right now. Yeah, Lewis like, is you know, Lewis three, is from Europe. Lewis is from Europe, so you know. Um, hey, uh, Bill, what's going on? You want to talk about Geyser? Yeah, I just wanted to know the chances of Tim Geyser coming over here one day. Like, what are the chances? Oh, yeah, I think it's Lewis next year. Next year? I think. I don't, it could change, I guess. But 28, unless he has a disastrous yeah, GP he series. He wants to come as yeah. soon as possible. Yeah, I so think he'll be here probably fight you. in 18. So, Like like just, just motocross or supercross and motocross? The whole season. Yeah, both. Supercross and yeah. motocross. He loves supercross. Loves it. Now, so. would he be on the HRC team here, too? Yep, I would think so. Yep. Awesome. And That's then, what I wanted to know. What about JT? JT blocked you on Twitter, it says? Oh, yeah. He freaking blocked me on Twitter. Well, what would you why. say? I don't think he's going to block you unless I, you say something that is... I mean, I didn't, I've never tweeted at him in my life. JT? And I looked at my... I don't know I, how I would know you existed if you didn't tweet me. How could I block you? Well, I think it was maybe because I said something to Chad Reed once, and I don't know if y'all are like butt buddies or what, but... He blocked me on Twitter, so. Maybe oh well, yeah. If you that's they're they're really good friends. So if you say, you know, hey Chad, like do some more mounds of cocaine, Chad blocks you. JT's gonna be like, that's my buddy. Don't do that. Yeah, that's his boy. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what happened or what was said. But usually, right. if I see something that's way out of line, whether it's to me or somebody that I, you know, one of my friends, so, I'm like, ah, eh, I don't need to see anything you have to say. So, Bill, you know the re- you know when you said I don't know, you know, <laughs> I, I Bill. Think, well, I think. That's the only thing I can think of. Now, I'm not sure if that's the reason, but that's what well, that's the only thing that comes to my mind. So you want to be unblocked? Is that what you want to you want? I do. I want to be unblocked by JT. JT? Yeah, I don't I would go back and I mean obviously I I can tell you there was a time when everybody I was just over it. Like everybody was I I just don't like cheap shots and social media like gives everybody like I feel like they mm-hmm. feel like they have free reign to say anything to anyone, which I don't always think is that cool. Like you would never say stuff people say so you would say on social media bill bill do you so, feel bad about the things you said bill to chad and i do i do and i, and I take them back I, I even apologize to reed and i said thanks to eli tomac too and i apologize to him also. this is good so okay it's like letting loose yeah. bill like bill use the contact form on pulpamex.com uh send me your apology along with your twitter name and i'll pass it on to jt all right cool appreciate it thanks bill appreciate it there you go i think we all learned something tonight, jt well, I think that there's a, like, people think that guys don't read it and they don't care, but, like, everybody, you know, nobody likes to see stuff like that. And I think people take cheap shots, and I don't even know what Bill wrote, but yeah. I've seen some stuff like, man, you are so out of line. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to block There's no reason, advice. like, 
because that guy rode poorly or, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. come on. Like, that's so wrong to Newf? say to somebody. You ever block anybody, Noof? I've never blocked anybody in my life. I haven't. But had Michael Essie blocked you. Michael Essie is the only person, at least that I know of, that have blocked <laughs> blocked me. And I didn't even do anything. I've never really. Anytime we've done a Canadian national podcast, have I always not been on Team Mike? Yeah. That's what Bill said too. Bill said the yeah. same. Thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I said. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you block anybody? <laughs> nope. Not on MX Vice. Not personal. Really? All right. Nice oh, guy. Barsha blocked me. I'm blocked by Barsha. Lots of people have, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. So. Um. All right, JT, thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming on tonight, flyracing.com. Um, appreciate your work, and uh, we'll, no see this, we'll see you this weekend in Dallas, right? Yeah, I have, uh, I have some VIP spots for Dallas, too. Usually, yeah, Dallas is full, but and Atlanta's full, and a bunch of them are full, but Dallas is open, so if anybody's interested, hit me up. There we go. Um, but other than that, uh, I'm ready to get to it back to a dome where I can see some actually real racing. It's been a, been a minute. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks for coming on. So, all right. See you. Appreciate it. No joke. Yep. Michael Lessey, I am no longer blocked. I just added him to Instagram and I'm following. So maybe you were never blocked. You just didn't understand. I'm telling you, I was blocked because it kept coming. You'd hit the button. Yeah. And it would keep saying, like, you you just can't follow him or whatever it kept doing. It it shows no posts. Yeah, no posts. Right, right. No posts. Because the people were telling me about Anderson's quad, and I'm like, I can't find him. I see all the posts. Thanks, Mike, if you're listening. I I don't know. This is random that I I haven't tried it in like three months. Don't get me wrong. Very random. Cool. Right. I'm gonna like some um, of his photos. Speaking of Alessi and the Noof, guaranteed MX is Ryan Gauld on the line. No way, Galdi. What's up, you bitches? <laughs> Did you just wake up, bro? No, I just finished seeing a hero again, buddy. Top cheese. What does Play that hockey. mean? What does that mean? Hockey? Playing uh, hockey? Yeah, top uh, cheese means you put the puck in the top of the net, Noof. You can't raise it, so you wouldn't know. Um, okay. Did you Did you know we cold called you, or how'd you find out? Well, you left a really dirty message. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I knew you guys were going to call, but I figured you'd call exactly when I was playing. So I listened to the message that Noof chirped the hell out of me. Cause he's just like, that guy Bill right there chirping me when he can't actually talk to me. GuaranteedMX.com. Go there. Get guaranteed your moto fix of Canadian yeah, knowledge. For sure. Galdi, we called to ask you about Christoph Porcel. How does he do? Uh, well, if you look at what he did last year, I I mean, I, I said the Millsaps wasn't going to win, and he kicked everyone's ass. Uh, I, I say he wins. I did too. I was on the Millsaps is going to, you know, get hurt probably. Yeah, bandwagon. So, yeah. Uh, the only thing is, it can he, will he will he make it? He seems kind of volatile, or <laughs> or maybe I don't know, kind of weak right now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I think we'll that see. was the whole part of the move was to get him. Some time off from the races and get get ready to go. I mean, I don't know. He seems semi excited. Team doesn't kick in till round seven, though. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, I think it's cool. I, I I mean, he's another big name guy to come. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's his name is just as big as Davies almost, and yeah. I mean, I think it's and when it goes to Quebec, he'll be right at home. Well, actually, yeah. Uh, yeah well, I mean, his name's bigger than Davies, isn't uh, Christophe a two time? Davies only a one time. Supercross champ, is he right? Lights guy. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, His resume's more stacked. How's everything with uh, Guaranteed MX going? Uh, it's all right. It's pretty lame in Canada. There's nothing going on. Everybody's got their secrets. Nobody answers the phone. Nobody wants to call you back. What's with so the shit up? What's with the wi- what's with the Weimar to OTSF Yamaha? What's going on with that? Uh, I haven't heard anything about that. I'm hoping you guys can fill me in now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe it might happen. I actually just talked to Andre, Andre the other day, actually, and I didn't uh, yeah, ask him about the Weimar deal. Uh, 
ask him about the Weimar deal. And what's up with um, Disco Stew's Husky team? Is that going to happen or something? Or uh, that's the rumor. Uh, rumor was that yeah, he's got a uh, high class snowcross guy that he's managing right now for a team, and that's going to be the uh, sort of uh, bus behind it all. I don't know if he's kicking in money or not. I'm assuming that Husky USA is kicking in for Porcel, and then Medaglia comes on board. Uh, with what he's got, and then Husky Canada probably puts the parts in bikes bill, and then uh, this guy gives him the rig and uh, maybe gas card or something like that. I don't, I'm not too sure. But, yeah, Disco Stu has got a high-money roller in Snowcross right now that is supposed to supply the rig. Okay. Uh, that was a rumor actually coming after uh, the nation. But it was supposed to be Tyler and, and Metcalf at that point, and then oh. Metcalf went to Aussie. I think, uh, I think if Purcell does anything, it'll be through the Rockstar Husky USA team, and I don't know if that's Disco Stew's deal or not. I don't know what's going on. There's some differences. So look into that. Get, a, get, get on the sources, guaranteed MX. Yeah, hey, dude, I can only phone call so many times, all right? Like, I mean, I got, I got shit to do. I got diapers to change. I got gold Excuses. Before. Excuses. You know what I mean? I'm a busy guy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, we got to run. We got Justin Hill on the line. Galdi, so who I the hell, who the hell's that? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> um, thanks for uh, thanks for calling back, guaranteedmx.com. Go there. Yeah, thanks for the plug. Thanks for the plug, and then letting News think he's really cool tonight. Yeah, guy. all right, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Ryan Galdi, everybody, calling back on the gear. I like cold cough. I'm guaranteed. It was MX. nice of him. It was nice of him. Uh, Pivot Works. Since 1999, Pivot Works has simplified your trip to the parts counter, Lewis, by creating a single, simple solution when it comes to replacing the worn out chassis and suspension components on your dirt bike. Do you have a dirt bike? I do. What do you have? Uh, CRF250. What year? 2010. Yeah, you need some pivot works. Yeah, I need lots yeah, of get, stuff. Get for pivot it. works on it. <laughs> Grab a pivot works kit, do it right the first time, and save some money. Uh, pulp, pivot works pulp show 2017 is the code to check it out. I use a bunch of pivot works on my project bikes. The stuff works phenomenal. Gents, uh, just like the OES, the OE stuff, but better. Uh, pivot works is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show tonight. He is the winner of three straight. 250 Supercross main events. He's got the points lead now with a great ride the last few weeks, including in Oakland. Uh, he is Justin Hill. What's up, Hill? How are you, man? Thanks for coming on. Oh, right on. I thought you were talking about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know. <laughs> who else has won three in a row? Yeah, who else has done that well? I was just making sure. Yeah, what's up? Bro, the crash you had in the main, you hit that log, and, and <laughs> what was that thing? Yeah, I I didn't see that coming at all. It was a super blind corner. Uh huh. Had a rut in the had a rut in the inside, and uh, it was just like a piece of plywood, just like a square piece across the whole rut. I tried to wheelie it, mm-hmm. and it screwed me up. I took the outside. I actually just got done watching video with, with Mitch and everybody at the shop, and uh, we were like, we we thought that I went right back to the line after that, and I was like, I swear I looked at it one time, yeah. and we just <laughs> thought that I went outside looked at the thing the next lap and then uh i realized all right it's cool they had to have moved it so yeah it was pretty weird yeah no doubt man it was it was gnarly and, and the track was down to the plywood i imagine in some sections huh oh definitely definitely down to that you know that road base that gravel stuff in a lot of the spots and uh yeah we were, we were just talking about it i mean it was it was seriously i mean i think it was the gnarliest track I've ever ridden. It's been a it's been a long time since I've seen something that crazy. But um, mm-hmm. uh, either way you look at it, though, it's like you know it could have been a complete mud fest if it yeah. wasn't for you know Inga and the guys. So yep. um, for them just to get the thing raceable like that was you know that was impressive. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. You got a question for Justin Hill, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team. Three straight wins, points lead now. And uh, and looking good. One more race before the break, and uh, then you got some time off, Justin. Um, the 
the race itself, after you picked your bike up, you had another couple of close calls. Myself and the new for watching were like, oh, oh, you, I guess you were kind of yeah, panicking, yeah. right? Like you were like, I got to make that time back up. Well, I mean, yeah. And I, when I got back up, I just, I just thought, well, you just, you just had a, a serious, you know, chunk taken out of your lead. You got to get it back. And, yeah. Um, it was a track that was, it was just, you couldn't rush it. And, you know, the couple of close calls I had was like, you know, I just, I just kind of rushed the section and got a little, you know, a little bit off balance in the rut. So, um, yeah, there were close calls, but I was like, I, you know, we were watching the, I watched the, the race and I'm like, man, everybody had like mm-hmm. 10 times more close calls than I did. I, I yep. felt like I was sketchy, but, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, but also it's like crash, your heart rate's just through the roof when sure. you get back up, especially if you're in the lead still, it's like, you know, being in the lead is nerve wracking enough without throwing a stupid crash in there. And then all the work you did out yeah. the window. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I, but I pulled together and, and caught it, but it was, it was definitely some serious, like, all right, let's take deep breaths off this. Let's take deep breaths <laughs> off this. Let's try not to screw this up. Like yeah. a lot of thinking going on out there. Right. And I mean, not not only that it was a crash, but the your throttle was pinned wide open, right? When you were on the ground, it kind of semi ran you over a little bit, and then you like yeah. you were lucky that you had your hand on the like it was a good recovery from what could have actually transpired right there, even though it was just a tip over kind of in the corner. Yeah, for sure. Me and me and Mitch Bones were just talking about it. We were just like, man, it's it, it was lucky that you know, I knew that it was wide open. Obviously, it was pretty clear it was wide open because it was trying to run me down. And I, uh, I, I just reached for what I had hoped, you know, it's mirrored vision when you're upside right. down, you know, screwing the bike. I was like, I hope this is a clutch. And I went for it. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, all right, it's running. We're still in this thing. But yeah. Uh, yeah. that was a serious letdown. I'm like, no way did I just seriously throw away this lead that I've been working hard for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, but when, but it was almost like a, it was almost nice too because when you're just out front and you just have nothing to do but click off laps, the time just seems it just like it stops. Yeah. Right, right. Like, yeah, the, the clock just stops entirely. So like when I crash and I got back up, I'm like, oh wow, okay. I, now there's only two laps left. Like I got this thing. Mm-hmm. So it almost took out that little window in the middle. Obviously, it made it more crazy, but it took out that little window in the middle of like, oh man, now the clock. Like, you know, you get more nervous with the clock, but. Um, yeah, I, I could have done without it anyway. I still still don't care. I'd, <laughs> yeah. I'd rather not crap. No, it, it kind of looked to me like after you got up and then you that next lap, a little bit sketchy off the dragon's back, and then you had a moment again in the whoops. And then as soon as you had that moment in the whoops, you kind of were like, okay, I, I still haven't lost any more time that lap. Um, you pulled it back together and then just started inching, yeah. inching away again, which was which was impressive. Uh, what did you think the toughest yeah. the toughest spot was on the track? Like, what was the toughest for you uh, each lap? You were like, was there a part where you're like, oh man, I got to do this again? Honestly, I think the, the 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 part of the track that I dreaded the most was um, was after the the start straight left that rhythm, and mm-hmm. then it was really it was the right hander into the triple because it was like. The right-hander was so uh, it was so rutted. I mean, you Mm -hmm. didn't have a single inch of the corner that wasn't just a totally, you know, bike swallowing rut. Yeah. And uh, and then the landing of the triple was a complete hole too that you could lose yourself in. So um, I think getting through that, it took the absolute most energy. Took all just just took everything out of your legs, everything out of your arms. Like just getting through that section, everything else to me was. Maybe even getting a little a little bit sideways in the whoops, whatever. Yeah, I can I can deal with that. I'm I'm, I'm strong. It doesn't matter. But that stuff was I, tough. I would have bet. Else you, I would have bet uh, a 
ton of money, Justin, you would have said the Dragonbacks. That's what I was thinking. But no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like Dragon's Back. I, I, I was the only dude. We, we kind of like looked through the footage, and, mm-hmm. and uh, as far as we could tell, I was the only guy to, to do it good every single lap except for the one that I got right. a little off balance. Like, yeah. I, I did it good every lap. And like I like the tricky obstacles like that. That stuff yeah. I can kind of almost relax on a little bit, yeah. which I've always said, but... Um, I, I hope I hope the tracks are gnarly like that again. If they're gnarly like that, then it's it is it truthfully is easier on me. No, you're right. You technically you're a great rider. Um, things are easier for you uh, to jump and clear, and then other guys on the track. I feel uh, a lot of a lot like your brother. Your brother was the same way. He could jump. He could, you know, you guys are just whatever your background was, whether it was the BMX jumping or whatever it was. You guys can ride motorcycles and jump things, and, and you know, technically are great riders. Yeah, it's just the two-wheel stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, don't, I just think it's anything you can do on two wheels, it, it just comes from old Turndown. Turndown had the, <laughs> had the bike skill. He's young. Yeah. He's been doing it for years and years and years. And I, you know, when you grow up as kids and you see your dad, you know, looking rad on everything with two wheels, <laughs> right, all right. of a sudden you, just, you think that, yeah, that's what you're going to do in life. So. Um, Interesting. Yeah, we definitely – he wasn't easy on us any, anyway on the tracks. Like, he built – gnarly stuff that was that taught us mm-hmm. you know properly how to negotiate stuff like this so we grew up doing it since we were kids i, th- I think that it made supercross just a little bit less hectic for us we, right we're a little bit more used to it i think than most people so you're on your second tour with pro circuit and i don't think i'd be breaking news third, to, third tour yeah um i don't think i'd be breaking <laughs> news to you to say that your first time around at pc i used to ask mitch about you and he was frustrated with you at times. He was like, oh, we're trying to work with him. He's got talent. He's not listening to me. I honestly, Justin, I, I've seen Mitch so frustrated at you after there's some races. you know. And, and so you go to TLD, and he hires you back, which I was a bit surprised. I, not that Mitch is a great guy. We all know that. And he, and he loves guys who can, you know, he always says you can't. You can't replace speed. You can't teach speed is what Mitch always says, and I think he sees that in you. But the first time around, you guys butted heads, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, a little bit uh, a little bit on everything. Like, yeah. I was just – and I've told this to Mitch, you know, since, and, like, we're, we're, we're closer because of it. You know, we've got, mm-hmm. we've got a pretty good – you know, and I, I thought – I just thought I had a little bit more figured out than I did, you know. I was, mm-hmm. I was 17. I moved away. I moved to California to this, you know, the land of – whatever it is, Silicon yep. Valley. And I just thought that I, I kind of had it figured out. I had a good amateur, uh, a decent amateur career where right. I, I thought I had the speed to beat these guys. And, and you know, there was just never in, never in a, in a lifetime would I have thought that, that I would have learned the amount that I learned to this point. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I didn't think there was that much left to this sport. And now as I'm doing well and, and, and just doing the best I can, it really comes down to that. It's like I've never thought of this sport in a more simple manner than I do right now. Interesting. And yeah, I, think, yeah. I, think, I think Mitch has respected me for that a little bit just because mm-hmm. I think Mitch likes a guy that just goes out and does it. And that's what I want to be, and that's what I've done so far. So, yeah, um, yeah, definitely we butted heads a little bit just on, on you know, dumb little things. And, and um, I, you know, he, he – what he thought was as not listening, I just was really uncomfortable with doing. I just couldn't <laughs> nut up and do it. You yeah, know, I yeah. mean, he he just thought I was good enough to do it, and he was frustrated when I didn't. But right, it was more right. like I just needed the time and and um, 
Interesting. So when we came back in, in 14 and got a couple of wins. It was like it, it was going good. We were going to start. We were going to start a beautiful thing. Yep. I interrupted that. It's on me, and um, I shouldn't have. But you know what? Mm-hmm. We're, we're back together. I was I was so honored when when he called me mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, what do you think about doing this thing again?" I was like, "Man, that's that's pretty cool. I'd be really stoked on that." So when we got it done, and I came back and I rode the bike, mm-hmm. broke my shoulder like right away. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah. Like this worst but um you know pulled it back together i wasn't ready for west coast not even not even thinking about doing west coast and then that was just how it shook down everybody was hurt Mm -hmm. and honestly i couldn't thank mitch enough for just making the decision to say yeah hill's riding he's he's going to be good enough i have faith in him put him out there Mm -hmm. i i i'm pumped that he did that because it it, truthfully it made me into into a better man like to just just made me look at things like you know what? This ain't so bad. I could be doing yeah. this and this. That's a whole heck of a lot harder. And so it gave me a little gave me a little bit of work ethic out of the whole deal. Uh. Um, something that you know, not like I ever really lacked too much work ethic, but it just it gave me a little bit more direction. If yep. you will. Yeah, you know, he doesn't take a lot of chances, second chances on guys. And uh, so that's what made me surprised that you were going back. You know what I mean? One of those things. But I think he yeah, saw, definitely. I think when he was frustrated with you, he knew your talent. He saw you it during the week or he saw you the way you rode and knew that there's something inside this kid. I just got to reach. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think, I think he had an idea of what I was capable of just from, you know, I, I won monster cup mm-hmm. and, I, and I always looked good as an amateur. I even rode some of their test tracks did some quads on the Cowie track that nobody was really doing. Like I looked mm-hmm. solid, you yeah. know, I looked like, Oh wow, he's a super cross guy. And when I came back, you know, it, I, I came from, um, in 2012, it, it was a new bike for, for yeah. 13. It was different. We were on air forks and they were different. I just broke my hand. I had pins in it. Didn't have range in it. I was trying to wear knee braces, which I hate knee braces. Like it was just a bunch of little dumb yeah, yeah. things that that like made me extremely uncomfortable, and I couldn't. You know, I wasn't I wasn't man enough to just be like, you know what, screw it, I'm just going to ride this dirt bike. Right, like, right, right. You know, sometimes you have to just kind of nut up and, and make it that simple for yourself. And I, and I wasn't able to do that at the time. And 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 I think Mitch was just trying to push that through me, like like, mm-hmm. hey, you're good yeah, enough yeah. to do this. You're for being a baby like <laughs> and i wish i'd have listened to him sooner like I, honestly you know everything he taught me and tried to teach me was correct he was never been wrong you know so <laughs> I, I i can't i can't sit here and say that it was his fault it wasn't right. so you know I'm, I'm really pumped that we're able to do it again and i can show him who i've turned into so when you left you said it was on you was your bad was it a money thing were you like you know like hey i'm gonna go well i like the money be was, over it here was a, it was kind of a lot of little things like okay. you know i um, not not anything real super in particular. Yeah. I was like under the impression that I was going to a good a, a better helmet, which turned out to be not so great. And then I was, you know, I kind of I was just kind of fishing with the bike. I just yeah, yeah. wanted a little something different, and um, I wasn't super pumped on how our front ends felt back mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I came back. And then, you know, I, I, I didn't I didn't ride the bike when I came back. I said, that's a Kawasaki. I know what it feels. I yeah. rode them for a long time. And we came back, and then I, we got on the new bike, and I'm like, wow, this thing is yeah. sick. So I'm I'm super excited about the new bike. If, if you would have rode the thing like I rode it before and then rode the thing like I'm riding it right now, yep. whoa, man, they made some serious – they made some serious headway with these things, and they made them excellent. So um, 
you know, I think it was a little bit of fishing with the bike, a yep. little bit with some equipment. Right, you know, sure. And, just, and, and honestly, just it was being like, it was me just being dumb and looking for something that wasn't there. The grass is always greener. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I just, I I should have stuck with it, and I know that. And, you know, not saying not saying anything bad about, about them. You know, I had a great time there, and I had a lot of uh, cool relationships with different people. And, yep. There's always there's always a live and learn to everything and and uh, I'm just happy to be back. Well, you're yeah you're crushing it. Let's take some phone calls from some listeners. Peter up first. Peter uh, Pivot Works bringing you Justin Hill uh, from the Monster Pro Circuit team. What's your question for uh, Hill? First off, Justin, you're killing it. You're making the Northwest proud. <laughs> right on. Um, so, Steve, you talk about like parents in the industry and how they get in the way sometimes. But then you also talk about like uh, Cole Seeley's dad and parents, uh, yeah. Dean Wilson. Yeah, yeah. There's, put, there's, some nut, there's some nut job parents. parents in the pits. Nut jobs for parents in the pits, right? The, right. But you got to put Hill's parents on the good side. I, I, you know what? I've never met Monty. I've heard. <laughs> Plenty of stories about money, uh, uh, you know, from from the back in the day and now, and how gnarly it was. I don't think I've ever met him, but you just kind of drive by I five. I, I think. I mean, I, I'm a little bit biased, you know, but to answer your question, I think you know they they yeah they can get in the way, but I think it's only if you kind of let them. You just got to work, you know, having a relationship with your family. It's not just a motocross thing, you know. If you have a good relationship with your family, it's 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 just that's just a life thing. And I have a good relationship with my parents, and it, and I I happen to think that my dad's one of the smartest guys around, and he can help me, you know. So when when he's trying to, you know, he might get a little wild, and he might get a little bit excited or whatever. But that's just you know, he I'm his son, and he loves me, and he wants me to do good, and I can try to see through that as much as I can, and. He's also mellowed a lot for sure. You know, he's learned throughout this whole deal just, you know, like I have. So, you know, honestly, to answer your question, I, I say family first. You know, it's been a family sport forever for me mm-hmm. my entire life. So um, if you can work with your family, they are always going to have your back. They they loved you since you were born. You know, I mean, there's, yeah. there's nothing like that. Yeah, Peter, I wasn't – when I talk, I don't really know uh, Justin's parents, good or bad, so – when I say there's nut job parents, I know just the ones I'm talking about, like the ones that I know. Yeah, of. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. De- I don't say that there isn't. There's yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, um, no, I'm saying I grew up racing <laughs> Justin okay. at RVMX in Albany and stuff. All right. And the only time I've ever seen his parents mad is when he got chased by a utility quad on a pit bike because he wasn't allowed to ride pit bike. <laughs> Jeez. Where, where was that at? I feel like I remember that. <laughs> it was right after RVMX. We went to the Pappas's house for a birthday party. And we're riding on some property oh, yeah. that we okay. weren't supposed to be on. Just, and this guy yeah, on, a, dude, on a utility quad chased Hill down yeah, Joe, with, a, Joey and, with a gun. And those guys were telling us it was cool where we were riding. And, like, it turned out that that dude was way not cool. The guy us. had a gun? Yeah, he had a, yeah. He, had a, he had a rifle on his quad, <laughs> and he started chasing us down. But, like, oh. they already knew about it, and they didn't tell us. I was like, dude, I was like just, pretty bummed about that. Justin Hill, his career could have been over shot by a guy on a, with a grizzly on a grizzly. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Hey, thanks, Peter. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, thanks. Appreciate it. Let's get to Joel here. Joel, you got a question for uh, three-time Supercross winner this year, uh, Justin Hill. Yeah, Justin. Um, you got. You know, I know you. You are friends with you know, Plessinger, McElrath, McElrath, and you know, how serious. 
like you, know, you got three layers, three races left. What's you know what's going to happen when uh, you need to well, put them out in the corner or something like that? Like uh, what, what? What about yeah, the, is friendship going to come first or is the title going to come first? Uh, well, come on, Joe. Always, we know. At the end of the day, it's a it's a job. You know, like I mean, I can I can be as nice as I want to be at the cost of the, of the race, you know, like, I mean, I'm always going to try as hard as I can to win there, you know, and nothing's going to get in the way of that. But if I can be nice to my friends, I'm going to like, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of showed at Phoenix, like when I was yep. had the speed on Shane and I got around him. I mean, I, I waited, I waited a while and that isn't always the smartest thing to do because you add variables when you wait. But uh, for me, if I can do it clean, I'd rather do it clean. You know, they're my friends. I've been racing with them for a long time and, I don't. I don't see see a reason why um, why there has to be you know more more pushing and more yeah. you know harshness to the sport because it's already so dangerous. So yeah. for me, I think I'd rather rather have it that way. Yeah, I asked you about that at Glendale. You thought I thought you could have dirtied McGrath a little more than than you know than, than if you were if you were you know whatever some other guy. At some point, yeah. you know. No, I mean, I, but but like I'm saying, it's you know, it's as yes. it's as it's as relative as you make it. Yeah. But I, I, like for me, I just the cleaner we can do this, the the, the longer our careers are going to be, the the least enemies mm-hmm. the better. And and I and they're already my friends, so why why you know make yeah. enemies? There's no reason for it. So if it comes down to it, to answer your question, I mean, you know, it's it's for a championship. I have the red plate, and I'm going to have to <laughs> defend that. And there's you know, at the end of the day, I got to defend it it's, yeah. by all means. So, and I, but I don't want to do it that way. But if I have to, I, I have to. Thanks I for your choice. Thanks for your question, Joel. Last question for Justin Hill from Cooper. I don't think it's Cooper Webb, but what's up, Cooper? How are you? <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Nope, not not Cooper Webb, but uh, um, I actually I was just wondering. Uh, so you were with Pro Circuit before, and then you know swapped over to Troy Lee, and then. Um, or I guess to to Red Bull and then swap Troy Lee. Um, and I kind of I guess I've read some things where you maybe had some kind of problems with that, and then now you're you know you're back at PC and uh, everything's obviously working out really well this year. You've been you know three wins in a row, and then before that also doing well. I was kind of wondering if you could if you could let me know what was what kind of the problems were and what were um, what was fit. Yeah, we actually covered that, Cooper. Just listen to the question before. Um... Travis had his headphones off, so he didn't hear that. But um, just listen back well, to the archives. I mean, yeah. kind kind of like truthfully, the 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 main deal was is that I I signed you know I signed with with Red Bull KTM to be factory and and uh, they just they had such a they had a big change like they decided to put the lights um, with a with a, a current with a standing satellite team and so it was just too much change like it was too much um you know i I had a different mechanic every single year of my career and it was just like you know Mm -hmm. everything was changing too fast so uh when i i kind of think the question was a little bit different but when i came back i just was almost looking for back back to some stability a a little bit in a way Mm -hmm. was the bike was the bike much different from those two years uh ktm um the uh the only real difference truthfully was um we went from acros to FMFs yep. and um, you know, it, it didn't do much to the bike. Like it was, it was pretty, pretty similar, honestly. I mean, they're, they're by nature quiet. I think the KTMs and mm-hmm. when we went to um, when, when TLD went to the, or when I went from there to TLD and it was FMF, mm-hmm. it was 
louder. That was about it. That's about it. Well, cool. Thanks, Cooper. Yeah. Thanks for the call, man. Yep. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, Justin, thanks uh, Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, great work these Ooh. last few weeks. I guess you got one more and then mm, some time off and maybe hit the outdoors at some point, right? Do a little bit of testing for that during the break. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, after this weekend, I, I kind of already talked to the guys about getting a hold of 450, doing a little outdoor oh, stuff. And, 450? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I like the big bikes. I, if if they'd let me, I'd ride one the whole outdoor season, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll do I'll do my I'll do my bargaining when I've right. when I've got a, a bigger gap. How about that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Is it tough to get back into the swing of Supercross after that much time off? I mean, it has to be like you're kind of almost forget about it a little bit. Um, for me, it's always been a little bit easier for Supercross. I, I, it takes me so much longer to get the speed going in outdoors, honestly. Um, I, I think, like, Supercross just comes a little bit more natural to me as far as, like, the just the, the obstacles. Like, if I can get – if I come back to a decent bike setup right away, Supercross is, is cake. So, if I'm already dialed from the season right. and I got wins on a setup, I, I think it's even easier, good, honestly. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, right on, man. Well, hey, thanks for the time. Good luck with this weekend. Great job so far. You're killing it. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you, guys. Take care. All right, thanks. Yeah. Justin Hill, everybody, Monster Energy Pro Circuit, brought to you by Pivot Works. It pivots and it works. It's Pivot Works. Easy as that. Right? Yeah. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Infab Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX. Thank those guys from Roost MX. Pivot Works, X-Brown Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, KTMPartsExpress.com, Works Connection. Great guys at Works Connection, by the way. FMF, uh, terrific product there. They got a brand new power core out. Uh, check it out. It's, a, it's like a high high uh, 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 product for low price. Um, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, EK Chains, best chains out there, bro. Guts Racing, uh, official seat foam of Monster Energy Pro Circuit that Justin Hill uses, and seat bases and seat foams. And they got some, you seen those covers they make with the Velcro? No. They make Velcro covers, bro, for the race teams. Maybe that's what I need. No staple gun anymore. You can get me one? No. Okay. Get data and ride engineering all on board with us. Hey, ride engineering is back with us uh, for a little bit, for a little, for a little bit. Um, I don't know. They're, ride engineering's back. Alex Ray. Runs Great radio. No, that's not it. What are you looking for? I gotta read the the, the thing <laughs> for that race tech or rich line. And R so that's R interesting. <laughs> How again? <laughs> Steve's really struggling right you now. Know, at any time, you guys could talk about who tuned. What well, the fuck? Well, you were looking so like dedicated to find whatever you were looking for. I thought I didn't want to wreck your flow, but where I guess is now the ride engineering? <laughs> Read. Well, you were doing it over that way towards the window earlier. Where? Ride Engineering Clamps. They're on board with us. We love those guys. And my read is gone with the code and everything. Somebody stole it. You know, can you guys talk about something, anything? Well, God bless. I was just saying. I mean, Got it. Got it. Okay, <laughs> well, now I want to talk. Now I want to talk. Ride Engineering, they're striving to outperform the competition from their lightweight bolt-on parts, anti-twist bar mounts, performance links. You guys are jerks. You made me look bad there. Why couldn't you talk about something? Talk about GPs with them. Well, we're coming up on that. Oh. I didn't want to get it started when you were wah, getting wah, ready to wah. do that. Everything is made in the USA, and Jeff or Adrian are in the shop every day to answer questions. Uh, Adrian uh, down there, great guy, Rod Engineering, and uh, use the code PulpMX-20. They got A-Ray some clamps, 
A Ray worked uh, with David Villeman, made the main event with his ride engineering clamps. They're great company, great, great company. And if you're looking for some clamps, some different offsets, uh, different things to do with your bike, please look at Ride Engineering, uh, and they're on board with us. Speaking of Reed's uh, Noof, AtlasBrace.com, official brace of Jason Anderson, Marty Davalos, Kyle Chisholm, Christoph Purcell, Christoph Purcell, Bobberchef, Bobberchef, Fasciati. Jake Nichols. Jake Nichols. Matt Gerke. He Jake Nichols. Yeah. Look at him all getting excited right there. <laughs> now, we're, now we have something yeah. in common. Gerke. Gerke. Gavin Faith. They're the fastest growing neck brace company on the planet because they are making neck braces great again. Flexibility, tuck and roll suspension, com compliant collarbone padding make their braces so great. They're fantastic. In 2017, crashes are going to be huge. But don't worry. You can be part of the solution. By going online, atlasbrace.com. Join Atlas and help make your own neck brace great again. If you're, you know, some people... Are on the fence about neck braces. Oh, I don't know if I can wear them. I don't want to be restricted. Try an Atlas. And if you're going to try for a neck brace, try an Atlas because you barely feel like they're on. And uh, they're a great company to support the show. And um, again, if you're going to use a neck brace, use Atlas. Now, Grant Langston was on last week. He maybe wouldn't choose an Atlas brace. That went horribly, <laughs> that, that whole read with Grant Langston. Did, did yeah. you listen to that, I didn't get that far. I said to him, Hey, talk about our – I gave him like a – give me a word, one-word answer to our sponsors, and I got to Atlas, and it his buddy, well. GL, started saying he's seen all well. the stats. What stats, GL? I mean how – much, How much did the Red Bull Vodkas tell you about yeah, neck braces? Yeah, I think that he was reading stats in that glass of <laughs> vodka, but it actually created a meeting on Monday morning. It did? Yeah, we had, oh, a, wow. we had a little uh, closed-door meeting uh, about did it. Did you guys take my check away? No, well, oh, okay. no, it wasn't, it wasn't your fault. I'm kidding. Here's my here's the deal. So GL said what he said, and hey, he wasn't wrong. But here's where he was wrong. He was basing, I feel, mm -hmm. and I haven't talked to him yet about it. I would like to talk to him about it. But I feel that he was basing his stats off of 2006, 2007, when he probably did try a brace. Mm -hmm. And neck braces were new in the market. And a lot has changed since then, like a ton. They're not even close to being the same as what they used to be. And I mean, we've created a product that is flexible. It, you know, it makes sense as a rider when you're wearing it. It moves, it flexes, it's low profile, it's light, and it looks good. So my thing is, if I could provide anybody or you or whoever it is with one. Lewis? With I'll Lewis. Take one, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll get him one. There we go. I'm surprised you don't have one. Yeah, I don't. Okay, well, yeah. we'll get him on. We'll, we'll get him dialed when in. When he's at Hawkstone or, or, yeah. or Liverpool uh, riding, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know what I asked If I could provide you with a piece of safety equipment that me? could... Me? Well, no, yeah. not you, but I'm okay. talking to you. Yeah. I'm looking at you. Yeah, Because that's what I feel I should do. If I could provide you with one piece of safety equipment that could save you from catastrophic or could prevent you from catastrophic injury in a situation and you barely know it's on, mm -hmm. I mean... Yes, yeah. that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, I mean we're trying to help and everyone I've talked to that's put one on and rides with them. They're like, yeah, man, I thought this would be different. I thought this would hold me back. I thought this would be weird. But it's different. And you said the right word. It's different. Like, it's not what everybody thinks that it is. It's not a a big cumbersome item around your yeah. neck that holds you back and you can't see and you can't do this. Yes, they're not built for everybody. You know, but ninety um, percent of the guys out yeah. there, these things work. And I mean. Yeah, there's all the controversy on testing and this and that. Email me, ryan at atlasbrace.com. I will send you everything that we have on testing. I will send you videos. I will send you the data. Um, 
whatever you need, I'll send it to you. Ryan at Atlas So if you're on the fence about a neck brace and you're like, ah, bear traps, Ryan yeah. Hughes said Ryan a bear Hughes, trap. Trainers, this and that. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel from being a rider myself, obviously not at, you know, the top, top level. You were number six in Canada, bro. You were legit. If I want somebody to prove to me that your lap times are slower, I don't believe in that theory. Yeah. So these trainers that are telling them, oh, but dude, you look so much better today. You mean the trainers that, that have absolutely zero medical or training uh, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor either. Yeah. But I wear the brace. I believe in it. I wore it before I worked there. I liked it. I don't – I want to, like, be safe when I'm out there. Yeah. You know? So it's just one of those things. The, the most misleading fact is is that they're basing it off of old technology in that game. The, Chest protectors. Your competitor's brace that came out in, like, 06? Mm-hmm. It's a lot different from that, bro. Yeah. And their brace is a lot different <laughs> yeah. from now. I yeah. mean, it's, a, it, yeah. it's all good. But, yeah. like, chest protectors back in the – 90s, early 2000s yeah. are not like the same chest protectors people are wearing now. Right. They're better. I've put one on with it. You can't even tell it's on. Yeah. You really can't. It just sits kind of on your shoulders. It's lightweight, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, it must feel good, though, when you get the. I mean, you're in. Look, let's face it. Brad and Brady, they're not even in the. Like, they're just figureheads. You're the one running Atlas Brace. <laughs> let's, let's, let's face it. They're, they're, they're listening. No. I'm watching this right now. No, no. You're, you run Atlas Brace. Okay. So, it must feel good <laughs> when you get emails or phone calls from people that are like man like i had this on had a big crash it broke did its job yeah. i'm super pumped like that's got to be the first question, a good feeling the first question i ask when people call or, or email say hey i had this piece break on the brace um blah 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 can i get it replaced did you crash that's what i said yeah. yes i'm like oh let me guess the chest support broke off oh yeah yeah that's designed to do that. It right. breaks off for a reason because yeah. of the flex and everything like that. Right. Sure, we'll fix it up. No problem. Are you okay? Yes, great. We'll get other emails. We're saying uh, my son was Have you gotten emails of people bitching about breaking? And you're never. Like, Hardly ever. Oh, ever. I was going to say, people don't understand that it's doing no, your job. Yeah, okay. I never, okay. never get it because usually it's in a crash situation. Yeah, we get the... No, no, no. I meant in a crash situation. Never, People yeah. call you... You're not getting what I'm saying. Do you get people calling you saying, what the F? I crashed and my brace broke. Yeah, it's very rare. Oh, okay. Very, right. very yeah. rare. And that's I, the point I, where I you shut them saying. down and you go, suck it. That's what the brace is supposed well, to do. I don't quite say it like that. Oh, you don't say suck it? Afterwards. Okay. No. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're designed to yeah. break and, and flex and stuff like that. But, um, I mean, I, we love, I mean, we don't love getting the email right, saying, right, like, right. hey, my kid was in a, this massive crash yeah. and, you know, he, he did this and that. And the doctor that worked on him or did whatever said, you know, Good thing you had this on. I'm not a doctor. I don't, I don't, you know. No, you're I, not. I'm not. You're not a doctor. I could be, I guess, but um, <laughs> I'm not. But these guys, these doctors know what they're talking about. These people that do the testing know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Our designer knows what he's talking about. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. What more? What more do You've you got, You, you said, uh, you told me uh, yesterday or whatever that uh, European sales are going really well. Really well. You guys yeah. are doing well. Bubba yeah. Chef's wearing it and uh, Nichols and these guys. and Nichols has been a guy for us for a while. And, yeah. and you know, out of the blue last year, um, we had actually RV was involved in this deal with Bobber Chef. Said, hey, we got this guy, um, you know, wanting to try your brace. Here's his email. Of course, it was him. So I emailed him up. Yeah, yeah I want to try it. Lewis, Love the brace. Lewis, is there like a better dude in the pits than Boba Chef? Like, yeah, never had any problems. Right? He's literally just open to anything, really. Dude, it's just a Russian dude who's like the nicest guy. Easiest like, guy to deal with. And he's an animal on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> just an animal. 
He says he's going to hang it out more this year in the GP. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. You don't hang it out he anymore. He says he's going to hang it out more in the GP. So I'm like, because he's, he claims that he's been kind of reserved the last couple of years. But can you believe that? <laughs> uh, you kind of see it, I guess. I, I guess, guess. But he hasn't but been injured as much. So. He, there's nobody. Who, he hangs it out at MS Nation's after parties. Does he? Oh, yeah. I need to go there this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's That'd not cool. scared. That'd be cool. Um, uh, interesting. All right, let's get some phone calls. Uh, Dark Side, what's up, buddy? How are you? Did you say Dark Side? Yeah, Dark Side. That's you. Oh, it cut out. Yeah, man, I'm doing good, man. Um, this this whole neck brace discussion got me to call in because I've been in neck brace wear since 07. I've had two collarbone breaks, one in 14 and one, of course, last year where I just sh- shattered it. And I started thinking it might be the neck brace, the way when I'm hitting my, on my shoulder, it's creating an impact. I don't, I don't know, but I, I quit wearing it. So I need you to sell me on this thing. Tell me why I should try I mean, you kind of guys have talked about it a little bit. I've been wearing a Generation 1 Liat. Yeah. What I've had. Oh, dude, if, you, if you, yeah. that's what you've had. I'm, I, well, you, here, here's, my, here's my theory and our theory on, on collarbones. I mean, collarbones were breaking before neck braces were out, and collarbones are breaking while they're out, and guys that are not wearing neck braces are still breaking collarbones. Um, most of collarbone injuries come from side impact. So a high side, you go shoulder into the dirt, it kind of crunches you and, and whatnot. So, um, the whole collarbone thing is a little bit misleading and especially with our brace with the, with the flex design, I mean, it doesn't sit on your collarbones. And like I said, with the chest supports, I don't know if you heard me talking about that earlier. I mean, those things are designed to break off, so they will take a certain impact, um, Honestly, like I've broken my collarbone uh, before I wore a neck brace, and you know it's it's just one of those things. They are going to break at a certain point. I but broke mine twice. Did you? Yeah, one time while I was leading a race. So I guess you have to look at what how they're breaking. Nobody cares. Oh, I care, but I'm trying to okay. help this guy. <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, you got to look at you know how they're breaking, and if you look at our brace and you hold it and you flex it and bend it and twist it and it does all that stuff so it's not wow okay it's not the i guess color. i need to get my hands on one you need to hold it and feel it and see yeah. how it sits on your body and uh and kind of go from there and reevaluate it well maybe do you guys have a uh, display at dallas this weekend or or you guys have a yeah, I, w- I won't, but you know what? I mean, you had a legit question, so um, Steve and I kind of talked earlier. Uh, we'd be willing to give you one to try out. I mean, that was a real good question and that I want to touch on about the collarbones. So if you uh, if you get – Travis, we'll get your info, and we're going to send you one. Well, that's awesome, man. Let me ask one more question about it, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, two guys I know have been paralyzed in the last year. Right. It, uh, like T6, T7, vertebrae. Um, and I know with the, the Liat that I'm wearing, the spinal brace goes down pretty far. Yeah. And I've heard people talk about that maybe being a cause of the break in that area. What, what is your opinion on that? And how is, is the Atlas different than the way it is in the back? I mean, when we first came out with our brace, we, we started right off with the, the dual back supports that sit around your spine, which obviously, you know, kind of makes sense when you think about it in a crash situation, you know, the brace will bend and, you know, it has to dig in at some point or somewhere. But, um, right. you know, with our dual back support that sit around the spine, I think kind of, you know, answers that question. And like I said, if you, if you held it and felt it and put it on, it would yeah. all make sense. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it, man. I really appreciate it. I was definitely uh, 
try that thing out. Yeah, right, well, let's get your info from Travis there. Stay on then, the line. Yeah. Only, only thing is, dark side is you have to call back, good or bad, and tell us what you think of the Atlas Brace. You can't. You know I will. I know. Don't sugarcoat it. If if you don't like it, call back in and tell us. But I guarantee you, I think you'll like it. I guess I guarantee you. I can't say okay. I guarantee. I think <laughs> you think you will like it. Yeah, sounds uh, good, man. I'll, I'll see you this weekend. I'm gonna be looking for you. All right, stay on hold, Travis. To get your information, AtlasBrace.com. One more neck brace uh, question from Thomas. Thomas, what's up, man? How are you? Hey guys, how are you doing tonight? Good. What's going on? Hey, I was out at Mesquite for the uh, works round one, and uh, I was out at practice, and I caught a mud rut. I had a stalker shock and just kind of kicked me over the bars. I run the defender and the neck brace, and the defender cracked right in half. Jersey ripped open. The uh, steel braided uh, line on the back snapped, yep. and, dude, my my shoulders and everything was killing me. But if I, if I don't think I was wearing that, I would have been definitely broken, if not way worse. And uh, just wanted to – I heard you guys talking about it. In my opinion, I will not ride without it. I think they work 100%. Yeah, no, that's that's great to hear. And, I mean, that totally makes sense that other parts were sore on you and, and whatnot and, and making sense of the, you know, the tether and the back breaking and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those are the stories that we hate but love to love to hear. And, I mean, you're, you're not the only one, but, you know, you're talking to us on the phone. So that's that's awesome. And if you need a new tether, just hit me up, ryan at atlasbrace.com, and I'll, uh, I'll get you one sent out. For sure, man. Have a good night, guys. All right. Sounds thanks, good. buddy. Thanks. thanks for the call. Atlasbrace.com. Well, yeah, so maybe I won't ask GL to read our sponsor reads anymore. <laughs> you cut off from that. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that uh, you know I said like I said earlier, he basing his opinion off of something at least I think a yeah. lot of earlier information and, and stuff like that. And I mean, I'd love to sit down with GL over a couple of Red Bull and vodkas and uh, couple. Well, my couple and his couple might yeah. be different, yeah. but yeah. Um, and kind of go over go over the facts. And that's really what it is. I mean, it's hard to get the info out there to everybody, and there's a fine line of the way that you have to do it. But uh, so if you're on the fence and you're going, ah, I want to see data, I want to see information, Atlas Brace, Ryan at AtlasBrace.com, you'll send them some stuff that you guys yeah, have done, I mean, some testing. And- I mean, we've done, we've spent thousands and thousands of dollars on testing yeah. and, and doing this the right way. I mean, we're still, like, to this day, we've been around for five years now, and we're trying to make things better and better and, and you know, lower profile and, and what people want. Um, we have testing on our on our website, but if you want more in-depth stuff, Hit me up, email me, and I will send you what we see and why we believe in the product. All right, everybody, there you go. Uh, we'll be taking a commercial break, second one of the night. Lewis Phillips from MX Vice is here. We're going to talk some GPs. we got Jimmy D coming up. You know Jimmy from yeah, Canada. 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 You know him before or no? Just, Never knew him oh, before, okay. but kind of, I mean, I'm not good buddies yeah. with him, but I uh, yeah. I did some goggle stuff what with him. What about when Dakota said the GPs? Did you Were you covering then or no? Uh, no, I was like 14, 15, so 21. Are you really? Yeah. We're old, bro. Dude. <laughs> we're old. It's 21. So I started doing the... How old were you in 1996? Uh, well, at the start of the year, I would have been like six months. <laughs> that was my first year on the circuit. So 21. He's probably ready to go out tonight on the town after this show. Yeah. It's I'm, my first time in Vegas. All right, everybody. I'm going to go hang myself during this commercial break. We'll be right back for more. Jimmy D, Ryan Lockhart, and uh, Lewis Phillips. Uh, see you after this break. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life. Van Halen and Fly Racing. Flyracing.com. They make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. Flyracing.com. 
The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. It's got what it takes. So tell me why can this be love? Do you ride a stock bike? Then why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles will let you customize your vehicle just like you customize your bike. The new RKR rails with patented detachable steps provide ease of entrance around town and clearance and protection for an off-highway adventure. NFAB's direct bolt-on MRDS pre-runner bumper with multi-mount and LED helps Light up your world. Justin Barcia, Weston Pike, and Filthy Phil are all NFAB users and fans. Visit NFAB.com to learn about all of the innovative products and how you can outfit your build. NFAB. Get your truck in gear. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil, change the bushings, change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. Pulp MX-17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Attention KTM riders. Need a little orange bling for your KTM? Maybe some cool new KTM power wear? Or just a few parts to freshen up your ride? Whatever you're looking for, KTM Parts Express is your place to shop. KTM Parts Express. The number one online source for all your KTM needs. With over 40 years experience in the motorcycle industry, customer service is our specialty. 
Our warehouse is packed full of the latest KTM Powerwear clothing, Powerwear accessories, and genuine KTM replacement parts. Huge inventory, great prices, fast, accurate shipping. Use the code PULPMX to save 15% off your order. KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800 800- 4403559 extension 222 and mention promo code pulpmx2017 for more information check out vortexracing.com and see you at the track mx vice is the word of the day ek chain set out to design a chain that was as elegant and beautiful as it was strong the result is the 3d chain by ek The first thing you'll notice about the 3D chain is its formed outer side plates. They have a curved form that helps to reduce weight. The centers of the plates have a recessed rectangular stamping that adds an eye-popping appeal. The inner side plates feature lightning holes and rounded edges to further reduce mass and put more power to the pavement. 3D chains by EK are available in three colors. Chrome nickel, black gold, full gold. 3D's elegance is matched only by its strength. 11,400 pounds of tensile strength to be exact. That's enough to handle any motorcycle, no matter the terrain. The QX2 X-rings that are featured in the 3D chain have a better wear resistance than standard QX rings by 30%. This more efficient design results in a chain that transfers 1% more power and torque to the rear wheel. EK is accepting applications for rider support. Get your 3D chain by EK at a great price through the EK Rider Shop. To apply, visit ekchainusa.com and click on Rider Support. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer 
for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel Rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Guts Racing, the leaders of seat technology, has tons of new stuff for 2017. Guts Racing has new products like RCH Factory Suzuki Graphic Kits and complete Husqvarna seats. Guts Racing has added new gripper material colors, fluorescent yellow and pink to go with nine other colors we already have. Guts Racing even expanded to more teams and riders. 2017 Guts Racing will be seen on JGR MX, RCH Suzuki, Factory Husqvarna, Cycle Trade Yamaha, Blue Buffalo, Barn Pros, MCR Honda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Malcolm Stewart, and many, many more top teams and riders. Guts Racing has the world covered for 2017 and beyond. So now it's time you join the Guts Racing team by using discount code PULPMX2017 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. Founded in 1999, PivotWorks was created with the vision of providing a fast, easy, and complete solution to maintaining the suspension and chassis of your dirt bike or ATV. By taking all of the hard-to-find parts within the different chassis and suspension segments and packaging them into one easy-to-order kit, PivotWorks helps simplify the way you buy dirt bike parts. You can save time and money by ordering a PivotWorks swing arm or linkage rebuild kit that contains all of the necessary parts for a complete rebuild, whether it's wheel bearings or a complete shock rebuild kit. PivotWorks has what you need to get your bike or ATV handling like new for a fraction of the price of the OEM parts. If you race, ride for fun, or just like restoring bikes like Mathis, PivotWorks should be your first choice when it comes to bearing and seal replacement. After almost 20 years of business, PivotWorks is still the leader in OEM quality aftermarket bearing and seal kits. And PivotWorks is giving back to Pulp MX listeners by offering a special 30% discount for all orders placed online. Go to PivotWorks.com today and use the discount code PULPSHOW2017 for a 30% discount on your order. Ride hard, ride, hard, ride, fast, ride fast, ride PivotWorks. Pivot Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. 
To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica JPS Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Established in Northern California in 1989, Works Connection's original idea to bring top-shelf motocross and supercross products to market still holds true today. Offering protection and performance upgrades in the form of either aluminum or plastic skid plates, the patented pro-launch start device, radiator-saving radiator braces, or the unique tack hour meter with maintenance timer. Being just a few of the product choices, Works Connection stocks. Tested and trusted by RCH Racing, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Rock River Yamaha, and Babbitt's Kawasaki. You can count on Works Connection to provide reliable products that deliver. Available on the web at worksconnection.com or your local retailer.
comeback. It's a new song. Oh, yeah. What is with you and Journey? Like, what is the deal? I mean, I don't know. It's just like, it makes me... I don't know. I just love the music. Like, like everybody in Canada knows you love Journey. Yeah. People know, like, Journey's your, your jam. Yeah. It just has been. It started off because Don't Stop Believing would always come on at after parties back in the day, and shirts would come off and whatnot. I don't do that anymore, of course. You don't do that anymore. No. Family man. Yeah. Hi, Randy at home, right. taking care of my son, <laughs> and you're holding the fort down well right now. I love my, you. I got to tell Louis, so Vegas, Hard Rock. Hotel, yeah. U.S. Open after party years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. years ago. Yeah, we're at the Circle Bar. We're all kind of hanging out. My wife is like, "Look at that guy over there. He's got no shirt on, and there's a guy up against like a roulette table like this, like no shirt, just like looking like yeah, he's yeah, yeah. struggling." We're like, ah, "Look at that <laughs> idiot!" And I'm like, "I think that's Noof," <laughs> and it was. It was him. It was a special By himself. Night. Yeah. It was, well, I was, wasn't was by myself earlier. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> and then did, what did we do? We hung out. We hung out. I just had no shirt on. I don't know. I don't do it anymore. Like, I'm not. It just used to be a thing, and I always yeah, get put up to it. Right. I was like, well, oh, take your shirt off. Eventually, it got to be like, like you were like, Shuckles the Clown. You had to dance. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Well, I always used to like think, okay, I can't wear a good shirt out tonight because it's either coming right. off and going on the floor or getting yeah. ripped off, and so I just wear right. old shirts. Atlasbrace.com, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Behind the new lock card. Yeah, don't tear this shirt off. No, that's a good shirt. Yeah. Um, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTLSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you on a Monday night. Thanks for listening, everybody. Justin Hill was on earlier. Uh, Marvin Muskan was on earlier. Travis Preston was earlier. Ryan Gold called back. Yeah, God love Guaranteed him. to call back. He did. I thought he'd be in bed. He was, what was he doing? Hockey. He'd right? come back from hockey, yeah. yeah. Jason Thomas, of course, was on as well. Uh, Lewis Phillips from MX Vice here. The, the FIM website of the year, mxvice.com. I think pulpamex.com was uh, the runner-up. You're out of your mind, dude. Maybe. Maybe not, but I think they were. Uh, Roost MX. Uh, Heath Harrison did well for these guys as a fill-in for Bradley Taft. Tommy Hans out there as well, repping Roost MX uh, graphics on the Cycle Trader team. Go to the Pulp Nation. Use the Pulp Nation code to save 20%. RoostMX.net. Remember, not .com, .net. Full Pulp MX section on their site. So we thank those guys. They got a shirt with my face on it. It says Manitoba Assassin. <laughs> Is you it going to be a hot seller? I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to give one to Dakotas, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he'll run it. He would. His chick's from Manitoba. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Roos is not your average graphics company. In addition to graphics for your bike, they offer a wide range of custom products, T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. Use code Pulp Nation to save 20% at those guys. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, next up, he tied a career-best Supercross performance uh, in um, Oakland. Led 10 or 11 laps in uh, Glendale. Former Canadian national competitor. Yeah. Jimmy San D. Diego. What's up, bro? San Diego. Sorry. What's going on? I, I got to say, I was listening earlier to the show. Anyone thinks Porcel is not going to go up there, Canada, and win? You're insane, bro. It's Porcel. He the, with the moon and the sun could not be in the right direction. Yeah, but he doesn't even like. I I was the same with Davey last year. I said Davey's not going to win. Davey's not going to win. Right. I thought Gorky all day. I watched him the year before when I raced. He was incredible. I'm like Gorky's going to win. And Davey, I was at Kamloops the first round. And he shut me right up. Me too. <laughs> me too. I said the same I, thing. Yeah. 
I had nothing to say. Davey looked so good out there. I was like, oh, my goodness. Right, right. Okay. Why yeah, did I even yeah. say he wasn't going to win? Yeah. You know what? You're kind of right. And, and you know what? Fuck. It's different up there. It's like a big, right. like, it's different. It's not like a national league. It is, obviously, but it's Porcel is going to know he has those guys covered. And right. Just, he could ride at 80% and still beat him, I feel like. See, fucking, right. I mean, uh, fucking JT, like we were talking about Millsaps, and JT's like, He's got more talent than everybody else. His bike's going to be great. He knows he can win, which is exactly what you just said, Jimmy D. He's going to win. Like, JT was very sure of it. Yeah. And and it happened. He was right. Yeah. Because all of us are like, you know, David gets injured. Maybe he doesn't want to be there. Maybe his heart's not in it. Blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. I thought David so, coming into the series last year, I thought, man, is he really going to have the condition? Kamloops is gnarly. Yeah. Jimmy, you rode yeah, Kamloops. Yeah, Kamloops it's is gnarly. tough. And he... Like I said, oh, 15 minutes in, he was he was still in second, and then all of a sudden he just started coming on. So yeah. that, that shut me up for the rest of the year. Jimmy D, are you done with Canadian Nationals? Why do I always hear your name about Canadian Nationals? I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm done. I mean, it's always an option I have. Okay. Last last year I did the arm pump surgery after Vegas, and then there was guys hurt on Geico, so they offered me to just finish out the series with them. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't really explore any options, but I was actually thinking of going back and riding for Kev last year. Mm-hmm. The Geico deal didn't surface, but okay. with them signing me for this year for Supergrass, they really didn't want me switch a brand anyways. Mm-hmm. So that kind of got shut down. So my only other option would have been uh, GDR, and I actually contacted GDR, but they were full and they couldn't make it work. So I was either going to sit out all summer, or Geico was going to put me on as a fill-in, and that's kind of how it worked. Yeah, I think they. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah. I would go up there okay. and race again, and for sure, if the opportunity presents itself. But it's got to be worth it for me. And obviously, if I have an opportunity in the states, I'd, I'd rather do that. But right. I like Canada. I love the series. Like I had a blast, and obviously, Jamie's from there too. So like, it's she does the series too. So it's it's fun. You know, I, I enjoyed it. Right. Um. Yeah, I think Digger has to. Honda wants Digger to hire Canadians. You know. Yeah. So yeah, with, with, I, I figured that. With Just you? putting it out there. After round one last year, I bet you. Digger wish he had <laughs> Jimmy D on the bike. <laughs> I, I the, just putting it out there. The Jeremy Medallia uh, Digger relationship was not very good last no. year. Not good no, at all. No, it went bad. He's got Dylan now, and Dylan's going to be good. Yeah, Dylan be good. Oh, and, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Dylan supporter. And Moff took your old ride at MX101, right? Yeah, that's official? Yeah. Is that official? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deal, yeah. Yes. Well, that's, last year I, I told Kev I wanted to do that deal, but I didn't know if I was going to get re-signed by Geico. And mm-hmm. I waited so long that Moff ended up doing the KTM deal, and Kev kind of lost them on that deal, too. So it was like... Oh, so you screwed... Dig- you I screwed, screwed Kev a little bit. You screwed the hot dog year, vendor. Yeah, sure. Hot dog vendor. And this year, I, I honestly would possibly think about going up there again, but <laughs> he obviously has to get Moff and, and do what's best for his team. And mm-hmm. So obviously that's how it works. But yeah, I had fun when I rode for Kev, and you know, we actually like had a good year. It was fun. So okay, you're still dating Jamie. I didn't know whether to bring that up or yeah. not. Okay, uh, so from Man- yeah. from Man- all right, from Manitoba. Yeah. Yes, Manitoba yeah. local, just like you. Yeah, no, the four-time champion I am. So. Four-time champion, Steve Masters. I'm miss- all bottom over there. I missed a fifth by two points. Still think about it. <laughs> so. um, hey, all right, let's get into your race. Uh, nice work all over McElrath at the end. And uh, Newf and I were talking this morning. You were so good in the whoops, Jimmy D, all year, and both of us are like. Who knew Jimmy D was so fast in whoops? Like, I've been talking about it for two days now. Right. Like, those whoops were tough, dude, and you were really good yeah. in them. I don't know. I just I went out in that first practice, and the first lap I went in and blitzed them, and I just felt good in them. I was like, wow, I got these I got these things dialed. And even last year I was pretty good in them, but I think 
how much better Christian was than me in them. Mm-hmm. He overshadowed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I just think our bikes are actually set up really good for whoops. And believe it or not, I went back to my setting from last year before this weekend. Okay. So, and I knew that was good for whoops, and it, it actually helped, which Dude. which is the Air Fork. And I just switched back. Oh, okay. All right. I don't Interesting. Even know if I'm supposed to even be saying that, but uh, whatever. <laughs> Dude, who cares? At this point, Air all, Spring, it's all the same. To all you jerkies switch back and forth. We all lose count now at this point. Yeah. Um, but hey, and Oliver McElrath at the end, I bet you wanted him. Bet, bet that you were pissed. Dude, I, dude, I don't know. That's uh, so frustrating. For me, a fourth is like a tenth. Like, really? Yeah. I mean, no, it's not in, in the grand scheme. <laughs> things, but I mean, dude, no. Time. I've been in this class a while, but I, I want to get on the podium. Like, right, right. I mean, this weekend you looked racy, though. Like, you, your starts have been pretty good all year. And, I mean, yep. not to sound bad, but you kind of went backwards at a couple rounds. But wow. This week, yep. Wow, Newf. This, wow, this weekend yeah. he went forward at the end of the main. And, like, you were right there. And, like I said, the whoops, you looked good. You looked aggressive the whole main. And definitely you looked – I mean, you redeemed yourself from those couple rounds where, you know, the starts were there, but the finishes weren't. Yeah, and I, I honestly – I hate to say it, but I think a lot of it was my bike set up. Mm-hmm. And going back to my air actually really helped me a lot. But I don't know. Overall, when you just like, I just felt comfortable on my bike all day. And I knew, I knew going into the racing that I had the whoops in the bag. So I knew no matter what, I was never going to get past in the whoops. Right. I was probably going to make passes in the whoops, which actually got me in big trouble in the heat race. But <laughs> yeah, I did. But, <laughs> but then backed well, it up just, in the main because you well, did the same thing and against almost the him. same thing happened. Yeah. <laughs> I tried doing it on the last lap to him, but the lappers were in the way, and he just moved over. And yeah. I literally was handled. We were side by side in the whoops, and I just I couldn't jump the triple. And yeah, I yeah I got told if I don't if I want to get on the podium, I need to learn how to jump the triple. So <laughs> I heard all about it. <laughs> the Rock just coming in hot with with uh. uh well, I, th- oh, I actually got it from Seth too. Oh, for, oh really? Oh, jeez, Rarick. Yeah. Don't listen to Rarick. Just they, they all say just, I settled. Hey, you settled. You settled. You settled. Hit, hit Rarick. Freaking rode as hard as I could. That's all I had. Yeah. Hit Rarick up and be like, "Hey, bro, how'd that pro career work out for you? How'd that pro career work out, Rarick? <laughs> just hit him with that. He did. He got redemption up there in Canada. Stripping <laughs> the dick. Redemption. Yeah, blew redemption. up every moto. Redemption pushing his bike. Two strokes. Pushing his bike off every yeah. second moto. He with, hated that. With Murph. I've seen it all. I didn't know Murph was his mechanic, which I, I've been yeah. loving. I'm loving the fact that Murph. Murph's bike blew up. Not his fault. Murph but... had to push that bike off ten times. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, Nicoletti's mechanic. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, anyways, uh, Jimmy D. So, hey, so San Diego comes. You lead what? Eleven laps? Ten laps? I don't. I don't know what it Man. is. But, okay. You think um, I was wishing for the old format at that point? Well, yeah. I know, right? Hey, let me ask. Let me ask you this. Um, so, do you like? Do you take a positive from that at all? Because it's the most laps you led. Um, yeah, you drop back way further back than you would have liked. But are you super pissed about that, or do you go, hey, led the most laps, blew up a little bit? We'll get them next time. Like, what's the attitude like after something like that? Um, I was pretty bummed, honestly. Okay. That was yep. that was probably the hardest race for me of my whole career. Oh, okay. Just because on, like, lap eight, I still had it. And I was like, in my head, I, was like, I can win this. Like, So when I got off the track and I got six, and I was like, man, I, sh- I realistically should have won that race or at least podiumed it mm-hmm. at worst. So I was pretty devastated. But uh, actually, Will Hahn really helped me and kind of put it in perspective. And Will's done it a lot. Like, he's he's – done this racing thing a long time so he knows kind of what i was feeling but he's like dude you got to take it as you just led 10 laps your lap times are on pace he's like you you have to take the positives out of this or you're going to have the next three four weeks are going to be bad for you so yeah i did the best but i took some positives from it but it was 
I don't know. It was something that was in the back of my mind this weekend when I was in fourth and I started I started losing Shane a little bit and I was like, you know what? I'm not I'm not giving up. I'm not settling for fourth. Like, yeah, it's a it's a good finish, but it's it's not a podium, and that's what mm-hmm. the team wants. That's what I need, and it's like it definitely helped me this weekend because I pushed Shane all the way to the end. But a part of me too, I was going faster than Shane the whole main event. I should have. Mm-hmm. I made a couple of mistakes that he got by me, and I should have just stayed in third the whole time and even got a little closer to Marty and put myself in a better position. But, like, I, I'm just starting to run with these guys more and more, mm-hmm. so it's going to take a little bit of confidence to be up there, you know. Well, it's about time that with Martin out, the, the Rocco gave you the good stuff. It's, it's finally about time for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was actually super mellow in the rig this weekend. I mean, yeah. I already like my. I knew what I was on for suspension. I wasn't making changes. No yep. one was panicking. Right. Kind of just, all right, let's let Jimmy ride and do his thing. So, are you in the same deal for nationals? Say, like, uh, not not a full time ride, but you know, someone, know someone gets hurt, I whatever. Okay, about it. yeah, you I'm just I've just been focusing on these six weeks, and mm-hmm. when, the, when we go east, I'll probably start working on my outdoor plan, whether it's with Geico or. Mm-hmm. So another team that needs a filling guy outdoors, or if it's Canada, I just I don't know yet. Everything's in the. Uh, up in the air for me. And before this weekend, after Phoenix, I straight up, Phil stuffed me off the track in Glendale. I just got back on the track in eighth behind Haney. I stayed there the whole main event. So uh, last week I was thinking if I should even do these like things any longer. And now this week I'm like, all right, well, I think mm-hmm. I got it again. <laughs> I think I got it. I, I said to Phil, I'm like, Jimmy D owes you one after Glendale. And he goes, what, dude? He, he got me first. It was dirty he first. I got him first, but I don't know. I, I got him after, I think, when he. Yeah, knuckle, and he started fading back. Then I stuffed him, but I don't know if I got him first. No, dude, I, started I don't think second. you did. Yeah, Porkner was first, and that was the only time he passed me. So it would have been. Yeah, I think it would have been after. I think he was a little dirty right there. I don't know. I mean, I could have let off. I just didn't think he was going to run it in that hard. I just well, he's, he gets know. angry out there on the track. Um, yeah, that's right. Well, if you don't, I think you'd make a good co-host on the Pulp Show. So if you don't have nothing this summer, come on up here. I'll pay you like a hundred bucks to co-host. Yeah, that's fine. I'll go put it on the blackjack table. Yeah, there you go. Just one hand. Just keep just keep running <laughs> keep it. Keep going. Over, it. over and over. Let's take a phone call for Jimmy D. Brought to you by RoostMX.net. Of course, the Cycle Trader Rock River team running that. Decor Custom. graphics. Decor graphics. I don't, I'm not familiar with that company. I don't know. I just know <laughs> RoostMX.net. Uh, Kyle, you got a question for Jimmy D.? Yeah, Jimmy, I had a, a question about the arm pump surgery. I heard a, lot, a couple of the guys, uh, actually, I had a conversation with my cousins about it this weekend, but I was curious uh, what that was all about and how invasive that was for you. And Yeah, how did it work out, Jimmy? For me, it was the best thing I've, I've pretty much ever done in my career, I think. I really, um, I, the thing I missed on it, like, it was four weeks from the time they cut me over until I got back on the dirt bike, and then I gave myself... The fifth week was kind of riding, but it was a little sore on breaking bombs and stuff like that. I could still feel it. But for me, the biggest thing that hurt me with it was I didn't do enough physical therapy. So my arms got scar tissue, and I got some complications from that during the summer. Mm-hmm. But now that I go get massages once a week and they work on the scar tissue and, and make sure my arms are soft and loose, I have no problems. And I rarely, rarely get arm pump like this weekend in the main, I got the tiniest little bit in my right arm, but oh, that's that awesome! So gnarly, that's so gnarly. You can't expect that. Yeah, I've heard so much hit and miss from that surgery. Like Renard yeah, got it, thing. and Dowdy got it, and different guys over the yeah. years. I remember, I remember Mike Treadwell um, and Treadwell's Jimmy. the one that gave me the doctor and told me to do it. But Treadwell's yeah, didn't it. work that great. He's had it done a couple times, and I can remember the last year Treadwell did in Canada. He had like arm pump surgery that winter. 
We lined up beside each other. It was like 06. He's like, dude, I have arm pump after the parade lap. I'm screwed. <laughs> and I'm like, didn't you just get surgery? And he's like, I'm, I'm seriously screwed right now. <laughs> Hot lap. And, and is it a muscle or is it a tendon or is it, so what is it exactly? It's, I, they they like cut the skin. I, yeah, I believe they cut the skin around your muscle so that it can expand and like have room to breathe. But I'm not, I'm not really sure. I'm just a, Dumb motocross guy that can help him, so cut me open. Awesome. I didn't really study up on it, you know. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, it's it's like a thin skin around your muscle, the fascia they call it or something. Yeah. And they cut it open. It's basically like um, you know, allowing the muscle to pump up and and get get expand. Expand. So. But yeah, I think the same thing. It either works or it doesn't. But good to hear that. Uh, No, it works for me. It worked really well. God, Jimmy D. I've done these podcasts with I did one with KJ and Treadwell and JoJo a little while ago. New England. Your, your name came up in all of them, I think. I hope so. We're all New England guys. Yeah, I know. JoJo and you were buddies. Yeah, I know. JoJo's the man. Dude. I've been trying to get him to come to a round with Ziggy, but I haven't seen him yet. JoJo. I didn't even know he listens to all the podcasts and stuff. I was like, what? JoJo listens to yeah. podcasts? Like, he downloads things? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I could, oh, I could totally see JoJo just sitting there, just listening to the podcast. I can see it right now. Uh, um, hey, we were talking to... I don't know who we were talking to in studio here. Maybe it was Langston who was hammered last week. I don't know. Um, <laughs> somebody. And we were talking about LaRocco. And people got to know this guy. He's not stone cold serious rock. Like, the no. guy's funny, dude. Dude, he's hilarious. And that's the thing is he wants to be funny and joke around with the whole team. But he, like, he won't do it. But you know he wants to. Like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. But, no, nah, he's. Like, I remember when I first called on Geico, I was so scared of that dude. Right, right. He he made me so nervous. I didn't even want to talk to him. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> and now, like, I just, he doesn't, like, he just, I don't know, he's just rocks. Like, he, yeah. he's not as scary as everyone makes him out to be. And he's, no. like, he's actually really, really funny. 702-586-POLP. You got a question for Jimmy Dakota. Sorry, Jimmy. He's not as hard on us as people think he is either. You know? Right, he, right. All he has to do is look at you and you know what he's thinking. And what is that clown Wilbur like around the truck? Like, what is going on with that guy? Will, Will keeps it pretty pretty uh, professional. <laughs> really? He does good. Okay. He does good, yeah. I mean, me and him, we have our moments, but, you know, when it's everyone around, he does good. I don't know if I've heard and the word. Will, perf- Will's really good with testing. And is he? Yeah. He fits that role perfect for our team. He oh, really does. And good. He's like the same weight as me. And he, you know, I went to this air setting. He went and rode it after. And, Help me get my shock better with it, and same with Rock. You know, Rock even rides my bike sometimes. So mm-hmm. it's good though to have Will because he's pretty much. Believe it or not, Will is the same speed as me right now. Like he can throw down. Jeez, yeah. If, if I asked him today, I go, if you were still eligible for the 250 class, do you think you'd be filling in for Jmart? <laughs> he said maybe. He just have to cut back the captain and coax. I don't know if I've heard the words professional. Will Hahn in the same sentence. So yeah, it's not bad. No, um, he does good. So, okay, well, look, in Canada, if you want to go up, hot dog vendor's full, digger is full, but, full. but team. Jacob Hayes yeah. blew up his ankle in Arena Cross, and he was going to ride for uh, Monster Cowie. There we go. Jimmy, there's, guess, your, there's yeah. your ride. What about, what about Bobby Hewitt's team? Doesn't he have a, a – is he doing a 250 guy or is he only No, I think he's only 450. You know, maybe Medallia? I don't know. But then Disco Stu has a team. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. We got to get you a ride, Jimmy D. Yeah. I already texted Cowie, so. Oh, you did? No, I okay. But I will. I will. It sounded good on the show. I will. Yeah. It'd be great to have Jimmy back. Yeah. People like it's, Jimmy. I'd D. love to come back. I, I'd love to stay on Geico and do outdoors for them, but 
No, for when sure. they have four guys and I'm the fifth guy, it's, it's yeah. not realistic. It's hard, yeah. Obviously, you don't want to bank on anyone getting hurt, so it's kind of like... Hey, and guess what? No Nanaimo this year. So. Uh, yeah, I know. That makes the series about 110% more. <laughs> right? That was... Did you... Oh, did you hate it that bad, Jimmy? Dude, I rode Kamloops, the greatest. I thought it was the best track ever. Real moto. Uh-huh. I was pumped. I went 1-1. I went to Nanaimo. I'm like, this is a dirt bike track. This is a series. Like, I felt like I lost... Every fight in me I had to go race that track. Like, your, your bike did break started, the first moto, though, to give you. Yeah, true. Hot. But the second one, I started, like, seventh, and it took me, like, the whole race to get to fourth. I just stayed there. Yeah. Like, Fuck I tried so hard, and I could not pass anybody. Like, it was so frustrating. I think if you, were, if you were an Nanaimo guy, like Beats and Fasciati, you yeah. loved it. You're either a Nanaimo yeah. guy or you're not a... There was a few people that loved Nanaimo yeah. and that just always looked forward to it, but... Right. 99% right. of the population. Carpenter t- told me one time that it's, it, he's never even practiced on a track that bad. No, terrible. <laughs> terrible. And then you go to Calgary the next weekend, and it's perfectly groomed, right? filled, ruts everywhere. I'm like, why can't you just do this? Like, right. I, I mean, I get the dirt is terrible, and it, it, the wastelands is a good name for it, but <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, and I felt bad because I really actually, like, Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the the island. I enjoyed everything yeah, cool. about it, except for sitting on my dirt bike and riding out on the dirt. Do you want to call it dirt? Whatever it is. Do you have any uh, Villaman Craig stories you can share that was anything exciting at the test track? Mm, no, nothing really. They've okay. been they kind of do their own thing. I don't have anything. Uh, okay, because we Villaman's on play a little poker together. That's about it. Villaman's on our show a lot, you know, and he's always yeah. telling us about things, and it seems like it's gonna be great. He's gonna get start yeah. yelling and screaming. He's he's definitely straight up. With Christian and anybody, actually, so right. But I, I don't see too much of it. I kind of do my own thing. and yep. I leave the track. Um, looking forward to Dallas this weekend. It's gonna be dry, you know, good dirt, football field, like the like legit for the first time all year. Decent Supercross track. Yeah, I'm pumped too. And I went up and rode Castillo Ranch uh, in December, mm-hmm. and that's supposedly the same layout as Dallas. So oh, it I is okay. Like yeah, that's something that kind of helped me just going into that first practice. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't look forward to 7.30 track walk. I don't think anybody does. Yeah, bro, that's, that's rough. A little, that's a little crazy to me, but I actually, this weekend with the schedule and the two practices and being done at 7, I, I didn't mind it. I actually was like, yeah. got back to the hotel, it was 8.30. I'm like, what do I what do? I, do? Like, yeah. I can't sleep. What yeah, I do. No, I agree. Uh, like, let's let's drop the one practice. Let's let's go back to a schedule for day races like we had this weekend. You know, nine o'clock track walk time, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And let's do that. I'm down with that. Yeah, I think for the East Coast people too. When we start racing at seven, and it's ten o'clock there, no one's gonna stay up till one in the morning. I mean, yeah, most people do, but yeah. most people just record it and watch in the morning. Yeah. What do you think, Lewis, uh, of the schedule? What do you think? Day races. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to be weird, but I think I'm up preferred it. Yeah, you like yeah, it? Yeah. That was right. I liked it, too. And I, I did Jersey, and I don't know what year it was when they did yeah. the day race. And I hated it then. But this weekend, I liked it because the main event was dark out. So it was like, eh, it's kind of right. Kind of feels like a main event in the heat race. Yeah. Especially in Dallas, where it's a dome, you won't even you won't even know the difference. No, yeah, Jersey was always weird. Like, that day, yeah. You, the, I, I thought that one was weird. Like, it didn't even feel like a race. Like, yeah. The it, gates were dropping, and the fans were just walking around. No one was, like, paying mm-hmm. attention. and did you feel know. like it was more of a relaxed schedule? I talked to a couple guys, and everyone was like, "Ah, oh, this is relaxing today or something. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. That's yeah, I it, it was for me, too. That two practices is pretty is relaxing. And really? I actually I don't like how short the two practices are. I think I think they need to give us more time. If you want to make a bike change, you're not like – if you want to make a bike change, you end up yeah. doing two fast laps the whole time. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, Dungey made a comment about Dungey made a comment in that in a press conference. He'd like to, if there was going to be two, he said make them longer, like make them both. Yeah, longer. I don't mind it because I can pick tracks up quick, and like that's been a good thing for me. So I feel like mm-hmm. guys having less time on it is good for me. But for the sport and people getting hurt, you, you need to give us more time before we're yeah out throwing down a fast lap. Like this yeah. weekend, I did a fast lap four minutes in. It's like yeah. Yeah, I've been on this track for four minutes, and now I'm, yeah. doing, I'm going around as fast as I can go around. Like, yeah, that's cool. When you really, yeah, that's dragging really cool. back, boner air, and like, right, like this isn't just going. safe at yeah. all. When you really think about safe. it, you're right. That is, yeah, it's dangerous. Not safe. Yeah, I want. Well, you know, I, I wrenched. I wrenched for Alex Ray a few weeks back, and I just couldn't believe how fast everything went. Too, I was just like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. we're done. We're here. We're done. Gotta go. Done. Back. Go. Done. Dude, it's crazy. Um, I mean, especially outdoors when you get five minutes free. Right. And the lap time's two minutes and 30 <laughs> seconds. You get a lap and a half, and it's like, all right, time to lay down. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's a little – like, I know no one in the industry wants to go back to two days, but I mm-hmm. felt like for safety of guys mm-hmm. and learning the tracks and mm-hmm. bike setup, I think that was better. Maybe you should more time. Maybe you should tweet about that in the payback again, Jimmy. No, never again. I voice I don't voice my opinions about Felder anyone anymore. I just ride my dirt bike. If I ride my dirt bike good enough, I get paid. So you know, <laughs> nice, nice response. Is somebody shocking I, I you? Is somebody shocking you right now? Quick. <laughs> um, uh, I learned that quick. Uh, Jeff, what's your question for Jimmy D? Hey boys, what's going on? Hey Noob. Hey bud. Hey uh, Jimmy, I just got a couple questions for you. Unfortunately, okay. uh, you guys kind of carried away a little bit from the conversation, but I just want to touch base on like Canada real quick. On uh, I live in Kamloops here, so uh, you guys were talking about Nanaimo and, and Kamloops and stuff. And I know I hear a lot from guys in the states that uh, the tracks and stuff in Canada. I don't know. It's for years it almost came across that like Canada you were like stepping down or like you know it's kind of a bit of a joke compared to MA internationals and. Obviously, their tracks are pretty gnarly, but, uh, you know, like you said, you came here, rode Canada first round. Um, what's it like for guys, you know, like, that do come up here, the tracks are different. You said it's a bit of a different learning curve, you know, East Coast versus West Coast and stuff. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely different up there. And it, it, I wouldn't say it's different as in bad or, or, you know, worse than the AMA Nationals. It's obviously a smaller series, but... To me, like, I actually enjoyed the tracks. I felt like they weren't so killed so deep. Mm-hmm. There was more passing, and I feel like that aspect of the U.S. stuff is overwatered, killed 10 feet deep, and you just get a slot car track. And all it does is make the best even better and separates those guys even more from the mid-pack guys. And it's like you're just killing the racing in the sport when the top guys are gone and the rest of the guys are just floundering through these 10-foot ruts. Like, I think... I'm I'm all for watering and tilling, but I think they take it to another level in the states. Yeah. Where in Canada, they don't till them as deep, they don't water them as much. Some rounds. Yeah, when you never when you never have to change water. when you never have to change your tire combo, that's something's wrong with that. Like you just never yeah. you run the same tire every single race At outdoors. Every round. Yep. yep. Because even if the dirt's different, they just they fill it enough that yep. it becomes loam and it's just run it up. Sawdust, rice, yeah. rice holes, like I thought water. It was cool that you could go from Calgary to Kamloops to. Well, Deschambault was a guy like that track. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I liked how like the, the soil up there was really good, and I actually enjoyed the series a lot, and I had fun. And for me, like like you were saying, there's some guys go to Canada and think it's a step back, and people will bust on for it. But for me, it's like we're mm-hmm. here to ride dirt bikes and make money, and if there's a good opportunity up there, and it's a fun series, and I get to expand my name in a different part of the world, it's that's never a bad thing. 
Cool. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for your call, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, hey, can I just real quick, he was mentioning Air Forks there. He went back to the Air Forks thing. You know, like someone like Jimmy who's so fast, I mean, um, how how what is the difference again back from Canada to the states and you know your Geico setup in the states the suspension versus your suspension setup on your Yamaha in Canada like is that a is it a big game changer is it a big deal you know you have the, your factory stuff is just unobtainable to guys in Canada is it that much of a deal breaker or is it you know obviously you guys are talented racers and at the end of the day the fast guys are going to win but you know did you find a big difference from your Canadian setup to your American setup? Um, yeah, look, for sure. I was running a production fork in Canada and here, obviously I have an A kit fork in Canada. I believe I was on spring and here I'm, I've been on air and supercross last year. And for the first part of this year, I was on spring, but, um, I don't know. I just think for me, I'm, I'm all about like sag and fork height and getting my bike to corner. And then for me, the suspension comes, just comes along with it. And I was actually happy with my setting in Canada and, I don't know. I don't tend to be too picky with the bike. Like, I was listening to the show earlier, like like Justin Hill was saying, it's mm-hmm. it's not rocket science. You just got to ride the dirt bike, you yeah. know. And mm-hmm. we all overthink so stuff. Geometry is more important than bump absorption. For me, um, yeah. For the performance of the bike, I think the yeah. fork height and sag height and the way I just feel and can corner a bike is more important to me than than anything really. Chris Kiefer would disagree about air forks. He hates air forks. Can't stand them. I think I think there's an argument in supercross and outdoors. You know, I think it's different. Supercross, okay. you need that air fork hold up. And mm-hmm. I didn't hit the whoops this weekend or all season long like I did this weekend. And the only thing I changed was my air fork. So you can't really argue that. I think the air fork will wear a guy out in the long run because obviously it is a little bit stiffer and to me feels a little bit more rigid than the spring. But you can race the air fork harder. You can charge stuff. You can push into stuff and, and, and not worry about being too deep in the stroke. So I think for outdoors, the hand feel on the spring is good, but in Supercross, mm. I think the, the air is a good a good combination. Thanks for the call, man. Right, Appreciate it. you agree? Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. No, two more, no more questions, Jeff. We're done. we got to move on. Jeff's my bro from Canada. <laughs> oh, it is? You yeah, know I know him. He's actually my dealer, and I fully oh, cool guide him because I didn't recognize his voice when he first oh, started. Oh, so, so now he's – did I just hang up on him? Now he's <laughs> – Yeah, I'm screwed. Now, now <laughs> he recognizes Now me. I'm screwed, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. All right, let's get it to our next caller. Uh, it's Phil from Noops. Phil, Nicole- <laughs> Phil Nicoletti. What's up? <laughs> Uh, I was actually just about to fall asleep. Okay, so I Phil. I told you, Phil, What's Jimmy D owes you one. Why? Well, I talked to Jimmy about this. <laughs> hey, we discussed signing. this. No, no, Phil. We, I thought about it with Steve. You, I got you after you got me. Yes. Sure. Yes. No, you got me. No, 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 no. I you got in me. front of you, though. The second, the second time you passed me was um, uh, before the whoops. AP the first says time you saw me was weekend, in the second Phil. corner. Hold on, Jimmy. A- yeah. AP says good job. Who, who says good job? AP. Ah, uh, AP should have left me alone in that main event. Even <laughs> <laughs> room next time, dude. AP, AP was all over you, bro. All oh over God. you. He was hounding me. I'm just like, dude, just give me like at least a three second gap or something. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, it's Phil. Unbelievable. I, honestly, Phil, yeah. I, look, I'm friends. We're good friends, Phil. I bought you dinner down in Noops a few weeks ago, but Jimmy D owes you one. He owes you Jimmy one. Jimmy D does not owe I me got one. Him Listen, back. I, I, I got him back. I wouldn't stuff me. Jimmy. I wouldn't stuff Jimmy if he didn't stuff me. You know what I mean? No. I don't know if I, I brought like you Jimmy. first, though. No. I know. I like Phil, too, so I don't know. All right, I started yeah. behind Forkner. 
and then you came up on me. No, no, no. So that would have <laughs> been the first time I'm you telling you. Me. I was like, I was like, dang, Jimmy, give me some room, huh? I'm up there grinding the hay bales. Like, good thing I got somewhat longer. <laughs> no, leg. bro, you dirty Jimmy a little bit, and I think, like, you know, no, no. I'd have I to watch the race Jimmy. again, actually, but I'm pretty sure hey, that was. I gave no. What I did you know, to Jimmy, I'm at least I gave him I like got a, you at the end of the race foot in berm. that corner. That he gave me only like okay, one at a time, boys. One at a time. Stop interrupting. One at a time here. Yeah. Everyone's confused. Go ahead. Okay, Jim, Jimmy, go ahead. Okay. I, I'm confused because I got you in the second corner after the start, after. But I don't remember doing it before you hit me. No, yeah. You passed me the first time in the second corner. How, though? If I Then, <laughs> then I was just like, all right, that's enough. So I went into the corner after the roots, and I passed you back. Dirty, yeah, dirty. I cased a super, and then I cased a supercross triple, and my knuckle dislocated. Yes. So yep. then, like, I was literally putting around, and then Jimmy passed me again before the whoops. But he passed like, you clean. No, yeah, I don't know. He I'm, ran I'm me high. You, I passed you the second time in the 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 right hander. Just Phil, don't be surprised. I know you got a career best fifth this weekend. Good job, but don't be surprised if Jimmy D comes in like a torpedo. No. Hey, it wasn't a career best fifth. I've had a couple fifths. Not in the lights class. That just shows you you don't know what you're talking four. about now. Not in the lights class, Jim, Phil? Not in the lights class? Yeah. With the to- I have a bunch of fifths. With the Tony Alessi squad, KTM? 11-10, bro. You got fifth at 11-10? Yeah, I remember yeah, that, actually. Twice or three times, something like that, yeah. Oh God, was, mm-hmm. the, was the bike holding together, or was it near the end? Uh, that was actually uh, oh. two of the three races it did hold together. That three races it held together. He, got <laughs> he, went, he went five, uh, DNF, 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 five, DNF, DNF, five. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I, did see, I did see Jimmy at the autograph signing, uh-huh. and I told him. I was just like, listen, you know. I wouldn't have done it if I didn't get stuff. I was just like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> and what about the? And what about AP? And what about AP and you this weekend, Phil? Like again, you're swerving. What, what I did, I didn't do anything to AP. You're swerving, yeah, so trying you to better, keep. Phil, you better watch out if you come into this house. <laughs> Me and AP are going to be over here. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's all right. I can, <laughs> you know, you think you think AP could dodge my swerving the way he's. Juking down in stage and listening to his on his uh, rapping, listening to his rap music and whatnot. Yeah, if he had the same moves on the track as he did before the race. What seriously? <laughs> what is what is wrong with AP? He can't get a start. So this weekend he got a start, then he hits Forkner. Good God! That was just bad luck. It was, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of started back because <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Well, even Hill, hey, even Hill, we had it. we had Hill on earlier. He wasn't doing great, and then rode around that incident and like ended up great. You know? Oh, yeah. I was even yeah. farther behind Hill. I was like legit fifteenth, and I hit the triple in fourth. I could not believe it. <laughs> I, see. Oh, my I looked God. up. I said, "There's three people in front of me." Like I went in the corner and laughed. This was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, uh, tell AP I was kind of happy he did hit that little piece of plywood. <laughs> Because he did, he did pass me, and then yeah. as soon as he passed me, he hit that plywood, and then tipped over for like four yeah. seconds, like just enough for me to squeak back by him, and I was just like, "Ha ha, sucker!" 
I got this. <laughs> and then he just would not leave me the leave me alone the rest no. of the main event. He wanted some. Yeah, you know? he wanted Phil. I Phil. Know. Um, I right. love AP, and I love Jimmy D. You're just making stuff up. Me, I would yeah. never do that. I would Madison never just yeah. fuel the fire. <laughs> yeah, I've well, got nothing to write about why, or do it. The races <laughs> come to Geico and eat our all food. The fake, it's all the fake news, Matt. pumping out. <laughs> I am, <laughs> I am trying to make some <laughs> fake news right now for sure. Oh, I know, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, this is this is wrong, of course. <laughs> this is fake news. Yeah, and you're from Canada. And you're from Canada. Go figure. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, but they're gonna build the yeah, wall. Yeah. They're gonna keep us out. Manitoba. Yeah. <laughs> well, they keep Jimmy D's chick out too. Bro, she's from Manitoba. Yeah, exactly. Nah, she can she can stay as long as they ship your ass back. I'm okay. <laughs> oh, uh, all right, Phil, we'll let you go. I wanted to try to get Jimmy to yell, but this went backwards. Try and start the fire. Yeah, no, right. you're you're a terrible. We already resolved. I'm going to sleep, fellas. All right, see you, Phil. All right, later, boys. Later, Phil. See ya. Well, that didn't quite work out. Like, no. I really want I really want Jimmy to explode all over Phil. But no. <laughs> they were kind of bickering there for a bit, though. Yeah. Yeah, they were. They it was it bickered. was going. It was. Phil's well, great. Phil just won't accept that I I kid him after. I love Phil on the show. He's he's just he's a perfect like he's just comedy gold each and every week. So he really is. He is. Uh, all right, Jimmy D. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Nice ride, fourth. So close to a podium. Uh, let's yeah. try. Let's try to get the podium this weekend. I mean, you said earlier. Yeah. I may as well get ten. Maybe if I jump the. Maybe if I jump the triple, I'll get on the podium. Hey, you'll, you'll figure it out. You got a top five bonus, so I imagine, right? For Geico? Yeah, right. You don't? I, uh, no. Just top three, huh? That's it. That's what I'm going for. I don't. That probably hurt. That probably what I want. That probably hurt, hurt even more. Yeah, fourth hurt a lot. I don't know if you've seen me roll over the finish line and put my head on my bars, but yeah. <laughs> It wasn't it's fun. coming. It's coming, Jimmy. I, I think. stopped on the top of the finish line and just sat there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. And then I rolled over the finish. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for the time tonight. Appreciate it. We'll see you in Dallas, man. Yep. All right. See thanks. You see ya. Jimmy D, everybody, brought to you by RoostMX.net. I really want to feel to start swearing at him or something. but Yeah, it didn't work out how you thought. How did it work when you called him? Doing good? Uh, it was fine. He, he sounded he, it sounded like he was getting ready for bed or something. Did he know it was you? Yeah. He answered, he goes, oh, no. <laughs> I go, Phyllis, it's Travis. He goes, I know who this is. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> we should call Phil every week. I would call Phil every week except Pookie would get mad at me. So Pookie, let's, let's call Phil every week. Pookie says, too much Phil. Like, There's like, no such thing. That's what I say. Yeah, no, there's not too much. She's like, you, you blow Phil up. Like, she likes Phil. Nothing. She's just like, too much. You tweet about Phil too much. You talk about Phil too much. Phil's entertaining. You got bad news, Phil Instagram. And you, want, you follow that? And you want yeah. Phil to explode all over Jimmy D. Yeah, yeah it sounds gay. <laughs> um, Chris, you got a question for the Noof. Nympho Noof. How's it going, buddy? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Okay, uh, I have a question about 2003. I noticed that you're pushing your uh, your bike from the Nationals up um, Mission Raceway off the finish line. John, what happened? Yeah, actually, I remember that uh, that race uh, super hot that day. I was riding the 250 class and uh, with three KTM, right? 03 yep. KTM. What a death trap! Um, yeah, I was actually having a good moto going. I was like eighth, I want to say, last lap, coming around right before that rhythm. If you remember it, obviously, you sound like you were there, or maybe not. But um, the head on the bike completely splits in half. What? The head splits in half bike just what? Brr, dies out wow 
So Mike Treadwell, who's on the track, who's also the team manager, we're racing against you. That yeah. happens in Canada. Right, right. He's like 12th. He comes around. I'm like, it's, I'm done. Like, I'm completely yeah. depleted, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting there on the side of the track. Bikes tipped over because I threw it on the ground in a fit. He's like, start. He stopped. He's, he's still in 12th. <laughs> he stops. You better start pushing. I'm like, no. He's like, push that effing bike right now. I'm like, okay. Wow. Pushed it all the way over. And Treadwell stopped? He stopped, but then he kept going. Yeah, but. Uh... So I get to this finish line. It's pretty steep. And I was, I'm telling you, dude, I was so done. And I got it all the way up. I'm pushing it. And I got it up to the top, and then I fell down, and then I dragged it like a hero moment. Oh. And everybody was cheering. And I had my helmet off, and I was sweating, and I had blonde tips in my hair, and I looked ridiculous. <laughs> and it's on TV. And then wow, as soon as I got Ryan Hughes moment. As soon as I got it over the top, the guy, everyone's clapping and stuff. And then Chuck Mesley stops. He's racing in the Moto 2. <laughs> picks me up and drives me back to the pits. <laughs> well, I, didn't score, I didn't score. Who? I was 16. You. 16. 16. Okay, yeah. okay. But I didn't score any points, so it was just a complete waste of energy. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Treadwell. <laughs> complete waste of energy, and I was just garbage the next moto. The next moto, moto right? Because oh, you dragged like, your bike for no points. It's just, like, stupid. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, it was garbage. Oh, that's cool, funny. Right. That was a good moment. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for the call, man. All right, see you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Lewis Phillips from MX Vice. Let's talk some GPs here. So uh, I like the GPs. I follow them pretty closely. Hurlings is moving into MXGP class. Geyser is a champion. Two years ago, Faber was unbelievable. Won the title. Um, Caroli is Caroli. Gnarly, bad dude. And then, of course, Hurlings. What do you see happening this year? What do you think is going to happen? Well, starting from the bottom of that group, I would have put Caroli there before these Italian races. Okay. Because I was starting to maybe believe that this is the end, like we're starting yeah. to roll yeah, this out. Yeah, he's got to slow down at some point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but... I'm kind of believing that he's back to some capacity now. Okay. So I've put Fevre fourth in that group because... really? Well, he crashed okay. out of the first Italian round yeah, and knocked dude, himself he, out. preseason races don't mean anything. But he's, a cra- he's sort of turning into a crasher. Okay. Like right. uh, last year crashed right. a lot. And if he's already crashing this year, then yep. you've got to kind of believe he might not be there. Mm-hmm. I find it really hard to bet against Hurland. Really hard. Like, really? Yeah, really hard. To win the 450? Yeah. Like, as much as I probably want to, I just cannot bring myself to say that he won't win because I feel like... Geyser, bro. But even Geyser made mistakes last year. Yeah. So yeah. that could happen again. And Hurlings, right. well, we don't really see that. Yeah. Hurlings hurt right now, right? Uh, yeah, but it's nothing major. Nothing serious. No, he should be back on a bike. You want to know what I love about the GPs? And I just couldn't oh, wait to... I was to... talking to Lewis about the GPs. <laughs> I know, but yeah. I'm going to tell him what I okay. love about All the right. GPs. And Are you, you trying too. to get the GL level right now, or...? It's getting there. Okay. <laughs> it's getting there. <laughs> I love that these guys race in the preseason. Oh yeah, like that's so cool. Not scared. Not scared. Not only that, they do their their international races at their country, whatever country. Yeah. Like during like the their week. national series. Yeah. yeah. And like Tim Geyser can go and not win. You know, and like yeah. kind of maybe in my eyes, it would like oh, it would beat me down so emotionally and and mentally. But then show up at Qatar and. Dude, Win. we can't even get our guys to show at Des Nations. That's why our, our guys won't even do Des Nations. Dungey last year broke his neck. It was like a six to eight week injury on round three, and they're like, "He's out for the year. He's not coming back." Yeah, he was riding. Yeah, he was riding near the end of the nationals. Yeah. 
But our guys are just that. That's it's it. It's different. Yeah, it's, it's just different. I love it that they race. Like yeah. it's so cool to follow those races. You'd think that even racing, like guys that would see Crowley's racing in Italy, to so go somewhere else. But uh, apparently not. The Italian championships really come on recently. Yeah. Like that was never really a popular thing. But now that's just where everyone goes. So when you see Tommy Cyril pushing his bike off or crashing every single GP moto, there's yep. a little part of you die inside of. How would that be? Not because of the British thing, because I'm not like that. I don't okay. really care right. who's British, but because I see how fast he is and yeah. how it could. What I believe it's is been a disaster for Ben them. Townley's Black Cloud have followed him. <laughs> yeah. as, look, totally. They're good mates. That has somehow just... The, the BT Black Cloud was started by me, by the way. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, back, it's back, now on top. Like, back in the day, I used to be like, yeah, the cloud struck again. Because he would just cartwheel or bike yeah. would break. Or, well, or, it's, yeah, it's now Tommy Sell's Black Cloud, and he can't really get away from that. He's doing the same deal? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, same. Speed's there, yeah, though. Like, yeah. the first year he went 450s, it was a bit average. Second mm-hmm. year he was hurt. And then ever since he got on a factory KGM in 2015, the yep. speed's been there, which was kind of missing the first. I felt like they didn't give him enough of a chance. No, yeah, I'm surprised they dropped him. Because right? he was really fast that yeah, year. Yeah, like, there was yeah. one race where he got 22nd. He got disqualified. Like, weird things happened. He got disqualified yeah. for going into pit lane backwards. Yeah. But he had, like, the fastest lap of the race by quite a bit in the sand as well, which is yeah. not his no, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, there are things there that make you believe, but it's not really coming so, together. in your eyes, Hurlings, Geyser, yep. Caroli, yep. Fabra. Yeah. In your power. Maybe that's not necessarily how, like, in order of speed, but no, by yeah. the end of a season, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. attrition and all that, right. maybe that way. Caroli maybe will get ahead of those two because Who? of injuries and crashes, but... Uh, how do you get along with all those guys? How are they going to deal with uh, all good. Yeah. Like even when I was like ju- MX Ice was just starting and I was doing my first race, they've never. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been rejected for an interview from any of them. How do you, so? How do you feel the media stuff compares to the two series? How, how is it? As far as like the coverage, I think America's like light years ahead. The same way like American media reference football as being ahead. I reference American motocross media as you being mean football, soccer, or football, football, football. Your football. Oh yeah, my football. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. You ever follow CFL much? The what? The CFL? I have no idea what that is. Winnipeg Blue Bombers? No. Okay. No. No. So you feel like, like you got, like you, MX Vice and and, and Europe, you guys look at some of our guys, Trans World, Racer X, Pulp. Yep, Pulp, obviously. And and, and he's saying it, Pulp. Yep. Nice. Um, And wanted, and feel like we do a better job? Well, yeah, when I started, like, I remember a podcast you did with Weege, like, ages ago. He said that, like, in order to get into the industry, you kind of have to bring something new. Mm-hmm. So, like, before I started, I kind of realized that in Europe, it's maybe not on the same level as America. So, I was like, right, I'll bring the same kind of truth aspect. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of, like, I kind of emulate Racer X and that's those sort of oh, outlets. Oh, okay. You hear that? And yeah. Pulp, obviously. Emula- emulates Pulp. Yep. Pulp MX. I wouldn't do that so much because I, I, people, like, Barsha block me. So. Yeah. Well, I've oh. had a few of those, but. Have you? Yeah. What was the biggest beef you got into? Uh, my first year, or near about's first year, yeah. uh, you know Brad Anderson, I old did. British champion, yeah, yeah. like quite, yeah, yeah. He Blake basically hates me more than. Wow, how could yeah. anybody hate this guy? I don't know. Well, I was like sixteen at the time, so you're only twenty-one. Yeah, That's exactly. Not that long a lot of time to make more enemies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, he, yeah. yeah, he really, really, yeah. really. What'd you write? Did you say like, oh, he's struggling uh, or something? No, or? he was leading a race. He was leading a race, and whoever was behind him was like all over him, and the track was quite one-lined. So all I wrote was that maybe there's a chance that if the track wasn't as one-lined, he would have lost the lead sooner. Okay. And yeah, big deal. Yeah, he yeah. full on. Uh, 
yeah, wants wow. to light me on fire. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. Neil Prince doesn't like me, the oh, British team yeah, manager. Yeah, British team manager. Yeah, because I said he had to call Wilson back, and <laughs> that was the wrong thing to say. I tweeted about it, too. Yeah. But I talked to him at Disney Nations. I don't know if he put it together that I was Pulp MX. Do you know what Probably I mean? Probably not. But I said on Twitter, like, I thought it was a bit of a shitty thing to do. You don't got to pick him, but I think you owe him a call. Yeah, or even... Dean said nothing happened, nobody called him, he wanted to go, and nothing happened. Even if Dean never called him in the first place, maybe he doesn't have to call, but the fact that Dean was trying to yes. get in contact, you have yep. to kind of acknowledge yes. that. And just say, hey man, thank you, we're, we're looking in other directions. Because we're going to need him at some point. Yeah. Like, if it's not this year, it'll be... Yeah. Like, at some right. point, he will have so to be on the Neil team. So, Neil Princeton wasn't pumped on that? No, but there's... I, he's hated me for a while as well. And so that did the final straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your coverage of, of the England's Dis Nations effort? England, like, isn't as... Uh, the British Championship are probably less of a fan of me than MXGP. Yeah, really? Everyone in MXGP yeah, is yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and what else in the... I see... Okay, now, I look at the at the media in, in the GPs. These guys come off a of moto, Noof. You don't know if you've ever been to the GP, but... I these, have, yeah. These guys come off a of moto. They have to do an interview yeah. with, with, the, with the trackside announcer and the TV. They, they do one with the, in front of the crowd... Right there on the podium, right? I think they're yeah, on the podium for it. Uh, well, behind okay. the podium. Yeah. Then they do TV. Yep. Then they go to the press conference after the motos. Then they hang around the press conference. Yep. These guys, I mean, if you tried to tell James Stewart back in the day, hey. There's no way. Yeah. Stick around here. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Like I say, no, I've, like, I've never been rejected, even when I've kind of been in awkward situations. Like last year, like obviously, I don't want to bug the guys. Yeah. But Herlins was walking out of the track with bags to the airport. Yeah. So I kind of, like, he saw me and asked if I needed an interview. And I was like, oh, don't worry really? about it. And they gave me, like, 10 minutes. And, like, I even tried stopping it halfway through. And he was yeah. like, oh, no, it's fine. Continue. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Man. No, they're yeah. much more open. I so, uh, yeah, how do you feel about the U.S. guys? Been treated? How have you been treated by the U.S. guys? I don't struggle. Like, last year was my first year doing Supercross. So, uh -huh. like, obviously, no one knew my face or anything. And, like... I think Anaheim won. I interviewed Dungey and Roxon in the same night. So, yep. like, just after it, back yeah. in the trucks yeah. or whatever. Yeah. When it was the old way and the right. way it works. Right, right. Yeah. So, and and so you find the the access for you has been fine. Yeah, like, over here. But I feel like maybe because I'm so young, people don't really realize. Yeah, yeah. What I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're probably like, yeah. Like and I have it. Like the first time I interviewed De Costa in 2013, I went up to him with my recorder and he asked me if I wanted an autograph. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, eh, I'd rather an interview, but... <laughs> right, right. Hey, um, I think there's something to Barsha sniffing around the GPs. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you agree? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's got a girlfriend in England. He's got his chicks in it England. It seems like everything's lining up that way. Yeah. But whether yep. it will come together. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it sounds like he does, it's not, he's not all in no. with wanting to go there. But if certain things don't fall into place yeah, here... Yeah, if he doesn't kill it here... Well, not even that, if he doesn't get... I feel like if he doesn't get what he wants from yeah. the American industry, then yeah. he'll quite happily yeah. jump ship. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I don't know how Barsha and the GPs. I don't know how his style would work on a slick, yeah, stereotypical European track. Yeah, I mean, Dis Nations, we've seen good and bad from him. Yeah, so be good. fair, he like Tushintal and yeah, and yeah. Lommel, he was probably the best American. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah absolutely. And Tushintal was. Looked like a bomb had hit it by the end of the weekend. Yeah. yeah. You just love, you're loving the fact America's lost, what, five in a row now? Uh, not that. Yeah, five. Yeah, five, yeah, in, yeah. five, five in a row. Canada so, was good last year. Dude, Did you see that? Yeah. What about Canada last year, bro? Oh, it was amazing. Kevin it was Benoit. probably the highlight of my designations. Did you see me downstairs today? 
Watching, no. watching no. it on your TV? No. Yeah, I was watching it. How are you watching it on my TV? I don't know. You had to record it. Did I? Yeah. It was, oh. I didn't realize how... I mean, I saw highlights. I didn't realize how good Benoit was. Dude, he was really good. For, for like 14 minutes... He was within three seconds of those guys. Yeah, I know. Where did that come no from? No one knew who he was. No. They struggled with his name every time. <laughs> Paul Mullen struggled. Like, Canada's uh, Kevin <laughs> Benoit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Benoit put his back on the map. Thank God. I guess it came out of nowhere. It was good for I mean, it was awesome. He looked good. Yeah. Poor Where guy. is it this year? Uh, Matley. Matley? Yeah. Is that going to be good? Uh, yeah. No, yeah. It's a good track. Probably one of the best... And one of the most American as well. Oh, is it? Yeah. So if so there's a year it, where America are going to bounce it coming back, back? Is it, did, it should do. Okay. Like, the track is literally basically a national track. Like, yeah. rip deep. Right. Jumpy, that. jumpy, yeah, right? Very, yeah. like, there's quads um, and whoops. and Yeah, yeah there's that big uphill or yeah. something, yeah, right? Yeah, uphill triple. Chad was telling me about it. He said it was a hard landing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, the uphill quad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah like, there's not really any landing oh. at all to it. You play it's it on four. the video game? Yeah. You come around lefty, little step down, and then quad yeah, up yeah. the hill. Yeah. Huh. MXGP. You good at it? Two, yeah. Yeah, not bad. Okay. Look at Doom going through. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know what he's talking about. I love that game. Should we oh, play okay. after the show? Yeah, I never absolutely. played it. Yeah. I've never played it. Um, uh, all right. So, yeah, Matterly. So, um, where did I go last year? Where did I go? Italy. Where, where, yeah, Majora. Oh, Majora. No, I didn't go to Majora. Um, no, I went to Majora. Oh, Mantova. Uh, Mantova. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always wanted to go to that track. It was kind of underwhelming yeah, when I, I got there. I kind of was looking forward to getting there. And yeah. Then, and kind of like, so much. Kind of like, uh, Why'd you go? You just randomly went? Yeah. <sighs> I thought it'd be cool to take Pookie to Venice. I've been there a bunch, and it's real cool. And then I happened to be GP, and then Reed was there. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, eh. So it was one of those trips. Take her to Venice, but then go to take her to a GP. Remember how god-awful hot it was? Yeah. Well, that's good for us. We don't really get that much. No, so. I was dying. I just needed some ice, bro. I just needed some ice water. <laughs> that's all I wanted from Mantua. You were dying. No ice in Europe. Just they don't believe in it. I've only been to one GP, and that was Glen Helen last year. Oh, okay. And, uh... I really enjoyed it for the fact that we were touched on it earlier. Well, you guys were touched on it. Everybody was so approachable. Like, yeah. like we especially have a couple, at the flyways. Like yeah, and, so and there wasn't a lot of people there, so yeah. don't get me wrong. Like nobody yeah. was. Really, it was the end of the year, so everyone was pretty chill. But I literally stood there on the Saturday during practice or what it what it was and qualifying, and I watched Antonio Caroli. Lean on the fence. This is the fence in front of all the... Well, yeah. there wasn't that wow. many people. But 500 in, people. In front of these people, but you don't see that. Lean on the fence and some random dude, and I might be exaggerating this a little bit, some dude with one of those beer hats on, like with the with the two beer cans. Yeah. That's what it was it's like. It's probably Goldie. It could have been. Yeah. Walk up, and I'm like, I'm to my boss, Brad. I'm like, look at this guy. Yeah. Look at this. Like, Caroli's going to fully <laughs> blow him up. What do they do? Fully bro down for like 20 minutes. Like, yeah. a full conversation. Yeah, yeah. Caroli's a that good dude. That was cool. Dude, Caroli's a good dude. Right? I, yeah. I, I mean... I think even like that is a part of a, almost like the MXGP riders, teams, everything, yeah. respecting America. Yep. Like, yeah, they yeah. all kind of... Even if they don't want to race here, they kind of respect right. what goes on and know that it's a bigger industry. Right. More I attention. thought that was pretty cool. I, I, I mean, Caroli's the biggest deal ever. I've known him for a long time, and it, I've been going over there for a long time. Guys, always had time for me, time for the media, time for other people. Yeah. I can't say enough good things about Antonio Caroli as as a person, as a racer, everything. Like the guys, 
We didn't have pa- we didn't listen to this story. Yeah. We didn't have passes for the race, so I hit up Bobrchev, who's our main yeah. guy, and he ran and it was hot. He ran over to the fence and meets me at the fence and hands me these passes through the fence. In his gear. Hey, why don't you text Anderson next time you need some passes? Had his helmet on, going for. He's texting me like I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't even know what to do right and now. And not to slam Anderson. I've never met him before. Not to slam Anderson. I, I you use wouldn't his, see that in the U.S. Just try any American rider. And yeah. in America's defense, like one day format, there isn't a time. There isn't. For that. It's busier. No, it's I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like there is a lot of hanging out time at GPs. Right. Do you think you'll change places with Anton? Is that are we working on a trade? Well, he wants to do that. Yeah. So, so you want to come to America? Yep. And Anton goes to uh, a, uh, Europe. Yep. With scarves and espressos and yep. two and, things that I don't like. Yeah. So and it works tight, out. tight shirts and you know that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. I think that work out all right. Anton for Lewis. Yeah, he's all right. Let's yeah. do it. Make um, it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, you were you've been driving around in my beautiful Ridgeline truck, haven't you? It is gorgeous. You got rid of your Ridgeline, and it's the worst. It's I the had big, to. It's the biggest mistake you've ever made in your life. I know, I'm going to go back home and get one. Right. I'm going to request it for a company vehicle when my lease is up. Well, listen, Noof, if you want to get a Ridgeline, go to Honda World uh, with a 5 and 605 freeway meet. Uh, they got a 1,000 new Hondas in stock, over 100 used cars, certified Hondas. They'll give you an oil change. If you go there, mention Pulp MX on your Honda. That's cool. Free oil change, bro. Wow. Doesn't apply to you. You're leaving, but yeah. trust me. If you're but when a Honda, I swap with Anton, yeah, when you I'll swap with Anton, truck. go to Honda World <laughs> and get a Ridgeline. It's a fantastic vehicle. Whether whether you want to get a CRV or an Accord or a Civic or anything from Honda, uh, please go there. Thirty minutes from anywhere in in LA, and uh, they're great guys and they help us out. Uh, we've got a couple of listeners that bought vehicles from them, and both guys have have tweeted me that they got incredible service from all the guys down there. Uh, just go down there and uh, mention Pulp MX to uh, Steve, the general manager, and his sales guys, and they will hook you up with a deal honda world uh please check them out thanks uh thanks to those guys for everything they do for us uh parker what's going on you got a question uh yes what's the canadians and the europeans you have on here i was curious does some of the lack of money and sponsorship we've seen in american supercross and motocross is that affecting arena cross canadian mx MXGP all the same, or some of the money being transferred to the other markets? Uh, it's a good question. Um, I feel like we're, in American side, we're back to where we were a few years ago. There's new teams in, there's new, some salaries are going up. They're probably not back mm-hmm. to where they were, like 07, 08, you know? But I feel like there's, like, if you look at the, the, the 40 main event, everybody's got a ride just about. You know, Seven Deuce Deuce, Alex yeah. Ray, no, but just about everybody. If you add Canard, yeah. Back into there and rocks and back into there, you know, guys that should be there. Um, what about you, New? How do you, how's Canadian Moto? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of weird how it is. I mean, back in my if you want to call it heyday, but back in the in kind of oh six, oh seven, oh eight, uh, even oh five, the money was really good. I was telling actually A Ray this Alex Ray on the weekend. I mean, you could make good money. There was tons of teams. Things were happening. But what's happening now with a few less rides in the U.S. is that these bigger-name guys, you know, Metcalf, Gerke, even Millsaps coming up last year, and Porcel this year, they've taken some spots away um, from some Canadian guys where these guys are getting paid really good money. So in Canada, if you're, in the, if you're one of those big-name guys, you're making good money. If you're sixth place, Tyler Medaglia... You're not making fuck all. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. And what about You're paying your way to the race? And Lewis, how do you feel about the GPs? That's a different schedule, a different sort of. Yeah, because like some people are on European only deals. Yep. And, but I feel like all of the rules that Ustream were putting in place five years ago, 
they're all kind of starting to work now and it's kind of all molding into a way where everyone's got a ride and their own little niche like yeah. everyone falls in a, where they belong and then it all works yeah. out yeah. but yeah looks good all right, thanks, man. Okay. Thanks, Parker. Thank thanks, you. Man. Thanks, appreciate it. Uh, Pulp Mech Show is presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Racetech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy. Travis Preston on the Gear Alloy Cool Call tonight. And yeah. Galdi. Does Galdi count? Yeah, I was starstruck by Preston. Uh, Roost MX, Pivot Works, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5. Brand new tire from the folks. Well, that's not brand new anymore. But Michelin Starcross 5, our own Chris Kiefer. Did some work on this thing, and uh, whatever you thought of Michelin tires before, please uh, toss that away. The new Michelin Starcross 5 that pushes the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. No matter the conditions or terrain, if you're looking at a set of tires, please think about the Michelin uh, Starcross 5 line. Uh, hard, medium, soft, or sand, 21 different sizes. And uh, motor MichelinMotorcycle.com, they can be purchased wherever Michelin motorcycle tires are sold. Thanks to Michelin for, uh, for coming on board. Uh, KTMPartsExpress.com, Works Connection. You got Works Connection stuff on your bike? Me, no. Hmm. Next components, made by Matrix Concepts. Sorry. That read didn't go very well again. <laughs> no, that was like, a, that was, <laughs> that was a, like almost a, as bad as a GL. Yeah, I was getting there. <laughs> well, I am trying to live in the shoes. No, I like it. Okay. Yeah. FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels. Of course, W Wheels used by a bunch of teams in the pits, including the JGR Suzuki guys and, uh, and Red Bull KTM guys use Kite. And there's Talon as well, WUSA.com. EK Chains. Guts Racing, Get Data, and Ride Engineering all on board with our show. Get Ride Engineering clamps and make the main event like Alex Ray. Uh, all right, this is the BTOsports.com Tweet It Travis segment. This is straight from Twitter, right to our guests. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. Everybody love everybody! BTOsports.com, call them, mention Pulp MX, put in Pulp MX in the uh, coupon section of the site, they'll give you the discount. The premier source for motocross parts and apparel for well over a decade, from motocross to mountain bikes to sport bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our, our their passion reflects yours. BTOsports.com, BTOsports.com, BTOsports.com. Uh, Lewis Phillips from Alex Vice, and um, your name? Grant. Grant. Grant from... Uh, <laughs> television analyst. Um, these are tweets sent to at Pulp Mech Show on Twitter uh, for all of us and uh, our guy over there in the corner. What's what's your name again? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Doongoon? Yeah, that one. Uh, Doongoon, uh, good job on the server. I think we, we're good. Sure hope people, so. People said it's no problem. Yep. I didn't get any, I didn't get any violent tweets about no, not neither. being able to connect. Got, so. Yeah. A lot of people said it was good, so. Hopefully. Well, nice work on that. Thank you. Um, these are tweets to at Pulp MX Show, and uh, our Doom Goon goes through the best ones. Through, goes through all. Our Doom Goon? <laughs> picks the best ones. I don't know anymore, bro. <laughs> Everybody uh, has a Doom Goon? <laughs> Everybody has a Doom Goon. Yeah, yes. locked it. it's like the gimp locked Jump in the closet, game. you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, all right, let's go. Let's do this. BTOsports.com. Uh, Tyler Antignap, the Seven Deuce Twelve. What? Yeah, he wants to know. Tyler Antignap? Yeah, he tweeted it. He tweeted got, the show? He's got questions. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, he wants to be in a lit kid award. Yeah. <laughs> but let's get, think of a rider. We're gonna do that. Well, that's funny. Hold on. I got uh, tweeted from some random guy saying that my pink shift gear is lit kit for sure. That <laughs> I, I that I get to think like I should be nominated. I, I think you got to race supercross to be nominated. Okay. Same. If we if we nominate Noah McConaughey, we'll kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like me. Same okay. thing. Okay. Right. okay. Yeah. He's gonna hear this show. People people aren't okay. His friends are gonna hear this. Tell him that this Ryan Noof was talking shit away. on 
Because that, that's him. how it always works. Yeah. Like, I hope they listen this far because it's just a silly comparison, which it, is not even dude, close. I get it all the time. People are like, what'd you say about me? I heard you said this. I said, did you listen? No. Yeah. No. I'm like, okay. Well, you no disrespect. Full respect. Yeah. Like, not even close. But give me your ride. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jealous. Right. Tyler Antignap. When is Stewart coming back? And is Cowie going to fill Grant's spot? Well, I just thought Grant was out for a rat. Did you hear anything, Lewis, at the race? I, just I saw him crash. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah, nothing else Th- for that. Well, thanks for that. Yep. yep. Um, I didn't know it was anything serious. I, I don't know. He yeah. opening ceremonies. What? He did opening yeah, ceremonies. Yeah, he did opening ceremonies. Um, they'll fill it because a monster, if it's out for serious, if he's out for like more than two, three weeks. But And Stewart, I don't know. Randy Yellow said he saw his helmets or whatever, so. I heard he's on, if when Stu comes back, he's going to be on Honda. Yeah. Yep. Mm. So I hope Grant's not out though. Yeah, he's been running well. Yeah. Dude, how big of a blow was Roxon's crash, huh? Like, how good was this series setting up to be? It was really good, and now Tomac's kind of turning it good, but it's still not the same level it was going to be. It sucks for Honda, for Dan Bentley, for Kenny, for Courtney, for Blake Savage. For Fox. For us. <laughs> for you. For media. Oh, yeah, for media. Especially for me, too, because Kenny liked me. Like, he'd text yeah. me and stuff during the week. Really? Yeah. Oh. So. Don't Jane texting me. <laughs> no. We, no. We, we figured that yeah. out. Anderson, yeah. not texting me. No. So. Yeah, uh, it's a shame. Yeah, it is. It sucks. Sean Wilson's question was, how would Roxon have fit into the mix the last two weeks? Bro. Wow. Right there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he would have won. Who knows? But he would have been there, dude. Yeah, he was on fire. Right. I don't know if he would have caught Dunge if he hadn't crashed, though. He wasn't making up that much time. Still pretty early. Yeah, he's still making up quite a bit of time. Oh, really? Was he? Yeah. Is that what your stats show you? Yes. They okay. Did. All right, nerd guy. <laughs> By the way, wait. So you were on the phone or whatever. Tomac was faster in every segment. Yeah, his, he, his, yeah, his average time in every segment of the track was faster was than Dunge. Was faster than Dunge. Yeah, so he was a couple tenths. He, he just didn't wow. need to do the 3 4 to. No. Yeah. And that, I mean, he was definitely significantly faster yeah. in that one. Yeah. But yeah, he was still faster was in the other right. segments right. as well. So fourth, Only the fourth best lap time of the night, though. Yeah. But he was in traffic early on when the lap, track was on good. On lap three, but it was still only like three tenths behind the fastest. Yeah. So, I mean, right. they're all pretty close. How's that Motolytics column last week? That was a great read. That was good stuff, wasn't yeah, it? That was yeah, great. I was too busy making sure your stream worked. I know. You just said you were going to do it, though. <laughs> I, I know, and I wanted to. I gave to. you an out, and then you said, no, I'm not going to take that uh, out. I'm going to combine it with this week, though, because it's going to be uh, maybe a lot of Tomac okay. stuff. So. All right, fantastic. Modalytics, pulpamex.com, another reason to go read. Absolutely. Right. And uh, MX Vice. Go read MXVice.com for my column also. Yeah, but they don't have Modalytics, so. <laughs> they don't. No. no. Yeah. Uh, this one's from Todd Martin. With Supercross being around since the 70s, why hasn't a full series ever developed in Europe? Yeah, it's a good question. They've tried. They've done the World Supercross rounds. Remember back in the day, before your time, yep. they did World Supercross rounds in the fall. It's just buildings. It's building availability and weather. They don't have a lot of them. They just don't have massive stadiums. They, I mean, they have them, but they're soccer. They don't want to put dirt on top of them. You know? Um, that... Did you go to the the German thing? What the SMX? Yeah, yeah. And it was a garbage. It was garbage, right? It was what the turnout. Yeah, but yeah. It had potential, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't exactly a great first run. No. It wasn't exactly a great example of what a full Supercross series would be in right. Europe. Right. Okay. Um. Did I, did, did you stream? Uh, help you guys at that? 
like help us. Yeah, passes like no problem. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Uh, Woody wants to know who's freaking out about a dry track this weekend in Dallas. I think everybody wants it, man. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody will be like, finally. Yeah. You know, mechanics will be happy. The mechanics yeah. will be really happy. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody's Tire freaking out. Be happy. Right. Everybody will be happy. Yeah. I think. That was stupid. I don't know why he asked that. That was dumb. Uh, maybe someone likes the the mud or the. Marv said he liked the like he was looking forward to Oakland because yeah. he knew it was going to be but soft. Dune Goon should have asked that. That was dumb. All right. All right. Uh, Todd wants to know, Steve, do you still think Seeley gets multiple wins and Webb gets none? I never said that. <laughs> I never said that about Seeley. I don't know what he's talking about. So, do you still think Webb gets none? Yeah. No. Think about what you're saying here. I don't know. Next question. Waffle, 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 waffle. <laughs> Speaking of Benoit, someone in the chat room pointed out Benoit broke his ankle there uh, in. Uh, Bad. Where was that? Dortmund. Dortmund. Damn it. Is it going <clears> to <throat> knock him out for a while? He's out for a bit. Like, it was bad. Ankle. I, don't quote me on this. Ankle dislocation slash tib fib. Like, so. Okay. Sucks for him. Yeah. He'll be good, though. It's a long time. Uh, James. Are you going to Toronto Supergirls? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, going? Okay. Oh, look who's getting uppity over there. <laughs> he fixes the server, and now he's now Jesus. He's like yeah, now he's that. Jesus on the rock, yeah. on the round mountaintop. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right. James wants to know, uh, this was for Lewis, having attended a lot of GPs and recently Supercrosses, which format works best, do you think? Two days or one day? Uh, it's all relative, really. Two days of Supercross wouldn't work, but then one day's a GP wouldn't. I like two waffle, days of GP. Waffle, waffle. Do you really? Yeah. Gives me time to do what I want to do and like yeah. get a lot of no, interviews, content, I get, writing. We used to have two-day national formats, and yeah, I got a lot done. Yeah, exactly. Was, Canada of, and the U.S. should go back to racing qualifiers like GPs. Okay, thanks. Nobody asked you about that. <laughs> Nobody at all said anything about that. I just wanted to say it from earlier. Look who's getting uppity mind. over there, uh, right? I, yeah, uh, at this point in all these years of covering the circuit, I love the one-day format. But it's tough to get my work done that I need in one day, moto media wise. Yeah, from a but from a fan's point of view, probably one day is quite yeah. good. But media yeah. wise, right? It's all about bro downtime. Exactly. Tomac was only third fastest in the section with the triple quad, too. By the way, impossible. Webb was second. Marvin had the fastest time. Really? Yeah. He just said impossible. <laughs> I I think I might second that. <laughs> You got the wrong segment, I think. I'm, I'm looking. Are you looking at from this year's Oakland? Yeah. <laughs> or was that last? What year's? segment was it? Segment one. It should have been right yeah. after the right finish. Right after the finish. Yeah. 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 That's what it says. Ah, uh, I call bullshit on those stats. Remember how I was arguing with JT that transponders are never wrong? Yeah. The transponders <laughs> wrong. Bro. Transponders wrong. Yeah. How okay. could Marvin have been the fastest if he didn't do the triple quad? All right. I don't know, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, we gotta figure. I could, well, I could go with Co- I could okay. go with Cooper going being faster. Did it, did yeah. it end at the sand? Because that's a pretty long segment. You go left. You go the double. You go through the sand. Twenty twenty four seconds. That's long. That's a long segment. Twenty four. Yeah, but still, right? All right. Well, Break this down for us was, on, on Motolytics. It was nice being at the track at, at Glendale because I could actually see where the transponders were. Yeah, and it actually helped me like visualize and. I can get you segment maps. Oh, that'd be cool. Let me, let me actually. You know what? Is it too late? It's too late. But I, uh, I could text somebody right now and find out. 
Yeah, if you can give me those, that'd be, yeah. that'd be I need, sweet. Remind me. Send me text to be like, hey, Matt, let's get this segment. Okay. Uh, this one's from Charlie. Uh, we know Marty would never come on the show. But Marty has, Timmy said he thought he would come on, and then Timmy asked, and Marty said never. Uh, what would happen? Too busy doing other things, I think. <laughs> too busy. <laughs> busy at nights, you know. Oh, snap. Uh, what would happen if Mathis tried to ask Marty a question at the press conference? I think he would answer. He would have to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you don't ask questions at press conference. I don't. I don't so. want to give bastards like MX Vice my information. I wouldn't do that. I'm not a dick like that. Like, people say I'm a dick, and I can be, but, like, I know he's not comfy with me and doesn't like me. I don't want to put him in that spot. I'm not, I don't care. Yeah. Why don't you just like, ask him a legit question and then kind of open up that door? No, I think that door is, is <laughs> welded shut. Like, same thing with, with Bobby Hewitt. He said, hey, come by the truck. You're welcome anytime. I'm like, Bobby, one of your riders told me to suck his dick on Instagram. The other one hates my guts. And the other one I've been making fun of for 10 years for being in the lights class. Like, I'm not coming by your truck. Yeah. You're cool. And Zach Osborne's cool. Can't come. I don't want to make your guys, you know, awkward. Yeah, yeah that's respectful. I don't care, but I don't want them. They're yeah. young kids that, you know, I'm well, Marty's to... 80 years old, but whatever, you know, I don't want to be Marty's know. not as old as Josh Hansen. <laughs> I think we learned something. We tonight. did. And I by, take by three a little years. bit of credit for that. By three 33 years. years old. I take a little credit for that. Is okay. Is this the stat? Is Josh Hansen the oldest guy ever in the no, lights Car- class? Bear or dog. John- Bear dog. Who's that? Bear Karsten. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> uh, Stick wants to know, of the current riders, name three that are the most humble and three who are the most arrogant. Oh, we can't do that. No, stop it. Lewis can do it. Lewis, name it. Uh, Your no. experience. My experience? Yeah, over here in America. You're leaving soon. Nobody cares. Yeah, Go ahead. But then if I'm swapping with Anton. Yeah, but I'm it'll be, be long gone by then. Yeah, nobody will remember. Go ahead. I'll do the most humble. You can do the most arrogant. No. No. No, I got to face these guys all the time. You, you're leaving. Go what ahead. What happened to unbiased media? Just just do it. No. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Name the humble ones, at least. I'll start it with uh, Musquin's the most humble, probably. No. No? Wrong. Who then? He's great. Osborne. Osborne. Eh? You don't like Osborne? No. You're shitting on Osborne? Probably, you want to call him right now? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Get him on the phone. <laughs> it's got to be equal, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. They're both great guys. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we've answered that question there. What we? about Phil? I've never had any interaction with Phil. Weimer's good. Yeah, Weimer's always been cool to me. Yeah, Weimer yeah. will talk to anybody. I think most riders will, unless you've done something to them in the yeah, past. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex wants to know, does Kenny get paid while he's laid up? Yeah. Who covers the bills? Him. All him? Yeah, he's an independent contractor. Now, Honda will have insurance on his contract. So they're not, the insurance company will pay 80% or 80-20, however that works. Um, insurance will cover Kenny's, most of Kenny's contract, I would imagine. So He's had five surgeries. It's been five? Yeah, I think so. It's bad. It's not good. No. No, it's not good. Uh, Josh wants to know, if E.T. stays on the box the next few weekends, how soon does Cowie try to re-sign, and do you think he stays? Yeah. Yep. How soon do you think they try to resign? When do those start? Yeah, half, do- halfway through Soupy. I mean, he's only got Han. Or he's only got KTM to go to, and Husky set, uh, Hon- uh, Honda set, Suzuki set. They got no money. Um, he's limited. 
Dungey retires, he can go there. Dungey doesn't retire, he can't go there. He's stuck. Gotta make it work. Um, Ben wants to know, what's everyone's thoughts on Australia banning helmet cams? I saw that. Yeah. What, were they thinking it was dangerous in your neck? Like, if you crash in yeah, your neck? Yeah, kind of totally. like the... Like, why they're doing the, the magnetic visor, how it breaks off. Yeah. Because they don't want it to, to adjust the... How, how it affects when it hits the dirt. Yeah. They don't, they don't want it to inspire... There's kind of been talk about it for a while, about yeah. helmet cams. But they even... Not only did they ban helmet cams, they banned stickers and wraps and those skins that I don't know the last time anybody wore. Remember those old skins from the 90s? What do you mean stickers? Like helmet wraps, I guess. Sorry, not stickers. Oh. The wraps. I'm not, Lots helmet? of guys are wearing helmet wraps. Helmet wraps? Yeah. Jimmy Elberston's wearing a helmet wrap. You don't get it painted anymore? You just get it wrapped? Yeah. Oh. It's a sticker. Yeah. Why would they ban that? They're saying that it can create friction. Friction. Yeah. Oh, okay. And tear-offs are banned. Yeah. But remember oh. those, like, as if they banned those skins. Remember those, like, snake skin? Yeah, yeah the skull? <laughs> yeah. Skull one? Yeah. Lewis they banned those. Yeah. No, no, he wasn't even born then. Yeah. No. It was literally, like, mid-90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he wouldn't know. Yeah. But so I think it's kind of crazy. they don't want anything to influence the helmet. I can uh, absolutely see a helmet cam causing some damage. It, I don't know. I'm not a in. doctor, but it, it seems to me you could dig in. Yeah. Lewis? Yeah, I guess. Thanks for chiming in. Yep. All right. What about the? Have you seen the ones that attach to the to the yeah. kind of the cheeks and the camera comes in the front of the mouth guard? No, I, I saw the the like the contour one is a little like lipstick thing that goes on the side. Yeah, no, but there's one where it like attaches to the side and then the camera is right okay. in front of your mouth guard. And uh, like, that, that can't be safe. Yeah. Is that think, band? No? I don't know. Oh, that's it's I, an I extension would, of the helmet. So I would imagine. Yeah. 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 Uh, Andrew wants to know again for Lewis, what's the biggest difference from a fan's point of view between Supercross and GPs? I guess the facilities, the stadium, having stuff near. Like some of the GPs are in the middle of nowhere. Like you have to drive a good hour just to find a hotel. So that probably just makes it a nicer day. <laughs> um, which is the coolest GP to go to? Uh, from a track yep. fans everything, racing everything oh everything probably argentina yeah spain's good yep. as far as like the weather the track the things around it yep. sweden's really good sweden's i'd like to go good. to sweden yeah Udavella. Yep. go-karting right? at the track yeah it's good there's a bench and, hey good. uh i have we have good listeners from sweden Mex fans like they'd like me over there you just get over there then yeah but people Make like like people like the show and like Mex stuff in sweden like it's big that's what Freddie Norn told me, and I get a lot of people from Sweden on the Twitter. You can take my advice then and get to Udavala. Uh How do you... Does, does Ustream pay for your travel to these races? Uh, no, not in the past. They do pay for some journalists, though. Uh, as far as I'm aware. Why not you guys? I do not know. That's You're the FIM website of the year. We are. We're very proud of that. How did you... Know, we need to get your travel paid for. I mean, you if going, you'd dude? like to cover it with pulp money. Well, why don't you, you... Just tell me, and I'll turn the mic. All right, where are you going? Going to the bathroom. Okay, just tell me and I'll turn okay, this off. Because well, it know. makes a lot of... Uh, um, we got to make that happen. Yeah, you can cover it with pulp money if you want. Pulp money? Yep. Dude, I'm on the hook for all my expenses. People think the Racer X pays my stuff. I'm independent. Same as us. Yeah. Yep. Making Dude, it happen. How, how much is a flight to Dubai? Uh, I think we were looking the other day for Qatar and it's 500 pounds a person, which I guess is like... Seven hundred dollars. Oh, that's not bad. I thought it'd be more, to be honest. Qatar's quite close. Okay, closer than you'd think. Thailand, Argentina is the worst. What's that? I don't even know, but a couple of thousand. It's like twenty-seven hours of flying. Yeah. So wow. There's like four yeah. different flights. Did you go to every one? Yep. 
everyone wow. last year and then James stepping it up at MX Vice. Yep. Making it happen. That's good. Website though. of the year. Yeah. yeah. Website of the year. You don't win website of the year by doing stuff half assed You don't. You don't. No. Um we gotta get you on the FIM uh payroll. do we talk to Jeff, MX Jeff about that? I'm not sure okay. if he's got any power over it. What is MX Jeff's problem? With just life. Like I don't mind him. I've talked to him with GPs and stuff. We were shooting each other, we 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 were uh uh, going back and forth. Great banter. Yeah, yeah. great banter on yep. the social media columns, and that's the one I got in trouble with for yep. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, I like MX Jeff, but why does he say the things he says? Is he literally, he cannot believe these things he says? You'd think so, but then I guess that's kind of I mean, what been- his website is. That's what he kind of has always built it around being European. Whereas. But he can't believe these things, Lewis. They're, out- they're outrageous claims. He's like the TMZ. Like he, the guy's been around a long time. He's done some good work in the GPs. He some things he writes. I'm like, you cannot possibly believe that, Jeff. You are writing that so people click on your stupid site, right? Well, yeah, but some people do genuinely believe that GPs are the be all and end all, and Supercross and all of this is just a thing that happens on the other side of the pond. Dude, I like everything. Like the way that I'm doing this year, like six Supercrosses and every GP. Mm-hmm. Like that's awesome for me. I love GPs. I okay. love Supercross. We got to get your travel paid for. Do I talk to Giuseppe? Do I talk to? Do I need uh, to if talk you've got to his number, then feel free to give him a call. I think Adam Wheeler's probably listening. This cringing right now. Yeah, same way that I am probably. Uh, I mean, you know what? Seriously, I mean, come on. What the fuck are you doing? Pay the pay the travel, Giuseppe. Me and Wheeler are doing a podcast from GPs this year. You are? Yep, stepping it up, see? Now, I sold Wheeler my old podcast recorder. Yeah, because he was doing them. My portable one? That's why I approached him, because I knew he was doing them, so I thought we could... And then he quit doing them. He did. He quit doing them. Yeah, I think so. So, is, are you going to use that thing again? Are you going to do uh, the race? No, I've got my... Yeah, we're going to do... Um, after the qualifying race, it's going to kind of do a, a post-qualifying, pre-race... No, that's my... I, I did that at this Nations with him and JT. Are you going to be asking for royalties now? Well, it's kind of my idea. Well, that's a shame. We would, there happening. was nothing better than getting JT on super depressed after Team USA <laughs> shit the bed and hearing him. Yeah, I'm not sure we're going to be able to recreate that. But right. yeah, after qualifying at every GP. Okay, you're going to have a little mic and, and yep, do a little... Get a few riders in. I like see that. See what happens, yeah. Because no one does podcasts in uh, GPs. Yeah. Well, everyone either. does podcasts over here now. Exactly. It's just, I don't understand them. why... Things aren't catching on over there, but didn't you talk to me about doing a pulp show in MX5? Yeah, which I, I want to eventually get there. Like last year, I did post race podcast for the first time. Yeah. This year, we're doing this. We can't. I'm trying do, to get there. Do do a GP, you know, not a Monday night show because you fucked me out of that. But another night It'd be a different well, time the, anyway. The, the biggest problem with it all, or from at least what I can see when I've tried figuring it out, is the old language thing. Because you can't have, a, like, certain riders, obviously, Hurlins, Geyser, and all of those speak great English. Do they all speak pretty good, uh, don't they? No, like, um, well, now that MX2's so young, yeah. like, Benoit Patrell, like, third yeah. in MX2 last yeah, year, yeah. doesn't speak English well at all. Like, he speaks English, yeah. you do an interview yeah, with him, but yeah, it's very yeah. basic. But, okay. yeah, all right. try to make it happen. We'll see. I'll, I'll try to get your travel paid for. Okay, yeah. Let me tweet it out. Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay. Yeah. Nah. One of the tweets was uh, from Tom asking Lewis when they're going to get full-on MXGP podcasts. Oh. I think we've just covered yeah, that. So. Yeah. We're are getting you, there. One day. Are you going to do pods after the race then on Sunday? What, interviews or yeah, with no, Wheeler? With Wheeler. Uh, not sure. I haven't really thought. CRV's Wheeler's go, too busy after the races. Well, so am I. 
That's no. not you know no. you're not busy like Wheeler. No, Wheeler's no one's busy like Wheeler. A monster gig, Suzuki gig, LTOR gig. Right? Yeah. No. Wheeler basically works for yeah. everyone. Right. He's, he's a great writer. Yeah, he's, he's, he's probably you, the best in the he's sport. He's better than you and me. Oh, yeah, yeah put he's, together. He's great. He's yeah. a great writer, Adam Wheeler. All right, next question. Uh, well, uh, last one we'll do for Noof. Noof, have you ever had an argument with Ann Murray over who is the real pride of Spring Hill? <laughs> yeah, well, no, not really. Actually, fun fact, I used to date Ann Murray's niece. Do you know Ann Murray, Steve? Who it is? Voice like an angel. Right? Yeah. You know Ann Murray? You ever heard of Ann Murray? Snowbird. No. Snowbird. Snowbird. Yeah. Yeah, nothing. So I you never heard Ann Murray? Nope. Because Canadian English stuff crosses over sometimes. So Anne Murray's Canadian. Yeah. Right. Singer? Yeah. yeah. No? Yep. Okay. Famous, bro. Yeah, I dated her niece for five years. Stop it. I'm not even joking. So I played golf with her. So we're tight. So no, we never argued. Even though she has a sign coming into the town. What is, what is, uh, what was her niece like? like She's cool. What 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 age are we I mean, talking we're about? talking young. We're, I'm like 16. 16 to and 20. So, what was she to Anne Murray? What was she, what was Anne Murray's Her dad was her brother. Oh, Anne Murray's brother. Anne Murray's brother, yeah. Here's some Anne Murray. This is big in Canada. Still? Yeah. Oh. Not that not huge. No. Good song. Songbird. Snowbird. Snowbird. Songbird. It probably wouldn't make yeah, top so ten like, of my favorite songs. I'm not going to lie. So at like family gatherings, you used to sit around and just have sing-alongs to this. Really? No. No, but that would be funny. <laughs> and Murray's huge. Yeah. Must be. What kind of music so. do you like? Do you like any Canadian or anything? No. I wouldn't even be able to name a Canadian. I, I guarantee you, you're an EDM guy. I'm more of a... EDM, pop ecstasy with a lollipop, like a, a soother. Not quite that far. Glow sticks? No, I'm not. I don't even know what I am, to be honest. I just okay. listen to anything. Right. Not Van Halen. Like, are, we, are you going downtown to rave tonight? Like uh, no, I'm driving. 21? Not Van Halen, yeah. you said? Not Van Halen. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's like 10 years before my time. So. Um, hey, you do have a live uh, listener in Sweden, too. Who? I don't know. Oh, just on the server? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sweden. How do you say hello in Sweden? Uh... Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. That's yeah. Freddie Norn. And Japan. Wearing X-Brand goggles. And Japan right now. Yeah. Um, all right, is that it? Yeah. BTOsports.com. Nation uh, leading retailer for anything you need your bike or body. Mention Bolt Mex. Save money. All right. Uh, you don't drive a, a, a... You don't ride a stock bike. Don't drive a stock truck. NFAB. N-FAB.com. Oh, wait. No, yeah, we'll do this. N-FAB.com. Cheap truck SUV parts. Proudly made in Houston, Texas, USA. The JGR guy is a big part of the JGR Suzuki team who cannot keep anybody healthy like Bad seriously Barsha hasn't raced this year pike's killing it gets hurt even bichelle was supposed to ride west yeah. and broke his leg and phil stepped in now weimer's on the team like just dude have, what like, is with these cloud. guys right black cloud feel bad Every for the year. for the jgr guys but this is the jgr uh nfab check-in with uh, johnny oler the suspension guy great guy uh, he's working with some new components this year on the suzuki so i caught up to johnny after the race to get his take on a few things and uh, this is the nfab jgr check-in johnny oler hello nfab jgr check-in n-fab.com here we are again mm-hmm. um tough night for suspension or no yeah yeah it was a rough track and um I was kind of making some comments at the end of the night that it seems like a, an outdoor setting, soft setting, would have worked really good on the, the rough, tr- you know, the rough bumps and 
everything. But then again, the supercross jumps would require the stiffness, and then the ruts uh, probably would have scraped the feet off the pegs, type of thing. So you got to keep it holding up. Um, but I mean, overall, it was uh, everybody's on the same track. You know, the same old yeah. spiel. I talked to um, some riders who told me the whoops were really hard. Did you get that feedback? Yeah, I mean, you could watch it from the very first practice. Not a lot of traction, so not much drive. Mm-hmm. Um, They're hitting them at an angle, and back yeah. wheels were. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, Jake said that they were really short, so not very tall. You know, um, but really sharp. So you know, like a backwards uh, hacksaw blade type of thing. Okay. So come into that at an angle, and uh, they they really slow down momentum. Not a lot of drive because of the traction, and uh, they just you know stop the front so much the front hangs up so much, and then don't get any drive to continue on. So uh, created one rut down, you know, kind of the left side. Um, I think in the end it was better to probably jump them. Yeah, I think so too. How's it working with the Suzuki stuff? I talked to Dean a little bit, talked to j a little bit. How's it different bike for you, suspension guy? I love it. It's been awesome. Uh, from the very start, you know, the guys noticed some things that uh, they thought were big improvements over uh, where we were at. And, uh, you know, something we'd struggled with for a long time, we jumped on the bike the first time and it was there. It was what we wanted there. Um, getting in the past, we, you know, go make the suspension settings different for the different obstacles and it would maybe hurt some other areas more. Mm-hmm. Uh, this bike, we continue to make the suspension settings better for the obstacles and it just makes everything work better overall. And there really haven't been any drawbacks to it. Everything's been working really well. Everybody knows the Suzuki turns really well. That's been a that's been a really very highly praised thing from all of our riders. So really happy, easy. Uh, stop letting Wygant film the shock dyno. He gets very excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds like a lot of people did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how was Phil today? Um, I think he was more. Well, I wouldn't say it was more positive. Yeah. He seemed. I thought he seemed happier. Yeah, I think afterwards, you know, this is season best finish, and uh, he seemed moderately okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, good job, good job. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all. I, yeah, that's all I know. Did he leave his bike in gear in the heat? He said he did. Um, he said, well. He said that he it, it shifted up on him, and I asked him, that's probably the direction we want to go. We probably want to shift up. <laughs> Keep on going. <laughs> Never stops with him. No. It, it just it keeps on giving. All right, Johnny, thanks for this. And uh, NFAB, JGR check in, N-FAB.com, of course. All right. Thanks, Steve. See you. N-FAB, JGR check with Johnny Oler. Good dude. I don't know. Um, you guys, neither one of you know him probably, but no. suspension guy, JGRs. Sounds smart. He's like all every, he's like every, uh, every suspension guy I know. He's like hugely perverted. That's what they do. That's what that's what suspension guys do. Um. All right. So I said earlier, what you need some headphones? They're right over here. Um, Pookie's gonna join us for the end, but maybe she shouldn't listen to this part. Pook Nation. Um. So two-time 125 Supercross champion Brian Swink, who I'm not really a fan of at all. You there, Pook? Hello, hello. Uh. Lewis didn't eat your cupcake. That's okay. He has a long drive home tonight, so. Yeah. And I'll be out to eat it then. Are you. Travis laughed at that because he had a perverted thought. <laughs> yes, you did. Well, no, what? I did not. What's wrong with you? I didn't even. I'm busy looking at the track map. I think it's not going to reach the chair. It should. That's the one I give to people in the chair. Yeah, but I think I have to take it off and put it under this cord to get it to go through. Hold on. That's what she said. 
Okay, so Brian Swink, two-time 125 Supercross champion. Uh, I don't have a lot of use for Brian. He's not been a fan of mine on Facebook. Uh, I used to be friends with him, and I don't really know what his deal is these days. But he did leave a funny voicemail on my phone. I'm not going to answer it. I don't talk to him. Swink's, Swink's off his rocker. But he's unhappy with David Villeman. And this I thought was pretty good. Newf, I was on the fence about playing this. You, th you, you thought we should play it. You're like... Well, we listened to it twice before. Yeah. It was interesting. I want people to listen to this and find out. Ask, tell me what he's mad about, right? Tell well, that's me. what I'm still right, wondering. Right, right, So, all right, this is Brian Swink on my voicemail about David Villeman. Hey, Steve. I just want to go off a little bit. Um, I don't listen to your show. I don't know nothing about what you do. But David Villeman... I've had it with this kid, or punk ass bitch French fuck. You can play this message. He said I can play. If you want to, he said. If he talks shit about anybody, he, he, he talks shit on the East Coast. East Coast guys, you can go to bed early or whatever. <laughs> Riders do and East Coast. Prior to that, he said how he makes more money than the average guy in one year than the average guy makes in his lifetime. Mm, he thinks he's that. so uppity. Tell him, I'll come to a race sooner or later. I don't go to races much. But when I go, and if I see that fucking French air, I'll punch him right in the face. I, I'm not going to talk to him. Mm -hmm. I'll ask him for an autograph. When he looks down to sign his autograph, I'm going to punch him in the face, and I'm going to beat the shit out of him. Because he's talking down to all of America. All us that work and paid him to make money, you, he's America. talking down to us. And you. <laughs> in, in Not us. Now he's talking down to East Coast people. I've had it with this clown. Go back to France and be a little fit you are, whatever. So I just, I just want to tell you that. You're Thank the you, only Brian. one I can relay that Thank message you, to him because Thanks. I know he goes on your show Thank often. Thank you. In, you tell him. Uh, Better look out, because Swinker's coming in. He's coming hard. That's it. Out. <laughs> All right, so Brian Swinker, everybody's upset with David Villeman for what? I don't know. He's talking shit on the East Coast, and then he says about how he makes more money in a year than riders people make in their whole lifetime, which I don't think Villeman would have ever said. No, I, I'm kind of confused. The only thing I can think why he's Villeman might have said, and I always hear a lot of East Coast people say, oh, it sucks the races are on so late for us to watch and we all go to bed or yeah. something like that. I, uh, I swear that's what he's talking about. Like, I, I, I mean, don't know. You can watch it the next day on YouTube. or Two-time can... 125 Supercross champion upset with Villeman. Yeah. Lewis? They, they Lewis? would have never raced together or anything like no. that, would they? No. Well, no. No, no. they would have missed each other. Yeah. Close, but. Lewis? He's pissed. I'm just confused. It's probably the greatest thing since Crazy Lady, though. So. Yeah, Crazy Lady yeah. doesn't call anymore. That's a nice substitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pookie? Sounds like an idiot. All right. <laughs> Marks, thoughts on what he's upset about? No idea. No idea. No, I'm sure, sure DB's sh really, shaking in his boots. Really scared. <laughs> I was gonna say. Honestly, though, I probably should feel like I should tell like DV, like, hey, if you go to Detroit, don't sign autographs. Don't sign autographs for Brian Swank. <laughs> don't, because he is gonna pop you in like, the in as the, soon in as you lean down for the autograph, you're done. You're out. <laughs> That's good. Lewis Phillips, everybody from FIM website of the year, mxvice.com. That's right. Did you say he's 21 years old? He's 21. Yep. Jesus. 
he started, he was six months old when I started being a mechanic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just fucking end it now. Um, <laughs> I write for MX Vice, babe. They pay me. I know you always forget, and then you always say, ah! That's good to hear. Right, yeah, that's right. great to hear. Yeah, thanks, Pook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, say, How do you forget every single time? I don't know. Um, they uh, they only got in trouble one time last year, and it's because of me and one of my columns. Which one? What time uh, was that? I, I wrote about the GPs or MX Jeff, right? It was the MX Jeff thing. Yeah, but there was something else to it. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine because they know the issue and not us. So, <laughs> it's me. Yeah, I'm a loose cannon, bro. Yeah. I'm waiting for... I go to the GP. I go to GP. I get passes. I go to the designation. I get passes. No, they're not as people bad as see, everyone thinks. Yeah, people I see me. Right. It's just... Yeah. I think the um, reputation's worse than the I reality. would love to get hauled into Giuseppe's Motorhome for a dis- discussion. I'm sure that you would. I Most would. Most people I, wouldn't. I would like to because I'd be like, I got some questions for you. <laughs> like, I know you're mad at me, but let, can I can I start here? You know, some of these rules and everything. It's like I said earlier, though, that everything that they did... Like five years ago, it's all starting to work now, and it's all actually going pretty well. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like the under twenty free will at first was a bit weird, but now it's kind of no, it's stupid. It's, it's kind stupid of sorted rule. things out no, a bit now. It's an artificial class inflator, is what it is. That's why he's doing it. Yeah, that's why they do it because they're like, holy shit, no one's going to race our class. We've got two, get them out of there. We've got two competitive series out of it though, because MXGP's wide open, and now MX2's wide open as well. Just let them racing sort itself out. If you are five foot five, yeah, that's a problem. If you're five foot five on 150 pounds, and you can't ride a 450 outdoors, which happens, to, you know, to some guys, why are you stopped from racing? Why are you not allowed to race dirt bikes anymore? Because you don't fit a 450. There hasn't really been a time yet though where someone has just like been meant to go to MXGP and not had a ride. Like most manufacturers, kind of. Yeah, but. They'll they'll give you a shot and then you'll struggle and you'll be done. Yeah, but then you know you have a shot. Like yeah, but you're five foot and five now, at one hundred fifty pounds. You EMX two fifties there now for you. Like that's kind of an alternative. Dude, there's route. no money in EMX. Come on, there's no money. It's there. something. It's as much money as Canadian Moto. I mean, I I do like the fact that you know he has these classes one twenty fives and two fifties and stuff. Yeah, they're but actually really good. It's racing. a good idea. It's a good idea. I wouldn't put them on the same weekend as a GP because it devalues your program a little bit. Yeah, but then if you're, like we were saying earlier with a two-day program, if you're a fan, that's a lot of waiting around. And instead, you've got racing to watch. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. I like it. Oh, okay. It's another good point for me to... You guys are buddies. <laughs> I just gave him a point for that, yeah. so what, I don't um, even care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither one of you have matched GL right now. I mean, no offense. You guys have been good. It's fine. You guys have been great, but you haven't said anything about smashing pussy? Yeah, uh, well, you know. I mean... I could have said it, but I feel like, you're say, close like to it. I I lived to do that. Like that's what GL said. Like I didn't move to Canada. I was born there, and right. I just it just happened, right? So. Pookie, how strong was GL's drinks? <laughs> like, did you think you were gonna maybe kill him? I thought he might kill himself when he was making his own drinks. It was gnarly. It was yeah. He had a good time though. Yeah, apparently, and he had one for the road. So he kept. He told me, "Oh, my Twitter mentions are blowing up." What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I guess when you're GL and you know world champion, U.S. champion, yeah. you can say what you want. And, and he's a legend in the booth. He's like, a legend. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I knew I had nothing coming in. Did you have any GL uh, back in the day when you hung out with him? Did you? Did, he was kind of that way too, huh? 
Yeah, well, like, I mean, he was always up for having fun. That's for yeah. sure. But he was always serious, too. Yep. I will give him that. Yep. And when it came down to it during the week, he was on it. And then, you know, the weekends would be the weekends. Yeah. So, yeah. a lot of good times with Gio. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Well, Watson said you had a lot of good times. <laughs> I think Watson got me mixed up. <laughs> I think so, too. I can promise you I'm that. I'm shocking. I'm shocked that. Uh, I mean, I guess I was. There's a ring inside of MX Sports. <laughs> If Watson thinks of me as that, I guess he shouldn't have trusted me with bringing that bike yeah. smuggling deal that I did, right? <laughs> Which didn't really work out, right? <clears throat> I mean, Blame. it got okay. Oh, it did? Nobody Don't went to bro jail me. or anything. Oh, I thought you had a problem with collecting money or something. No, or no, what? that was fun. That was all good. Oh, the okay. whole Love deal on his end right was here. good. The deal was with the person I came down with. Oh, was that it? Got all weirded out and okay. crazy about coming back in like I lied or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, we well, Watson's going to be here next week. Is he? In that, in that chair. I'm sure he'll talk about that wasn't him and there's a different guy. And No, I won't bring it up anymore. Yeah. Uh, all right, 702-586-7857. You call anytime. Leave a voicemail. We had uh, a lot of them this week, but uh, we whittled them down with Noof's help a little bit and uh, yeah. got the best of the best that was. Let's do it, Doon Goon. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Christopher. I'm just calling to ask you guys what you think about Ken Roxon being some sort of warlock, perhaps. It seems mm-hmm. like he's got maybe some sort of spell. There's some witchcraft that he's used on Eli Tomac to when he lines up, Tomac is powerless. can hardly keep up in the top five or get eighth or whatever the hell is going on there. Roxon goes out, and Tomac puts in a freaking all-time ride where he just waxes everyone. I think we saw that a little bit at the end of last year. Those GPs where no Kenny on the line. He'd been waxing that ass all summer. And all of a sudden, Eli finds an incredible burst of speed and waxes Geiser and everyone else who lined up. So maybe Kenny sold his soul to the devil or something to render Eli Tomac powerless. But it's pretty interesting. So I want to get you guys' take on that. Have a great show. I mean, Bye. Lewis, there's no other explanation than, than Roxon's a warlock. I mean, I don't even know what a warlock is, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. Seems yeah. logical. Well, it's from Harry Potter, I think. Oh, that's English. I should know. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. No. But yeah, seems logical, right. I guess. Okay, yeah. If that's what he wants Watson's to believe. Watson's a warlock. That's our listeners, everybody. Who's Christopher? Chris Kiefer. I think. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought, too, but yeah. I always yeah. just thought I'd bring that up. Right. Thanks. Um, how did Kiefer do in Canada when he was up there? Never raced against there's, him. No, but when he came up for MX 101. There was some talk about a reunion this year. Yeah? Yeah. I thought he was supposed to go up to, for GDR this year. Yeah, I don't know what happened. happened. Anyways. Yeah, it was okay. He was, he, was, he was good. Okay. He was not stoked when I had to provide him goggles, but anyways. <laughs> a warlock is just a, a male witch, by the way. It's not Harry Potter or anything special. <laughs> oh. Sounds check like out, you don't know either. Check out the nerd in the corner. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. Studying the so, segment So map. you knew a warlock was a, a male witch? Yeah. Have you... I, I, I don't know, bro. Uh, don't know yeah, no, bro. No, we're we're <laughs> adults. We have lives. Like, you know. Yeah. So do I. It's just fact checking. But I still you. know what a warlock is. I mean, four of us do you don't know what, know what a warlock do you know is. What a witch is, and we're the weird ones. Do like, you know what a witch is? Of course. Okay, a warlock is just. A yes, male I understand the concept of a male witch. But you've never heard of that. There's four of us here <laughs> who are looking at you like you're a dork, and you're like, I'm not. I've never seen a Harry Potter. Or anything like that. So, have you seen the Fantastic Beasts? <laughs> no, it's another movie. I haven't seen Never Star Wars. Haven't seen Lord of the Rings. 
Whatever, bro. There's four people like going. We don't know what a warlock is, and you're. There's going to be a Twitter poll tomorrow. <laughs> What's a warlock? Yeah, I mean, you kind of said it like we were supposed to know, and we don't know. Yeah, so. like, bro. Other than that, I don't care. We if haven't you watch seen Harry jobs and lives. You know, <laughs> I don't have one. I've been doing too much stuff for you lately. All right, next question or next question. Hey, I just wanted to tell you guys, calling from Thailand, you guys got a great show, listen to it every week, and I was one of these guys that was starting to eat crow uh, over Supercross when uh, Roxon got hurt, but let me tell you, that last race was fantastic, probably one of the best races of the year. Again, love the show, I keep listening, and talk to you later. Thailand, bro. That guy couldn't have any more of an American accent, I'm no, sorry. Yeah, he's clearly Thai. You know, Thai American, American living there. American yeah. Thai. People do that. So yeah. cool. All right. Hi. Yeah, I was calling. Um, I talked to Jimmy Ferry, and he told me that Steve Mathis had one of these great patented dry mouth blowjobs. I just wanted to confirm to see if that was true. I'm not. I'm closing the fucking door. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, uh, I'm not gonna. Good. I'm not gonna confirm or deny that. You know. Don't what does that mean? Sounds gay. No need to like. You know, discuss my personal life. On this show? Oh, I mean, that's your deal if you do that. Yeah. So. yeah. Your technique is your own technique. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to discuss it over the air. Don't worry about it. This is Dustin from the great state of Minnesota. Um, just wondering, who got Irv's job? I know there was rumors about you getting it or people wanted you to get it, but just wondering who got it. Thanks. See ya. Um, Hold on. I'm digging this up. A guy named Dan Hubbard. Got Irv's job. Um, don't know anything about him. I think he's doing a good job. Have you heard much yeah. of him? Like, no, I think he does a good job. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, in stadium voice. Guy. Like, if you kind of don't notice him as much, I guess that means he's doing a good job. Because yeah. it kind of just goes along with what you're watching. Yeah, so. yeah I feel like he's been fine. I don't I don't know what his background is, but that's his name. And, yeah, he's doing a good job. He's R.I.P. Irv. Um, we all loved Irv. Yeah, Dan's doing a good job. Better than Irv. Hey, Steve. Hey, first-time caller, long-time listener. I just wanted to say Grant was great. But I'm not sure if Grant got better the more he drank or the more I drank. Either way, it was the show of the year. Keep up the good work. Mm. Shout out to Burning Dirt. We do have the Pulpies that are best co-host, non-frequent co-host. So there's a category for you guys. You're up against GL and, you know, everybody else that comes in, Weimer or somebody, you know. Like yeah. Charles Preston. We called him. Yeah. I don't know. I heard. Yeah. We heard all about this. We were texting. Really? I told him the keepers are coming on the 20th. He might come with them. Really? Yeah. Great. Pookie, come up here. <laughs> um, so you guys are in the running with GL for this. That should go really well. Yeah. Yeah. Will you fly back from England to accept your award? I think I might have to fly back before then so that people don't forget my name. Yeah. Because that's yeah, cause, probably going to happen yeah, by that, next week. Right. Yeah. We'll just put the MX Vice guy. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah. The one with a weird accent. R right. Dude, Mathis, I've never called your show. i got to say, after hearing tonight, may not be played for another week because it's a what, Monday show. Grant Langston is by far the best dude ever. Cut Facebook Live out. Nobody wants to see your pudgy face. We want to hear Grant Langston drinking Red Bulls and vodka, swearing. Nobody wants to go on Facebook Live 
and see your chubby face and Kiefer, what that dude call him? Leathered couch, somewhat tan guy. Just gotta say, love your show, but fuck Facebook Live. Yeah, I mean, love your show, hate your face. Yeah, thanks. Guy tweeted me and said, "Warlock, bro, everyone knows this." So bad on all of us. Thank you. Huh. He's smug over there. He fixed the server. What's up? He's smug. No, no, uh, no drops tonight. We that don't. Was, well, yeah, we had one guy in the chat room had problems. But, oh, really? Yeah. What's up? This is Tomcat. Uh, Tommy Clowers? Show for a while. I miss him. Haven't called in before, but after the most recent episode, Cat move? I just yeah, had like to come in and ask a little question. Legs out or something? Yeah. <laughs> how in the... <laughs> how lame that was. Like it was he's called the Tomcat. No, I know. He's pulled the Tomcat. It was like... He swung his legs I'm out. I'm trying to think. It was something with him kicking his feet. No, I think he just swung him out. No, that's, that was a can-can. Can-can's the kind of when you're stepping, isn't it? I don't know. No. The Tomcat, I swear, was when he went off like in a no-footed knack-knack and was kicking. <laughs> okay. I swear. We can probably yeah, pull it up. Yeah. It's funny how freestyles evolved. Yeah, I mean, you forget about those. Tomcat was a bad dude. He was, really. He, he was one of the guys that, like, wouldn't backflip, and that was it. Like, hey, just you, you don't backflip, you, yeah. Yeah, you're out. So, Yeah, backflip over there in the corner. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. Um, did you see that video? Yeah, yeah, of course. Guy backflipped. It's pretty good. Right? Yeah. Try that. On Better your... than average. <laughs> right. How in the fuck can I go hang out with Grant Langston? I mean, <laughs> shit. You guys might as well just stop the fucking 2017 Fulpies right now and just give one to fucking Langston because we ain't getting better than that. Thanks. Do we just make a pulpy for Langston? <laughs> Here, man. <laughs> Here. We don't have a category of best South African co-host. I don't know. What's wrong, Nuf? I was looking for the Tomcat thing. Uh, are you mad about... I mean, yeah, he was awesome. I've heard enough of it, though. Okay. He was great. All right. <laughs> if you just picked a, a bad week to come in. <laughs> Don't worry. Everybody told me earlier in the week. Like, I was pretty much doomed for this whole thing. So, anyways. AliceBrace.com. Yeah. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. The Outsider from Canyon Lake. I just want to say that this show with Keeper, Langston, Mosher... And all these other people you got in there is one of the best shows you've ever done, in my opinion. Steve, you might have felt like you lost control a little bit here and there. I, I did. But that is part of the gem of the show. When I saw the show was five and a half hours and I saw Grant Lincoln was in there, I knew why it was five and a half hours. But that's a good thing. Last thing, if I could ask a question. You mentioned MIPS a lot in regards to helmet design. I've Googled it. I can't find MIPS anywhere. What the heck is MIPS for us people MIPS. that are outsiders? Thanks. Have a great show. Uh, multi-directional impact protection system. Yeah, I think so. Is that what we said Yeah, earlier? that's what it is. And it's, uh, it's, it's something built inside the helmet, uh, inside the outer, in, inner layer. It's, I think it's... They're kind of like shocks, like what the 6D guys have, but not as uh, not as intense or not as gnarly. No, it's not shocks. I, I wear Fox uh, helmets. It has MIPS. Yeah, but... And they just kind of... It slides. It slides. But aren't they little pivots? Like things that come out? There's like... Yeah, kind of, but there's uh, yeah. not actually a shock absorber in No, okay, but... All right, so yeah, maybe I'm wrong. But it's 60 uh, multi-directional impact... I said that. ...system. Yeah, I said that. All right, GL. Did you say that? Yeah. All right, GL. Yeah, that's cool. Thank uh. you. 
Hey, Steve, this is Gus from Eastern North Carolina. I want to call in and comment real quick on the um, 250 LCQ conversation that um, um, you guys are talking about, you, JT, and Weege on the Glendale Fly Racing Review Show. And one of the points that Weege was making was that uh, on the Austin Forkner little pig farming segment, I will tell you as a newcomer to the sport and a new fan, it was exactly those stories that I stumbled upon on YouTube that got me into racing. So to kind of back up what we just saying, yeah, I can agree because that is how I come into the sport. I watched a couple of these YouTube videos of these kids and the sacrifices their parents make, and I was like, holy cow. It's a, it's a very interesting side to the sport, and it's gotten me into it. Um, I'm sure I'll probably get – flamed up for saying that you know i like that instead of the 250 uh you know lcq mm-hmm. racing or or whatever but that's it weege makes a really good point that that is interesting to people that don't know like myself that don't know anything about the sport that's just getting into it um so it is interesting and just finished up the show with grant langston and jesus christ that guy Really awesome. But anyway, thanks again for all you do, and Um, good talk. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing with the 2D LCQ, like, what people are talking about is that's often the gnarliest race of the night. Like, those guys are killing each other to get in. So when you miss it and put features, people miss that. But what if you did features in the semi-race of 450s or something, you know? I like the features. I thought that story on Forkner was cool. Yeah. When your points leader is in the LCQ... And I'm not. Yeah. It's the other dudes that don't have the sponsors, like yeah, the points leader. Right. Our points leader was in it two weekends in a row. Yeah. You have to show it. They showed what, it this weekend. They, yeah. Yes. What? So the points leader, you don't show the race. The points leader doesn't make it, and then all of a sudden you're just scrolling the line. <laughs> you say, "Oh, and by the way, the red plate guy didn't make it. The guy, what the hell yeah. happened? Right. Yeah. 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 You yeah. got to show the LCQs. You're right. To me, the semis are boring. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think if you want to... Show highlights yeah, yeah. of the 450 right, semis. Right. Or, or miss one semi or whatever. Or yeah. whatever you yeah, got to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Highlights. Those? I think the... Uh, was it JT you said that you should do the picture-in-picture? Picture? Yeah. That yeah. Sh- yeah cool. That should Two work yeah. perfectly. Double box. It? Yeah. Who doesn't like double box? Another one for Lewis. Yep. Yep. What are you like, for ten to one here? Yeah. I mean, I stole JT's point, but yeah, I'll but take still, it. I'll you take still remembered it. Yeah. What about when I kept saying no? Everyone loves double box, and everyone wants to pay for double box, and no one was getting that part on this on the show. Yeah, still would have. Just now, GL yeah, would have like got that? it. GL would have got it. Yeah, second. totally. Yeah, no, for sure. GL probably yes. had triple box. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's why he came over here. Right. He made right. that clear. Pookie's not saying it. She's disgusted with us. Why? I'm not. I didn't even know I wasn't listening. What? Why don't you co-host a show one time? Just co-host a show, the whole thing. Okay. Would you do it? No. Do it the week after GL's <laughs> here, please. Please. <laughs> Definitely not. Someone asked me about a wife show on Twitter, and I, I, I said, yeah, no. I saw that. I had two wives stick me with plane tickets, and that was the end of the wife show, everybody. Which pe- some people would like, because they hated it. I, didn't, I liked it, but I think I got stuck with... Four hundred dollars with the plane tickets. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. After I, you know, asked them over and over and over and over and over, make sure you're here. Make sure you're here. Can I buy a ticket? Can I buy a ticket? Said, screw you. Yeah. So wife show, two wives ruined it for everybody. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Unbelievable. Dean Wilson, 
Rockstar Husky. That's what I like to see. Bloody Eddie Ray going on talking shit about the guy nonstop. It's good to see him back on the team again. Let's go, Dino! Eddie Ray may as well just kiss that pulpy goodbye. He was going for big time. Eddie Ray was gunning for the pulpy. Yeah. And it didn't work out. It just, you know. He was in the running, you're saying. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Kiefer After Dark, we tested our stream yesterday with it. Um, a best of Kiefer After Dark. Yeah, it was like a little, uh, yep. just some clips I threw right. together. Real so quick. it's on the app. Bonus content on the app if you yeah. want to listen to it. Yep. Do you have the app, Lewis? Uh, no. I have the old one. Well, the old one is dead. dead. Yeah, it's yeah. dead. <laughs> what about the new one? I haven't got there yet. Why? Because I listen on the Apple yeah, but what about the bonus podcasts? The bonus ones? Yeah, I haven't got there yet. Do you listen to the Moto 60 show from Fly Racing? I do. Do you listen to the Steve Mathis show on Racer X? I do. Fantasy? I do. Uh, Lewis Phillips. Jeez. Another one. Paul Pocky? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like motocross, so yeah, anything yeah. I can get my hands on. Right. I don't know how... Uh, were you born in... Uh, 94? No. Yeah, we already covered that. Never mind. Toronto Maple Leafs went over in 1994 with the New York Rangers, and they played like three games in England. I wish I was alive for that. Yeah, thank Damn. You. That's another, <laughs> another check yeah. for him. All right. You know, this is Bad Billy Mellon from Nashville. I read online that Feld is wanting to expand to 20 rounds, 22 rounds possibly in Supercross, and there's talk of the Nationals being scrapped for that. I was... uh. Very disappointed to hear that. I know it's just rumors so far, but you know to hear the way Davey talks on the show on Monday. If people keep up that attitude, I mean, do you see the Nationals going by the wayside ever? I mean, Lame. that's that's the roots. Uh, uh, I, love the show. Thanks. And uh, good luck. I agree, Lewis. What do you hear over there about Monster expanding to Supercrosses in Europe? Well, base the rumor basically came from America, so I've just heard yeah. your secondhand right, info, right. but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't really want it to. Supercross dude, these is guys, an American thing. And, dude, these guys can't stay healthy. You want to add five more races? Yeah, it's not going to happen. You want to add five more races? What are they going to be? What are, how many guys are going to be standing at the end of races? Not good. It's no. just cool in America. American National Anthem, all uh, of that, all yeah. works. Yeah, you and Anton, you guys are going to swap out. Yep. I already split on Twitter. Yep. You guys are tra trades done. I'm ready. We're trading Anton and a first rounder for Lewis and a, and a second rounder. <laughs> yep. So, all right. Whenever I, go to, Steve, whenever I go to Europe, Anton just loves it. Anton loves it. Probably the same as when I come here, then. I'm like, Anton, you jet lag? No. What'd you do today? I, I walked four blocks. There's a there's an ancient vase shop down here. And then if you turn right, <laughs> there's like a guy with a snake charmer. And, and then there's like a brick wall that was uh, from the 1900s. And it's just awesome. And then I had an espresso. Yeah, that all means nothing to me. You're like, bro. Back it down. I go looking for go-karting when like, I go to GPs. He'll be like, what'd you do, Mouse? I'm like, I slept. Yeah, there's a church. I saw a church on the way to the track. It was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and Anton's running around. Like like in Bulgaria, I thought he was going to get stabbed. <laughs> like it was, you know. I'm like, dude, don't leave this area. It looks rough. Nah, it's he good. He just wanted to sightsee. Yeah. He's going to get ass raped and put into like one of those sex slaves for, ant for, yeah. for dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Poor <you> Anton. <laughs> Uh, archives GL and uh, Kiefer and I just we need I know GL's big time he's got a lot going on but everybody's got a number and I think GL's number is 
and then just set up some sort of a fundraiser on the site to get him in there more often because this shit is golden. He is cracking me up, and he's intelligent, and I might have a little bit of a man crush, but it's good shit. I mean, maybe we get an Atlas Brick sponsorship of GL coming up here. Seems like he's... I mean, like he's just a fan of Alice Brace and everything. But it costs that flight and stuff to get me here. Yeah. Just give it to Gio. Yeah. <laughs> just give it to him. <laughs> Noof is disgusted. You know what? Actually, I would like to be in here with him. Maybe that will bring out the best in me. You're good. You're fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I'm okay. Yeah. But I don't think you're going to get this kind of voicemail next week, bro. Seriously. People, just call in. Talk about Noof on the show. If you, I'm going to be semi- semi-suicidal if you play some voicemails and people are like, nah, he was just okay. I thought I, I had some good analogy tonight. I do too. I thought I was gelling with Jimmy D pretty good. Yeah. Marv made me a little nervous. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Justin Hill, I get a little more comfortable. But... Okay. Lewis didn't ask one question. I'll save oh, you but, for the bench race. He's got the best website in F- Europe. Yeah. And he doesn't need to ask questions. No, he doesn't. They just like, should when, ask him questions. That's when, right. Yeah. When you say you had good analogy, do you mean analysis? <laughs> I'm, I told you, I'm not a doctor. I told you this earlier. I'm not you, a, ju- you just crack on with your good analogy, and yeah. we'll sit over here and analyze. Look at the English guy. <laughs> do you give him a point for that, too? Yeah, like, I, I think I should know. get five for that. How'd that war we'll, work we'll out for you? You needed America to step in for that war. Yeah. Right. That's it. That's why America's great. Who keeps slamming the floor? That's him. And uh-huh. I didn't do that. I no. can't sit still. Yeah, so take away a couple That's points. That's a point out for me. <laughs> yeah. okay. Slam in the floor. I will say this, Pook. Lewis came in, and what happens is Canadians, and he's English, so he's on. He's a good guy like that. He came in, he took his shoes off right away. Because that's what Canadians and English people and Europeans do. Americans, I don't understand. You people, I've always said this. You Americans tromp in a house with your shoes on all the time. And every American that comes in here does that. And I always, like, don't... just. Well, it doesn't happen in America as much. Nobody takes your shoes off. I think they do. I do. No, they don't. They don't. It's unheard of in Canada to wear your shoes in the house. He had his shoes on for a long time before I told him to take his shoes off. It's not snowing here. This is carpet. You have never once had to tell me to take my shoes off. I think I have. Absolutely not. Well, a lot of Americans wear their shoes inside houses. And I'm I'm not saying it's like I'm not blaming you guys, but something happened along the way (laughs) where you guys didn't take shoes off inside houses. We lost our way. So please hit me up on Twitter. If you're American and you do that, hit me up and tell me why. And if you're Canadian or whatever, it's you just take your shoes. Lewis took his shoes off within five seconds of walking in the house. And that's and another point. And now your socks will be covered in dog hair well, when you whatever. get home. Yeah. What? I'll get another point for that, I guess. Yeah, another yep. point. But, but Noof did it, too. Oh, okay. I had my shoes off in your truck because I just wanted to go to bed so bad on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we should can the voicemail. There's a few more GL ones in there. <laughs> no, I'm okay with it now, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to Hey, I really miss that creeper guy. Quit being a dick. Get him back on the call. Yeah, guy's imitating me. Yo, yo, yo. Why does Stewart have a semi? I don't get it. It's just him. I mean, Ronnie Stewart or James or Mookie? Well, I would more think Ronnie Stewart out of this, but he's obviously good with the sponsors and stuff whatever yeah more power to these dudes yeah I couldn't believe it and Oakland is the first round I was at and I walked by with Eric Nye I'll blame this and he's like 
Who's 606? I'm like, oh, that's Ronnie Stewart. He made the main last week. And he's like, he has a semi. That's what you need to do in America. And I mean, it looked legit. Like, it was beautiful. And he had two bikes and a nice pit set up. And he had an autograph thing. And he's doing it right. Yeah, good job. All the props to him. Nothing against him. Malcolm? Yeah, of course he's going to have a semi. It's Malcolm Stewart. Yeah. And James is going to ride out of there when he comes back. Yeah, so it's perfect. Right. Hey, Steve. It's Derek from Tennessee. uh, Watching the broadcast here uh, Saturday night. and just watched Aaron Plessinger uh, do an interview after his heat race. Why does he wear that dumb shit on his nose for the interview? I know he's probably got sponsorship ties or whatever, but just take that shit off, man. You're on the, you're on TV. Look goofy as hell. Um, anyways, just wanted to get that off my chest. Uh, love the show. Love all the content. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. Um, those are the Asterix AC system. Um, I do not believe they work for a second, but hey. Whatever those guys think they do. Castillo's a buddy of mine, Jim and Dave and, and everybody, they, they run those things. And, I mean, God bless them. Whatever. The it does thing. look really stupid, Cooper though. wore his during his interview, too, didn't he? I think they all do, yeah. Hmm. I, I just look. I, there's studies of, about, like, opening up your nasal passages, and it does nothing. There's placebos. They've done it. I've read these tests on these things. Um, there's only so much air you can get through your nose and opening it up your passage isn't going to do anything compared to the mouth which gets so much more air i was a a doctor who has a you know a real doctor who has actual degrees and everything explained it to me like your nasal passage is like opening up like a pinhole and your mouth is like a massive pipe for the difference in in, you know and how much air you can push in and out whatever these guys feel like it helps them more power to them but it's the asterisk ac system so Next, I'm waiting. Next thing I know, there'll probably be a dude up there with chicken blood. He'll spray the chicken blood, <laughs> putting it all over, putting his all face. over the face, and then they that get, drops three seconds right there. So, yeah. have you seen them in Europe? Do they have them in Europe? Uh, don't think so, unless I'm right. paying attention. Right. Well, you'd see them. They're, yeah, I don't they're, they're good for snoring too. I, I wear the old school uh, breathe right strips. Oh yeah. Yeah. It helps you to not snore? Yeah. yeah. Want me to lend Steve one tonight? Yeah. I know. I heard him at like five this morning when I got up to pee. Uh, that was her. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll I thought it was. Yeah, it was. You or know, it could have been a Bassett. You know what a VO2 max is? Yeah. Like, that can't help with all, all that. All It's all done before that. Like, that nose thing, you're, like you said, isn't really going to do anything. Dude, is it? it's not, not for your VO2 max. It's or not. Anything. People have done tests on those breathe rights and everything else and opening up your nasal passages. Silly. Yeah. But hey, whatever. Like I said, I like I like the guys at Asterix, or it's not Asterix anymore. It's just a Castile thing. But uh, hey, whatever. Hey, great show, guys. Uh, thanks for doing it. Um, great work. Just wanted to call in a couple of questions because I'm normally asleep when the when the live air show is Monday. Um, get up at one or two in the morning Phoenix time. So anyhow, um, first question: How many rabbits can Gunji actually pull out of his hat. I mean, a two dude has a horrible day, comes out, wins the main. Um, Phoenix, he gets third, but still doubles his points lead. And then in Oakland, he has a horrible day and he's yeah. still on the podium. I mean, guy's amazing. He, um, he second is. question. Yeah. Second week in a row that Dungey has been beat by a rhythm section, not fully, but I mean the triple quad that that Reed was doing um, in Phoenix 
or Glendale, whatever you want to call it. And then in Oakland, Telmac had the uh, triple quad, quad triple, whatever it was right out of the first turn in Oakland. Does he step it up and start doing those things? I know it's kind of a dumb question because he's not a chance taker, but I just wanted your guys' opinion. Thanks for the show. Have a great night. I mean, Ryan Dungey is one of the best riders in the world. If he wanted to air those sections out, he could. It's not, you know. He has a skill. Spike's capable. He's got the skill. He's just calculating, taking the second, and moving on. If it gets near the end of the series, for he'll, sure. he'll start doing things. 100%. So, uh, as far as, what's the first question? Pulling rabbits out of his hat, but there's a reason yeah, we talked about the that. guy has number one plate on his bike. All right, that's it. No more. I think they're all GL stuff. Um, all right. Marvin Muskin, Justin Hill, Jimmy D, Filthy Phil, Travis Preston, Ryan Gold. Yeah. Did I miss anybody? JT. JT. Thanks to our sponsors. Uh, let's let's do this. This this will go better. Okay. Hold on. Where's the thing? Nobody say anything. Yeah, Steve already warned us on this earlier, eh, Lewis? Oh, and, yeah. And yeah. He, it, it's his actually problem because he doesn't lead it like it. It's just. I feel like preparation is key. Yeah. Dungey's average uh, in Glendale, where he where Reed was picking up that time on that triple quad. Uh-huh. He his average in that segment was four tenths off of uh, the other guys that were doing it. It's a lot of time every lap. That is a lot of time. In one segment. I don't know. I'm screwed. I don't know where my stuff is. You looking for oh, the sponsor rundown? Right, here, right in front of you. <laughs> it's late. Okay. All right, Noob. So before we go, uh, I'm going to get rid of our sponsor rundown. First thing that comes to your mind. Please. Go I ahead. did this last year. Well, can we do it again or no? Or want me to do it with Lewis? And maybe Lewis gets more points than you again? Points make prizes. I'll take points. Lewis, you want to do it? Go ahead. Sure. It might, Lewis go, can do it. might be a car crash, but let's see. Just. Yeah, I'll try. I'll pass if I don't know. Okay. BTOsports.com. JT. Fly Racing. JT. <laughs> NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. Trucks. Race Tech Suspension. Cody Gilmore. Vortex Racing. Stuart on a Yoshimura Suzuki. Oh, he's reaching back. He's so much better at this than you. Did, did you set this up because no, like, I didn't. he no. is better than GL at yeah, this? Yeah, no. Well, GL was a. 16 Red Bull Vodka's deep. Okay, well. Uh, gear Alloy. Wheels. Roost MX. Graphics. Pivot Works. It pivots and it works. I like Copycat. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Ah, whatever. It's a X brand goggles. Uh, clear Vision. Yeah. I've pretty much made that, drilled that in everybody's head. <laughs> uh, Mission Starcross 5. Best tires out there. KTMPartsExpress.com. Works on Husqvarna 2. <laughs> works Connection. Whole shot device. FMF. Power. Atlas neck brace. MX Vice supporter. W wheels. Talon. EK chains. Uh, it's a chain. Guts racing. Seats. Get data. Uh, GPs. Oh, shocking. He thinks of GPs. Yeah. Uh, GPs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Ride engineering. Uh, you couldn't find a read earlier, and that is in my <laughs> Thank mind. Thank you. Uh, Don't bro me. All right, everybody. Uh, do you have fun? Yeah, that was really You're good. You're really driving back tonight. I think so. I mean, whether I make it or not is... I will get you a hotel from Pulp Max. Like, I think I'll be okay. I think. If you roll your car and die, I'm going to feel really shitty. Well, maybe I'll get a shout-out on next week's show, which will be kind of <laughs> like, 
a big deal for Maybe me. We'll have a memorial show for you. Is that there? We yeah. go, <laughs> Lewis. That'll be a pretty big deal for me. Yeah. I'm even more impressed that he's drank this whole water and a Red Bull and hasn't got up from his chair yet. He hasn't. Like no. He hasn't moved. He hasn't taken his jacket off. And no, I'm he like, hasn't. The jacket things creep me out too. Yeah, yeah. Really? Because <laughs> it's been like kind of hot in here. Like, I'm like sweating. Yeah. Well, he keeps his jacket on the whole time. Maybe he's a warlock. <laughs> I think so. Is that what it means? Yeah, a male witch. Yeah. He doesn't pee? Doesn't take his jacket off? Jesus. And didn't eat his cupcake yet. That's coming. I'll leave that in a minute. That's a warlock move. <laughs> like sugar, sugar may melt him. Lewis yeah. Phillips, a warlock, everybody, from MX Vice. Yep. If that's what I'm known for. Um, which interview did you like the most? Uh, uh, Galdi, Muskan, Hill, Jimmy D, Travis Preston. I thought Jimmy D was good. Yeah. And my favorite caller was a guy who called in and said he loves MX Vice. That guy was oh, awesome. Yeah, that guy was awesome. Yep. yep. Uh, so, at MX Vice on Twitter. Yeah. Or no, at, at Motocross, Motocross Vice. Motocross Vice on Twitter. MXVice.com yep. site. Full GP coverage. I write a column there every week. Mostly every week. Um, what yeah. do you write a column about? The GPs? No, American stuff. I try oh. to think of something different. That's my problem. So I write for so many people and I talk so many things. I try to be like, what can be different where people you know, need to hear from Steve Mathis again? And I'm like, okay, let, you know, I try to take an original angle every week and it doesn't work, but I try. It's still working. You still yeah. get your job. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we'll see you at all the GPs. Yep. Uh, Qatar, Qatar in starts three weeks. Is that Just really? under three weeks, yeah. Wow. Jeez, I didn't realize it was coming That's up quick. that soon, yeah. Yep. Home are we, for are a we week. going to any? Well, you didn't exactly enjoy Mantova last year. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. It was hot as balls. It was hot as, yeah. Why, why don't they have ice? I don't know. Ask Lewis. Why don't Who they wins have the ice? first GP? I don't, I'm, I don't necessarily. I'm not necessarily the, a fan of ice. I either. love the press rooms, except Mantova was terrible. Yeah, that was, sometimes they use like whatever is already there. When they have like their little tent and their setup, yeah. it's quite good. Yeah. 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 Who wins in three weeks? Qatar. Yeah. Uh, probably Geyser. Actually, he's been getting smoked. Yeah, though. exactly. But he still win. Hey, we didn't talk about MX2. Like, what's going to happen in MX2? Who's going to be the guys? Sewer and Jonas will be the guy. Jonas is probably faster for a lap, but crashes more. I'm not on Jonas bandwagon. I'm the well, I'm, 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 I'm the same place as Prado. I think Prado could be the underdog. Maybe not to win Dude, the title, to do something. Are you banging Prado's sister or something? I, like. You're right. so on the bandwagon, bro. You're, you're right. like... Um, EMX 250 last year didn't go well. That was awful. Yeah! So everyone then stopped believing. Now it's time to believe again. So let's all get on the bandwagon. Don't stop believing, bro. Yeah, exactly. There we go. <laughs> no, I think... Dude, this kid. I've heard nothing about this kid or nothing but about this kid and the hype He's and not going to be Hurlins, but he won the first Italian championship round against Jonas and Patrell, Van Donick. So that's got to mean something. If we're going to put stock in Caroli's rights, then you've got to okay. acknowledge his. All right. He's 16? Yeah. Well, Assen last year, he ran with Hurlins, so you can't really knock that. Yeah, yeah I guess. Mm. I mean, I so, don't know. He wouldn't be my pick. Who's going to be the three guys? The three Jonas, guys, Sewer, Jonas, Sewer. Uh, maybe Patrell, yeah. Covington, maybe if he Stop figures it, it out. Covington, he, he's hit and miss. He's, yeah, hit and miss, but he's got yeah. to get there, hasn't he? Right. I don't think? know. Yeah. You tell me. I feel like he's getting closer. Right. He it's won like in the sand last year. year. Did the Diker get a ride? Yeah, JTEC Suzuki. Never heard of that. Yeah. Interesting. That old JTEC Honda I wanna, team. I like Ken. Yeah, he's I want to see him do good. good. Yeah, he's going to be getting old Dude, now. yeah, he's definitely getting old. Like, a lot of injuries. Like Josh Hansen old? Probably. 
Right. He's been around, well, I remember watching him race in 2004 in MX1, so yeah. what's that? Um, so who was the best interview tonight? Uh, yeah, Jimmy D. Jimmy D? Yeah. Okay. What did you think, Noof? Yeah, I like Jimmy D. I thought he was good. Original. Mm -hmm. We talked a lot of Canada, so that's probably why I felt at home yeah. a little bit. Thanks for clarifying the Atlas neck brace and thing and all that. Yeah, People can email you, Ryan, and Atlas brace. Yeah, please. Please um, do. And uh, we, if you want a discount, we have a code, or we're not allowed to say that. I guess we can get you one now. Okay, uh, we got a code. <laughs> uh, on the Pulp Mix app, update should be coming soon, Dune Goon, right? Yep. Pookie? Working on it. Any last words? Happy birthday, Travis Preston. Besides those? Nope. Okay. Uh, thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to all of our guests, our sponsors. Lewis, I hope you had a good time. Thank you for coming up. I really appreciate it. I think you added a lot to the show. Good luck in the GPs this year. Cheers. I will be, I'll be uh, watching and everything else. And Noof? You think I'll get another deal to do European Supercross after this show like last year? Yeah, Finland, right? Yeah. What else? Yeah. I'd like to go back. Did they say anything to you about coming back? I mean, I don't know. Yanni kind of hinted, but I don't think he pulls the, you know. Yeah. He, I got him a deal in the race in Finland. Yeah, so. Yeah. Him and Alex Ray. Yeah. Springman. I mean, I, I had a good time. Alex Ray's going back. I hope. Yeah. He did good. Yeah. He should bring me at least. I helped what, him win the what second. What did your chick say when you were like, hey, I'm going to Finland? She said, are you fucking crazy? Yeah. Like, why are you going? What? I'm like, well, I'm going to race. <laughs> How much is that going to cost you? It's not going to cost me anything. Bullshit. <laughs> I like, swear to God, that's how like, the conversation You're like, they're actually going to pay me. Yeah, like I'm not paying for the flight yeah. and whatever. And she's like, well, how long are you gone? I'm like, well, realistically, it's like five days because of the time yeah. change. And stuff. Yeah. Asshole. That was pretty much it. So. <laughs> and the worst part was is I had this obligation to buy her something the whole time over there. Yeah. And I didn't do it, and I didn't do it. And then I bought her some cheesy-ass magnetic thing to go on the fridge. It's still uh, there, and she points it every time her friends come over. Oh, see what Ryan bought me when he came home from Finland? <laughs> I bought it in the airport. A magnet, Yikes. yeah. It was like Finland. It was like Helsinki, it said, it's or something not, like that. That's not yeah. good. Yeah, it's I not know. good. I was busy. I was trying to race and be serious. I don't bring her home anymore, anything from <laughs> Europe. I, I don't. I Honestly, the last trip I went was, uh, well, there's Nations. No, you went uh, to Lille. See, I went to Lille. Because you ditched me on Finland, and if you had been there, okay. I wouldn't have. Okay, Nations. I go to Italy, Majoria, get in Friday, sleep, eat, go to the track Saturday, Sunday, fly out first thing Monday morning. It was, I never saw nothing, I never did anything, just that's it. You just went. You didn't, like, go sightseeing? Nothing. 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 It just, that's the way it worked out. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. after you do it for a while, that's what. I would have liked to see, Majoria is a nice, that's a nice part of Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of lake. Yeah. And all of that stuff, right. which I've never seen. Right. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. It sounds like we got the stream working better. Thanks to Marks for that. And Swisscore, too, as well, for his help with that. Uh, we're hoping to keep providing you an app update. Right, Marks? Yes, as soon as I can. <laughs> He's a warlock. A beaten down warlock over there in the corner. Hey, like I said, I, I want to get it out as much as anybody else. But yeah. the the worst thing we could do at this point is rush out another update that yet again doesn't fix some of the issues so uh yeah. i'm gonna make sure everything gets taken care of before we do so well said all right and uh thanks everybody for listening we greatly appreciate it we'll be next next monday with kenny watson in that chair and be like old times oh shit reunited and i feel so good thanks everybody see ya fuck you and your show mathis there's something i want to get off my chest and it's about that summer when you went away to community college, 
I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Oh, my God. 